The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers Podcast, show number 279, being recorded on October the 19th, 2019. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, and when that's Jesus Walks Out today, I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the best coast, Gunny Chief. Welcome back, Gunny. Welcome. Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, Happening. Welcome. How are you? Pretty good, my friend. And from Ohio, our friend, the Mayo, is back. Welcome back, Mayo. Hey, what's going on, horrible gamers? Mm, How you yeah. guys doing? Fuck yeah. You do good. You're yeah. doing mighty fine there, sir. Thank you for joining us once again. And thank you, listeners, for joining us once again. If you would like to, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore horrible gamers. You can join our Facebook group over at Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. But first, I'd recommend you go like our Facebook page, Horrible Gamers Podcast. You can leave a thumbs up right there and see when we post shows, when we post things like links for different things. And leave a review. Leave us a review on iTunes as well and thumbs up on Stitcher and all that good stuff. If you'd like to support us with the monies, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers and show your love for the show. Anything as little as $2 a month will give you a shout out on the podcast. Like our friend Adam Sunday, Alan maybe H, Bill Gardner, Brandon Willier, Brian Capessa, David Snyder, Evan Tanaka, Henley M. I won't let anyone hurt me like this again. <laughs> Jesse Kraft, John Jerome, Jonathan D. Hall, Marcus Polanco and Polo, MacMod, Pork Chapu, Robbie Wheat, The Mayo, Subbader, and Vader Holic. Thank you guys for being Patreons and Patreon machines. Thank you guys. Doing us the money. Well, as yes, promised. Thank you. As promised last week. We said this week there will be a giveaway. And I have the list, guys. Mm-hmm. I have the list here. 17 names. We've removed the mayo from the list. <laughs> I hope I win. And Henley, you've been removed from the list as well. Damn it. <laughs> oh. Never mind. <laughs> and we've also removed Alan and Jonathan from the list. Cause fuck them. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Now, just just for a record, can we have repeat winners? Um, who won last time? Brian Capessa, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Brian Capessa. Who won before Brian? Was it? It was. Hmm. I gotta stop and think now. Hmm. Yeah. I know the Discord is different. <laughs> right, we're thinking real names versus Discord names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. Fuck it, whatever. We don't care. We're going to just go with the list. We do Jonathan, what we want. Jonathan and Alan, you are on the list. Don't worry. You guys are all on the list. I don't hate you Freak that out. much. Anyways, I'm going to hit randomizer three times. Ready? One, two, and three. 
guess who won, guys? Alan, maybe. This person's been on the show before. I'll give you a hint. Headpoint Red. No. Pork chop poo? No. Let's see who mm. else has been. There's been so many on here. Nipron. No. Ah. Empolo. Congratulations, Empolo. You nice. just won a $25 gift card. Yeah. I can get a hold of Empolo on Discord pretty easily. So. Yeah, you definitely can. And a cyberpunk decal. Hell yeah, son. Take that yep. shit. Put it on your computer. Put it on your screen. Just put it on your screen across your desktop. Just do it. Just put it on there. Why not? You know, when you see Cyberpunk 2077 every time you decide to play games, just do it. Just fucking do it. Congratulations, Congratulations Ampolo. Mm. I was a little worried there when I was doing the list randomizer because I clicked it once, right? And, and the name on the top was John Jerome. And then I clicked it oh, again. What? And then it was John Jerome again. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, everything else on the list changed except him. And I was like... If I click this a third time and John Jerome is still on the top, he's figured out a way to hack random.org. <laughs> okay, he's figured out a fucking way to do this. But it worked. And uh, so, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. Congratulations, Impolo. Get a hold of the Mayo, or the Mayo will get a hold of you. Anyways, gentlemen, let's talk about Stitcher. Stitcher is a premium podcasting app. Where you can listen to certain podcasts, exclusive podcasts, as well as non-exclusive podcasts. Like, pretty much every podcast is there. As well as some exclusive shows, such as Wolverine, The Lost Trail, and Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, The Fantasy Footballers, Science Rules with Bill Nye, and so much more. You can get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and much more if you sign up for Stitcher Premium. That is only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. That's cheap. $35 a year. Think about all the games you spend $60 on. Spend half of that on this for a year. But if you'd like to do that, before you do that, I recommend you go to stitcher.com forward slash premium, sign up today, and use promo code HORRIBLEGAMERS. That is right. Horrible Gamers will get you one month for free on your plan. So there you go. You get Horrible Gamers in there as a promo code, Horrible Gamers, and you will receive one month free. So, do you maybe just want to check it out? Get a free month? Horrible Gamers. Just go ahead. Get a free month, people. Go try it. You can always cancel before your 30 days are up or before the month is up. So, uh, yeah, if you decide to just use the promo code and cancel it after that, that's fine with us. Use promo code Horrible Gamers. Check it out. Stitcher Premium at stitcher.com forward slash premium on your mobile browser and or your desktop. Anyways, gentlemen, let's talk about Redbubble. At Redbubble, you can go and buy some HGP gear. If you head on over to redbubble.com and in the search bar, type Horrible Gamers Podcast, you will see our name pop up and our logo on a beautiful t-shirt. You can buy yourself a nice shirt. Very nice shirt, very made with Good premium quality. cotton, with the premium stuff, Gunny. The premium stuff. Yeah, the Good premium cotton. ones are nice. They're made like with mm, polyester yeah. and cotton. Ooh, mixed together, oh. make it real yeah. soft. And once you do that, you'll support the show directly. All that money goes to us. Well, not all of it. Some of it stays with Redbubble, but they give us a cut. 
we give them a cut for having our stuff on their website. But you support the show, and you get some HGP swag as well. You can buy anything from a t-shirt to a hoodie. Now it's getting a little bit cold, you know, that cold winter weather's coming. You get yourself a very nice acrylic block to shoot at if you have a gun and you want to shoot at a big block. That's Why do we always have to shoot at the big block? Why can't we use it as a paperweight or throw it at somebody? <laughs> I do not recommend you assaulting somebody. But, I mean, if you want to use it as a paperweight, you can. It'll look very nice on your desk. And, or you get yourself a mug. You get yourself a nice water bottle. They look very nice. Get I yourself about a the nice uh, coasters. Oh. Might look plain nice laying on my desk. Get a yeah, set of four I, need, I need a coaster myself. I'm going to get some. I'm going to pick up some coasters. Good idea, Mayo. And you know what? All right, Jesus. You know, hold on, Jesus. I, you know, because I went there what? and I've been trying to look at the, the different fuck? merchandise. So you got to teach a noob like me how to navigate through there the to mean? purchase the hoodie. And the block, I couldn't find it in there. <sighs> the easiest, easiest way to do it, when you search horrible gamers on Redbubble, you would scroll yeah. down like the t-shirt will come up by default. And if you scroll down just underneath the t-shirt, yeah. there's like some like review. It'll say view 61 other items. Yeah. You click well, on that. Hold you on. Get list. You know what? Let's do this after the show, guys. Continue, Jesus. So I am there now, Gunny. Yeah, like like the mayor said, you see the T-shirt, you see the guy wearing the T-shirt. You scroll down a little bit, you see reviews on the T-shirt, and then you keep going down a little bit more, and it says View Horrible Gamer Shop. You click on that little line there, and it takes you to everything. It takes you to all departments, and you can just click whatever you want. Art. I'm old and I'm blind. Home decor. You can buy yourself some nice shower curtains, a mug, some some tall mugs for your coffee there, old man. All kinds of stuff, Gunny. Go buy some stuff, people. Acrylic blocks. You know what? Sometimes you may need to tell what time it is. Get yourself a nice wall clock with the Horrible Gamers logo on it. That's right. Support the show. Redbubble.com. Search bar. Type in Horrible Gamers Podcast. And I want to give a big shout out and thank you to Fowler and Twistix for letting us use their song Breakout as our intro for the show. And broke for free. And their music, Night Owl, for being the outro song of the podcast. Let's get to talking about video games, gentlemen and ladies listening. You two, you're very important. You're more important than the gentlemen, because the gentlemen just, they're fucking weird. But the ladies are They nice. are. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, let's talk about video games, gentlemen. I played some games this week. You played games this week. Let's talk about what we played and what we're doing. Gunny. What are we doing? What have you played? Oh, what I get to go first. You, All yeah. right. Oh, yes. yes. Gunny's like Ooh. surprised. Yeah, well, caught you was, off guard. He was there. thrown off. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what the fuck? What's going on? <laughs> he was, he was not ready, ready to take a nap over there. It's like getting comfortable, pulling on his pillow, getting ready to pull out a blanket and take a nap for 30 minutes. But no, Gunny, you go first. I got my old man mug in my hand and the <laughs> mic is muted, but okay, we're ready to go. All right, so. Still ready. Ryan, Brian, Gib, 8777, he had recommended that Slay the Spire game. And I know watching this on Twitch a couple months ago, uh, this is from a streamer that, you know, probably gets early access to things. And and just I I feel terrible because I literally unfollowed him on Twitch because I'm like, Card games, <laughs> Snorefest. You unfollowed him for this? <laughs> I did. I feel like I didn't oh. send him Gunny gives no fucks. He's like, you play them card games, boy, I'll unfollow you, motherfucker. 
Yeah. I think that happens with age. I think you just get rude automatically. He's like, I don't have time for these don't card have time games. For these fucking games. Well, I've like well, got a few more years to live. So. Hey, one thing about me, you'll notice, I I do give it a try, and I went back probably the third time, mm. and it's not that I'm necessarily like so focused in the chat and on the streamer and the channel itself, but it's just like, you know, if I'm not interested, you know, after that long, I'm. I mean, I usually. We'll either just not click. Anyway, let me just get to it, guys. Slay the Spire. This game is awesome. Uh, thanks for, Ryan, for recommending this game because, you know, when I first fired it up, I thought, okay, I'll just, I'll just give it a try. It's probably like Magic or, uh, what's the other one, Mayo, that you played that I know was exclusive to Apple for the longest time? Mm, uh, oh, Hearthstone? It was Hearthstone. And I tried that literally for like two minutes, and that was just like, nope, not going to do this, not into the whole card game thing. But this, to me, feels like it's it's like an adventure game mixed in, uh, roguelike gameplay. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, where you're you're building a deck, you know, throughout. Kind of as you go too. I noticed you like the little bit I played. That's somewhere I played this week too. And like you keep adding cards, you know, you run across those points where you can choose a card. Right. So, I mean, that's the other thing where you're getting after I want to at the end of each match, which each match is is can be fairly short. Uh, you're adding you have the option to add a card because uh, you might say, you know, that, hey, you picked up gold, you you picked up a relic or and then here's a card. And then that's optional to. You get to choose between three cards, and each card has different power. I'll call them power points, and it could be something with zero. So it's a free, basically a free use card that you get to add to your deck, uh, or it could be a one or a two. Uh, so that's cool that you could just skip that all together. I don't think I've ever skipped like missing out on a card. Uh, yeah, that'd be a. Well, I think. Maybe later on, as I continue to grind through this game, uh, I might that might be an option for me. But for right now, I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna definitely add you know new cards to my deck because I think for each game you're basically starting out mostly basic with you know there's a strike, it's six points towards enemies, right? And there's always that that five hit points or a, a five on a block. Right where you're blocking attacks from the different enemies, um, but one of the things that really struck out or that stood out for me was when you, for me, it feels like it's like this like dungeon crawler almost. Would you, would you say that could be a thing too, Mal? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know I'm does. really reaching here, but it feels like because you're going down this branching path, right, and it mm-hmm. leads to the boss. Yeah, and then it's kind of like you'll have some random events happen. And you kind of pick your path, you know. So you don't know what you're going to run into. So you feel like it's like a kind of choose your adventure kind of thing mixed in with it too, because you know your path will wide in two different directions, and you can be like, okay, it has a symbol of either like a monster or a question mark going this way, and maybe the other way. You're like, okay, what's well, got like one or two extra, either let's call it a room. Or an event, you know, right. it may have more events, but you're like, do you go to the one that has the more events, and you might possibly run into more enemies, and and lose a lot of health on your way to the first monster, or do you take the shorter path, 
and not get as much strength or as many cards in your favor and stuff like that. So you got to kind of look at it and think it through. Yeah, and I think they're I think they're all the same length, but but everything else you said applies because it could be, uh, for example, they have these. You'll run into like the campfire, right? But I think that's the really the one thing you know. That's when you know is for certain that okay, your your health is low, or let's say it's really not that low, and you run into a campfire. At the campfire, you have a choice to either uh, rest and increase your health points, or you can upgrade a card. Uh, so I, I mean, I'm usually where I need to, you know, rest and get my health points up. That's what I do 90% of the time. Um, the uh, I don't know how the gold system works because you're earning gold as you as you go through each room or event, mm-hmm. um, and you know when you get to the other question mark, it might be a store, right? So you can go to the store, you talk to the the merchant, uh, and that will. And there's a whole bunch of stuff in there I've noticed where you can buy different cards or potions or things like that. Oh. And I, one of the things that's really cool is let me just back up and start with the beginning of the game. Right. When you talk to this big giant whale, um, it's usually it's it's procedurally generated. So it could be that, hey, each time you get to choose from three different things where each enemy is going to have one health point or something. And I think that's for a limited time. Yeah, it's for like three turns. I actually chose that one today when I played through it. And I thought it was forever because I thought, what, 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 one health point? I'm like, I'm going to. I'm going to wipe through this game, but then, I, yeah, I realized I didn't read through it. Yeah, it's for, like, the first three turns, uh, our first three rooms. But but that's another thing, too, where it just, you know, it really changes it up with the with the gameplay. Uh, with, and then there's a, a couple others where it'll say, hey, lose some health points, um, but you get to gain a relic. And that's the other thing you're getting, too, is relics. And to me, these are just more like what buffs or mods or something because they stick without stick with you the entire game. Yeah, there's like a perk for your character, and then you can change them out. I think too, I guess you get new ones. You can choose to swap it out if you find a new relic later on in the game, or you buy one at the store. I think you can replace one of your other ones you have equipped. I, I think you can hold three. Uh, no, I think you can have uh, as many as you as you want. I haven't seen any options to change out relics because I've literally had like eight relics going all at once. Hmm. Well, maybe and, I'm taking the potions and stuff. Yeah, well, you can, you can consume the potions, um, you know, pick up, you can obviously purchase them. And one of the things that even tells you too when it talks about like the potions is, let's say you can only, you only have that max of three. And I think that that's it. You only get the max of three where, uh, basically says, okay, if you want to pick up this potion here, it will basically supersede the other potion. So you're drinking that other potion, so it doesn't let you waste it, which is which is a cool feature. Um, so let's say it's like a steel plated armor, right? If it takes that one, you get the plated armor, and then it throws another potion into your bag. So you're you're always going to be full on potions. I don't know. It just the possibilities are or mind-boggling to me because, um, you know, I'm not used to playing, like, a card game like this. So uh, I'm just having I'm having a lot of fun with it. And just going through playing the basic mode, uh, for the most part, I think you're at, at, like, 80 health points. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and today I, I decided, okay, I'm going to click on the, it had something to do with like challenges. I think where you challenge maybe your friends on your friends list. I thought it was more like a, a versus mode, but what I really think it is, is you're playing this, this challenge mode with your, all the friends on your friend, for example, with me, it's on Xbox, right? So I see this like whole list of names and I see like all the points that they have. And basically what that mode does is it kind of starts out the same. Everything's the same, I think, except you're having you literally got these super powerful cards, which are, you know, deal 16 damage uh, plus two vulnerable. So you're you're getting a lot of high end value cards. And, you know, when you're upgrading those cards too, like you can literally have like 25 damage points. So it's kind of cool that you're getting all these like, you know, the high end cards, which is nice. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm having a blast. Normal run, and it gave me as a 32 damage card, but it took all three points. So you, and you could do on on one character, but that's kind of neat. So that was kind of like after the first boss. Um, you know, the game continues on, and uh, I think it reset my health if I remember right. And then uh, I picked up this new card, and it would do 32 damage in one hit. But then I fought like a lot stronger enemies, so like I had a mind up. Uh, Running across a guy that gave me a hard time. There was there was like a knight, so there was a guy standing here with a ton of armor, and then behind him was a healer, and he kept healing himself. Oh yeah. And so it is. It was one of those typical. You gotta take the healer out first before you can really get to the knight because if you, you just can't do enough damage to the knight to kill him, and then the healer just bring you know, fell him back to full health again or or close to it. So it'd take you forever to kill that knight. So you had to go after the healer first, and then. You know, so you had to take the damage from the knight early on and then go after the healer. Right. Try to put as many health or attack points into the healer. That makes sense to do it that way. Um, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a fun game. I'm going to continue to play it because that's, that's really just what I've been into this entire week. So, you know, we know what I kind of I, I get where Ryan's going with, you know, me and you playing this game, because I feel like it's like a like a dead cells, the card game or something, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. it's that procedural generation. And and I mean, even though you don't, you know, it's not where you know what's what's coming up next. But you but I think once you play the game long enough, you know that, um, you know, you're going to run into. OK, it's showing the chest. I have you, you literally have no choice but to go into that that room uh, and most of the time it's to your benefit but i like the fact too that it's it's optional like you don't have to pick this up if you don't want to you can just continue on with your to the next room uh, because there are some of those where you'll come in and it'll say hey you enter this dungeon or whatever it is this this room and it's and there's gold coins falling out of it but there's a beast over there you know and you can either uh, say that that, yeah, I'm going to reach my hand in there, right? Or you can say no, uh, or you can just leave or something. Um, because if you reach your hand in, one of the things it'll do is it'll, you know, deal damage to you. And then you can do it again if you want to. So it's like, hmm, how, do I want to roll the dice again? So it's almost like, to me, it's like a D&D type thing, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I just want to leave the room and continue on. So, um, yeah, it's just fun that way. I think it's I think it's a blast. Highly recommend it 
Um, is Jesus ready to play this game yet? He looks excited over there. What do you say, Jesus? It's a cool card oh, game, man. Oh, thank it's you. It's not your average, average like Hearthstone, you know, magic game. It takes hours to figure out and watch YouTube videos. Yeah, they read the cards a little bit, kind of playing. It's a your good setup. adventure game. I think you'd like I... it. I mean, there's no story, but nope, not for me. I don't like card games. Fuck, fuck card games. I say give it a shot. Hey, you kind of like Dead Cells, didn't you? It's mm. Dead Cells, the card game. I, I like Dead Cells, but I'm not going to play this card game. It's not a platformer, but still. Anyways, All right. What else have you played? For those listening out there, go play it. Let me know what you think. Wait, we mentioned the name it's of a couple of Dead Cells. Gunny, have you tried the uh, the iPhone version of it yet? No. I, I did it? hook my phone up, but I haven't. It's I think it's 8 eight dollars it was fairly yeah. cheap but i but i just i haven't pulled the trigger on making that purchase since i already you know own it on pc right uh and, and the other thing too mail is i know my kid would just be like i need your ipad dad <laughs> and your <laughs> controller your ps4 controller and he's just he's gonna want to play through the entire thing i downloaded it on the xbox the other day and i think i'm gonna start over and play through on the Whoa. get those achievements yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you'll easily get a thousand. No problem on that. Oh yeah, I know my way around that game pretty well. So. Yeah. Uh, the next game. Uh, what else did I play? I played. I kind of went back to. I tried to go back to play Control today, and you know, coming into this game like already an hour in, and I'm just completely lost within the map, where you know you're at. It's kind of spawns you at these control points, which is more like a save to me, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it, it gives you that the main quest line of, hey, this is kind of where you need to go. I mean, it doesn't show you, but it tells you because there's signs on the wall like, OK, I need to go through the communications department and, you know, obviously fight enemies to get to the next control point and find collectibles on the way. And the game looks pretty. That's, you know, that's that's a given for, you know, being on the X and, um, you know, you get that Alan Wake feel. But man, I just got wrecked today. I don't know. I feel like I went to fight this boss early on. And man, I feel like I'm just taking like three hits and just getting, just dying and then waiting for the reload, reload the game again. It's like, I just got frustrated with it. But I feel like I really want to play this game actually. I almost pulled the trigger and bought it this week. Uh, the Epic Store has it on sale. But then I didn't think I'd hear the un- hear the end of it from Jesus. He'd be like, "Oh, look at Mayo over there buying another game. He's over buying Control, you know, on the Epic Store, <laughs> you know." That's like hey, the they got some good first. sales this week. Yeah, they got good sales and good free games. Where we love Epic mm, yeah. at HGP. Epic is the best launcher, right, Mayo? No. Best, your most more. Mayo has bought hey. more games on Epic than Steam this year. No. <laughs> Did he still stand by his... Something we might have to add to the discussion at the end of the year for our uh, in- Game of the Year awards. Maybe a launcher of the year. Epic. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have I'm enough launchers out there now. Epic, Rockstar. There's all kinds of launchers. You, you play you Origins? Play. Oh, so that's that'll be for you, Jesus. That'll be the mm, Rockstar launcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The only thing holding me back from control right now is I just purchased a couple games this week already. That's the reason I didn't pick it up. So I had to go ahead and went ahead and ordered. Uh, it doesn't interest me, man. That 
I don't know. I kind of liked Quantum Break. I thought it was an interesting little neat idea. I never really liked Alan Wake. I thought it was okay. I just don't like the flashlight mechanic bullshit that they, they came up with in that game. And then, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this game was like well, Quantum Break with the girl instead of the dude from Quantum Break. It is. I would say it is. And it, and it's more, not modern. I, I would but, even go as far as to say... As far as to say, is this game is tied to the Quantum Break universe somehow. I bet you in the future, when all the like the licenses expire for Quantum Break, being Microsoft owned or whatever the fuck, they're gonna come out and say, "Oh yeah, the whole universe is connected because of the time travel and the fucking the the, the dimensions and uh, it's all connected. It's all connected." Well, I feel like they took the two and married them together uh, because you do you know you have your pistol, it. You know, it, it, and the controls feel tight. You know, using the the elite yeah, controller feel tight on Quantum Break. <laughs> and also, you know, and the other thing you're doing is the other cool mechanic is you know you're pressing RB, you're picking up items and quickly throwing them at enemies to deal damage to them. So it's mm-hmm. not just the pistol. Uh, yeah. You can press Y to like, you know, do the Fusro Da on enemies, which is kind of cool. Um, None of that stuff really. You don't like those mechanics? The whole Fusro really Da, care. man. No, I don't really give a they shit. took that from Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, I'm not interested in that game at all. Like, honestly, nothing about that game interests me. Ever since I saw it, I wasn't really interested in it. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what it is. Something about... Uh, I don't know if it's Remedy. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, because like in Alan Wake... <laughs> I can't think of the name of the DLC from the original Alan Wake, but mm-hmm. I, I, they use that same audio sort of voice stuff where it's very muffled um, chatter in the game. So it's, uh, I don't I like it. I think because it feels a little more, not you know, almost sci-fi futuristic-like. So I'm going to continue to keep at it, man. So I have to finish this game. This is definitely right up my alley. Um, but other than that, guys, I think uh, I think that's all I played really this week mm. was those two. All right. Now, are you sure? Uh, yeah, because I had some other games. There were some new pinball tables came out, but I didn't get a chance to play them. Damn. So yeah, just to to try out some other games, but I'll talk about right. them later. Speaking of Alan Wake, Alan Wake American Nightmare is free on the Epic Store, Mayo. Oh yeah, I might have it on Steam. Well, yeah, but it's free on the Epic Store, man. And I never played that on the 360. <laughs> as much as I really like the original, I just never <laughs> purchased it. Go get it, Mayo. You fucking want to, motherfucker, you. <laughs> no, I don't. Mine's already downloaded, Mayo. I already have mine installed on my hard drive. I'm, I'm not even really claiming the free games because I just keep seeing too many repeat games. I don't need. I don't have them in other launchers already. What if Steam fails you one need day? Multiple then games you and multiple launchers. Epic. Yeah, no, but it's it's also other places too. I think I've seen it. Hmm. So I'm just kind of like, eh. Hmm. Get that on your GOG. Had a reason to be on the Epic Store at all? Actually, here recently. Get on your GOG account. So, what about G-O-G. that other game you have on your list, Gunny? Uh, I did not play it this week. That was uh, Creatures in the Well. Yeah, I haven't gone back to it this oh, week. Okay, okay. All right, well, I, I want to talk about games that I played. Mmm, yeah, fuck yeah. So, speaking of spooky season, 
I played the new Apex Halloween event. Ooh. Zombies? They have zombies? No, so it's kind of like a zombie mode. It's not really zombies. They're called shadows. But it pretty much is 35 people. You jump. You, you're solo, so you're solo queuing. And you're jumping in on Kings. I think it's called... What the fuck is that now? Called King something. Kings, Kings Canyon? Kings Canyon, yeah. So you're jumping in on Kings Canyon, which is the original map. But it's nighttime, so it makes it a little bit different. It looks different, kind of. At nighttime, I actually like the nighttime map. It makes it a little bit harder to see people from a distance. Anyways... You jump out of the plane, it's nighttime, the circle, it shows you where the circle is going to be. You, you you can land in the circle, land outside of it, you can land across the map and try to run all the way across, which I don't recommend. But, you can you can pick a character, you can jump in there, and then, so the first person that dies, usually it happens right away. Somebody lands together, you know, you're, you land in the same room as somebody else, and you pick up a gun, you shoot them, or they shoot you, and you die. Then you become a shadow. You, you're not necessarily out of the match, you become a shadow. And now it shows you the last person that kills you. So, like, if a legend kills you, if you're the shadow on the legend, a legend kills you, it'll show that legend on the map for, like, 10 seconds. There's a marker on them exactly where they're at and where they're moving to. And uh, <laughs> so you can kind of, like, get your revenge. I think that's why they do that, to, like, make you want to land near that person and try to kill them again. You have very low health as a shadow, so <laughs> you're trying to land near these people. And trying to trick them to like make them miss their shots. You can slide and do all that stuff still as a shadow. You move kind of fast. You kind of move like crypto or not crypto. Uh, like Octane when he's boosted. Like when he has that injection on. He moves really fast. That's kind of like your default speed as a shadow. So you're moving really fast but you have low health. And you cannot pick up any armor. You cannot heal yourself. If you take damage. You're going to keep taking on damage until you die. And then you just respawn. You have a limited response. And the goal is to turn more people into shadows and turn everybody into shadows in the match. Uh, once there's only 10 people left alive, like 10 legends are left alive, then it gives like the shadows the general location of where the dropship is going to land nearby. Like it's going to land near that area. So usually all the shadows and all the legends, <laughs> they're all rushing to that location to try to get near the dropship. And that's kind of when the chaos ensues, because that's when all the legends can now see each other on the map. So they can see where, like, if there's a legend nearby, they kind of team up together and try to run together to this objective. And, and it gets it can get a little hard as a shadow, man, because these players, they you know, like, if there's 10 of them, they all have guns. <laughs> and you only have a little bit of health, and they're all just watching each other's backs. Unless all of the shadows are landing at the same time and trying to attack everyone at the same exact time, and you're going to get, like, one legend here, one legend there, one legend here. But if they're all together and just screwing you guys up because they're all in the same room or something, you're never going to kill them all. <laughs> you might kill one of them or two of them, but you're not going to get all of them. And they're probably going to escape. The whole goal as a legend is to wait for the dropship to arrive, which is it arrives in 110 seconds. Once the dropship arrives, then you have to get into like that little, there's like a pad underneath the ship. As long as you make it into that circle, it teleports you into the dropship and now you're in there, you're safe, you're good to go. As long as the legends escape, the legends win. So if you were a part of that 10 person team that was the last legends alive, it'll show them on the bottom left of the screen like all the legends that are still alive, the last 10 of them, and they pop up on the bottom left of the screen. If you were on that team and at least one or two legends make it out, 
then the legends get the win. Even if you died, even if you didn't make it to that dropship, even if you died on the way there, that's still counted as a victory towards you mm. because you were on that last 10-person team. Okay. And then, yeah, and if you win as the Shadows, the goal is to make sure nobody gets on the ship. If nobody gets on the ship or you kill everybody, then you as the Shadows win. Uh, it's a very cool fucking mode, man. So I've learned the meta of the game. <laughs> and that is to play either as Nox, the guy with the... Or Caustic with the Nox gas. Uh, that's the big deal. Oh, I'm a fucking emo. I, I hate the world. That fucking guy. Or you play as Watson, the chick with the fence. The Swedish girl with the fence or whatever. And, um... Yeah, so the key is playing with, with either one. is you find a room that either has one entrance in or... Yeah, usually a room that has one entrance. You corner yourself in that room, but you put it like a gas trap near the door. <laughs> or... You put a bunch of fences in that fucking room. Just like fence the shit out of the room. You put a fence at the door. You put a fence zigzagging. You put a fence. Like by the time the end of the match comes, you want to have at least like 25 fences in that room or something. You're going to have all the fences in that room. <laughs> so the shadows can't get in there and they can't kill you. <laughs> and uh, I pretty much troll the fuck out of the shadows that way. I can, you up... see a, can you see a patch coming with that soon? No. I don't. No, because it's a normal ability. That's that's Watson's ability is to be able to put up fences. Caustic's ability is to be able to drop these gas traps. And as a shadow, I mean there's a downside to doing this, Gunny. For example, like I I was like you uh you know where that like uh there's like a tower type thing, it's kinda looking out over the cliff and there's a bunch of windows around it, but there's only like the door that's the entrance and the little hole in the ceiling that people can drop down from. Well, I was in that room, and the shadows were all in that fucking the other room. They were watching me through the windows, and, and they were just standing there watching me. You could just see, like, it was at least 10 or 15 of those assholes, right? They were just standing there watching me, and there were, some of them were, like, trolling me. They were, like, doing the little, like, crouchy thing. Like, they were crouching really fast and standing up and shit. <laughs> but they knew they couldn't get me because I was in this room with a bunch of fences. So, like, a few of them tried to get to the fence, and they die. You know, they get shocked and die. Because they have a little bit of health. So, like, I knew when the time came and the dropship was at the waste treatment center or the, the water treatment or whatever, it was pretty far away from me, kind of. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, I'm fucked. Because there's, like, ten of these dudes more outside the door. strategy of luck Yeah, like, these, these assholes are at the door. And I have to, like, shoot all of them to get fucking out of here and make it to that. And, and I did make it out of the room because I went to that, that hole in the ceiling. And they were all inside the room. But as soon as they noticed me climbing up the ladder and going to the ceiling, you saw them all yeah. run outside, and they were all fucking... <laughs> and like I said, they all move as fast as uh, Octane, right? The fast dude, they all move as fast as him, but you move as a normal legend. You're just running normal speed. So they're like... Every time they jump also, like every time they jump or like they do like the, the melee attack, you hear like a... Like, like sort of like a wind or like a howl, because you can hear them getting closer to you. And you could just hear, like, these fucking howls of all these assholes jumping around. They were jumping behind me, just jumping and trying to get near me. I'm like, you motherfuckers. I killed a bunch of them, but I ended up going down. Like, there was no way. I had, like, I reloaded, and I got, like, I got I got to the treatment plant. But I got there a little early, so the dropship wasn't there yet. And I had to get inside, and by the time, like, I got there, they were just, they were just dropping all around me because they were respawning and dropping in. And they can see you because you're a big red target when 
when you're a shadow, you can see the legends. They're highlighted in red. Like, their whole body is red. So they can just see me running down the map and, like, this red character running across, like, you know, open sky and shit. So they can just land right near me and run at me. Oh, um, yeah. Kind of like the Bloodhound mode. Yeah, it's like Bloodhound's mode where Bloodhound sees everything, like, you're highlighted in red when he's in that rage mode or whatever. It's like that for the shadows all the time. Like, they can see anybody. If you're standing at a window, they could spot you from, like, a mile away, especially because it's nighttime, so a big red target appears super easily on the map. Um, I've had a lot of fun playing this mode, though, dude. I've Like I said, I've played hours and hours of this mode. The other night, I stayed up to, like, 4 in the morning playing this shit. <laughs> I was playing the fuck out of it, dude, and I wasn't even that good. I was just dying a lot. Like I said, now I'm kind of a little bit better at it because I've kind of learned the tricks to, like, win the match. Um, I said let's play as Watson or Caustic or or play as Pathfinder because if somebody lands near you and you're running, like, in the open and somebody lands near you as Pathfinder, you can always shoot at your little grapple hook and jump and grapple onto something and then Pathfinder does, like, that swinging thing where he swings with, like, his grapple and they have a hard time hitting you like that, you know what I mean? Like, so you can yeah. dodge them and shit and shoot back at them. Um, <laughs> another thing you can do as Pathfinder is set up a zipline and just ride the zipline back and forth. <laughs> and have them, like, they'll be waiting on each end. <laughs> You're just in the middle riding the zipline. <laughs> so it kind of fucks, it fucks with them a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, they just have to wait for you. Or they can try to get on the zipline and you can just shoot them off. Um... But yeah, <laughs> it's a fun fucking game, dude. I had a lot of fun playing uh, Apex Legends' new Halloween event. I actually had a lot of fun playing the new map as well. I played some more of that ranked. I moved up in the ranks a little bit. I think I'm ranked bronze two or some shit now. Uh, not super high, but I'm, I'm getting up there. <laughs> Slowly but surely, trying to get a few wins. Got a lot of second places with this one squad I ended up with. We ended up like getting together and... and uh, we kept getting second place, man. Like, literally, we got, like, three or four second place in a row. Like, it was it was heartbreaking getting a second place in a row that many times. It's like, fuck. Yeah, that would be frustrating. How many more times are we going to get second place? Like, we get so close, and uh, we would just lose at the very end if something would happen, and we would just get killed and wrecked, and oh, it was so annoying. Um, but, yeah, I'm enjoying the new map. Enjoying, I'm enjoying the game in general once again. Having quite a blast with it, Gunny. It's a good shooter. I agree. I agree. A free AAA shooter. Definitely free, yeah. Uh, speaking of free, <laughs> they've actually now released a physical version of the game. So if you go right now and you can buy it in the store, it's like a disc for the Xbox or the PlayStation. Uh, you go and buy this. There's two versions of the game. There's one that has... A bloodhound skin, and the bloodhound skin is like a red bloodhound, and he has a devil mask, and he has like a red, like, skin for, like, his gun. It's like a red devil-looking skin, and then I think you also get a player banner for bloodhound, like a new banner, like a background pose or whatever, a new pose, and you also get a thousand apex coins or whatever. So for $20, you're going to get the, the exclusive skin that's exclusive to that edition. Um, like I said, it's a, it's a Bloodhound skin. He's a devil. A gun skin for his one of the guns. Um, a pose, a banner, 
background and a thousand legend coins as well as they released a skin also for lifeline that's the jamaican chick or whatever she uh she has a an angel skin so she looks like an angel she has like wings and shit looks like an angel and uh she uh comes with the same thing like a special skin for a gun a banner pose a banner background and a thousand apex legends coins um so yeah that's a good deal. I mean, that's interesting to see a, a free-to-play in a disc version for 20 but you get all these benefits to it. Yeah, you get these special skins. I kind of want one, Gunny, but I have to go to the store and buy it. Like, I have to go to GameStop and buy the code from them for 20 bucks, and it's like, ah, fuck. And then I kind of oh, want both of the skins, too. I want, I want yeah. the Bloodhound skin, and I want the Lifeline skin. But the thing is, if I if I get both of these skins, I'm paying forty bucks for them. And yeah, I guess if you count the Apex Legend coins, you're getting like ten bucks back. So if you buy one, because a thousand Apex Legend coins cost you a ten dollars, they cost nine ninety nine. So if you're buying this for nineteen ninety nine and you're getting back nine ninety nine, you're only paying ten bucks for the skin and stuff, which is not bad. It's actually really good because some of the skins alone on the game cost twenty bucks. You know what I mean? So you're getting all yeah. this stuff. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm debating that. I mean, so if you're talking about, a, like, a retail version, are you referring to, like, maybe the PS4 version of it? Or, no, no, I'm or is there PC even a PC? Version. There is a PC version. You get a code. I just yeah. find it weird that you have to go to, like, GameStop or somewhere to buy a code. <laughs> but you have to go to the store, <laughs> yes. So you can't buy a digital code yeah. online somewhere. I, I ain't just trying to make it, like a little more difficult because then everybody would have them and they're trying to make it a little more rare or I wonder if the incentive is, you know, because what's the incentive for making us as a consumer go and buying it in a store as opposed to just us ordering online. You think we'd, you'd get more sales of us just ordering it in game than they would of us going to the store and buying it. You know what I mean? No, but I, I mean, I kind of see their point where, they say they have retail versions, um, which you're probably getting, you know, for consoles, you're probably getting the case with it, I assume. I don't know the details on it. Maybe yeah, not so, so much it says here that, uh, disc inside. It says here that the Bloodhound and the Lifeline physical edition versions of the game are going to be available indefinitely. Uh, it says that the physical edition items are exclusive to the bundles, so you have to buy the bundles to get that skin. Uh, and it says here that the disc includes a copy of Apex Legends full game and will run the same as the digital version. The only way to access the edition's cosmetic content and Apex coins is by redeeming the included voucher that comes with the copy of the game. It says here the version on the console has a disc. The PC does not. So you can go and buy yeah. a PC version of this, but you don't even get a disc. You just get a fucking code. So why don't they sell right. it digitally? What the fuck? Well, so, and then you, normally when these things happen, it may, I can tell you that over time, I can't tell you how much time, it could be three three months or a year, that they will unlock that, like, for the PC version, where you can go in and, and then purchase the same so? items you would have gotten. Yeah, unless it's a GameStop exclusive thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I um, said you can buy it at retail store. Any retailer, yeah. So, so right, that, that means that, yes, you will, we will be able to purchase those later on. It'll just be exclusive to retail. I kind of want to go to fucking GameStop and buy one, man. 
<laughs> hey, I've gotten uh, coats from there many times. Yeah, uh, I've no, walked in I there mean, with no shame before yeah. and just uh, maybe traded in a couple discs or something and I can go, okay, I need a, here's a Steam card for my kid for something. That you can get both, if you, but you have to buy both of the fucking editions of the game. <laughs> So you got to pay 40 bucks to get both of them. So it's like, yeah, you can get both. You can redeem both on the same account, but you got to pay for both of them. You um, know what? Well, here's the other thing you can do, too, Jesus, is you, you know, it doesn't have necessarily what have if to be. Okay, what if I buy... Amazon, just order no, from no, there. No, and... no, 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 no. What if I buy the Apex Legends Bloodhound one, take the code out of the box, turn around and trade it in? You trade it in for credit. Trade it in for credit, <laughs> and then buy <laughs> buy the lifeline one. <laughs> Give myself a discount. Like, that's what I was thinking when, when, when you're one of those people. <laughs> Get a discount. Why not? I mean, if I'm getting, what am I gonna do? I'm not, I don't have a disc to put this shit in. What am I buy the PS4 version? No, I'm buying the PC version of this shit. It doesn't even you're come gonna walk back disc. in Fuck. three hours later and be like, okay, two dollars. You're gonna be like, okay, <laughs> 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 okay, and then buy the other version. Hey. <laughs> No, I guess I can't even do I that because I can't. I can't that do that in. because the PC version doesn't come with a disc. Oh, true, true. So I'm yeah. just fucked. So they got you either way. You got to pay the forty bucks. Yeah. Got to pay the forty bucks, guys. Damn it! Fuck. But hey, I'm technically only paying twenty bucks if I say if I count those two thousand Apex coins I'll be getting. Because mm. you know yeah. that's ten bucks a piece for each thousand. Then you can buy yourself another skin. Another pass. Yeah. Mm, good idea. EA man. loves you, man. <laughs> yeah. This is why EA does shit like this, because people like me end up buying this yes. dumb shit. <laughs> you're, you're a whale. That loot crate <laughs> slash DLC. Yeah, I'm always buying this shit. Extravaganza, we're making us pay. <laughs> it's all your fault. At least I'm supporting the evil Epic Store and getting a full game. You're like just giving them DLC for the game and helping that evil origin EA store. That's a cool looking skin though. You seen that angel skin Lifeline is rocking? She looks like a weird looking angel. She looks weird. I don't really like her skin. I like Bloodhounds yeah. better. The wings, I think, are just on the banner, right? Like, I didn't look at it real close, but I don't think she has wings. It's oh, just little. Oh, no, yeah, the wings are on the banner. Well, they look cool on the banner, but they don't look. Yeah. She looks better. She looks better the way she looks in the banner than she does in the regular skin. Whatever. That gun looks cool though. Gold gun. That thing is a flat line. Yeah. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> uh, other than Apex Legends, ladies and gentlemen, I also what I haven't bought none of those uh, Halloween packs, Mayo. And I've seen people with those skins in the game. Have you seen those skins in the Halloween pack? Yeah, yeah I've seen a couple of them skins. I like the uh, is it Gibraltar, the the, the zombie looking one. Yeah. Not the zombie, but it looks like Frankenstein. There's our Frankenstein. There's a. Like uh, have you seen a uh, Lifeline's one? Lifeline looks like she looks like the chick from uh, what's that movie? A Nightmare Before Christmas. She looks kind of like mm -hmm. that chick. Like she has that blue tint to her, whatever the fuck to her face. And then uh, what's his name? Bloodhound. He has like a pumpkin head, like a floating pumpkin head. That's <laughs> his head. <laughs> he looks like a scarecrow or something. Like he has a pumpkin head as a scarecrow. It looks fucking cool. But yeah. They they look really cool, man. I but I haven't bought any of those. You gotta buy all of them to get all the items. Yeah, I think that was in our news actually for the uh, yeah the lifeline item. Yeah. The kind of EA I saw them on Twitter. Just like the hatchet. Just like the hatchet. Yeah, you have to buy everything to get that hatchet. 
seventy dollars or something. But uh, anyways, besides Apex Legends, I've also played another game this week, gentlemen. I decided to play some more PUBG. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I really suck at that game really, really bad. Like, it's really, really hard. <laughs> it's hard it's, going it's, from it's really first fucking person hard. to third person. Well, I play first person all the time, but it's still really hard compared to Apex. Apex is just so smooth and everything so, so fast. <laughs> Picking stuff up is so easy. Yeah, the controls and are a little PUBG more simple. PUBG is like, fuck. A lot more. God, this is ridiculous. Well, I think Apex yeah. is more forgiving, also, because like you have you have shields and armor and stuff. Yeah. Or PUBG, it's one or two shots, and you're pretty much dead. Mm-hmm. You know, you you don't get to respond. Well, you don't get nothing. Yeah. Like it's just you're kind of fucked, especially if you're playing solo. It's like it is it is really hard. <laughs> so um, yeah, playing a little bit of that, some 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 PUBG, and. Um, well, I was going to play this week, so I decided to play some more of that. Some more of all that good stuff. And uh, I think that's pretty much it, guys. I was any, gonna... any, more, uh, any more Borderlands at all? Oh, no. Uh, I haven't played it either. No. I haven't played this I've week, been and redeeming... I've been dying to go back to it. <laughs> I've been redeeming all those shift codes I see on Twitter. I have a lot what? of them now. I have, You've like, ton of see... them. See, hey, I, I was going to... I was going to bring up when you talked about Apex about how I'm going to get my free pumpkin heads from from Twitter shift codes, but I decided to be quiet about it. Mm, oh, now, yeah, no. I've been you're doing the it. one. <laughs> Have you been doing what I told you to do? What is that? Well, you know, you know, where you do it from the PC, you know, where you link your account. Your... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. see, you're doing it through PC. I'm on Xbox, so but it still works the same way. Yeah, I've been doing it. It's that. just it's so just, fast. It's just, it's there. It works. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I redeemed. I haven't tried doing any of the ship codes. I just haven't been messing with them. I've done like a bunch of them now. I have like I'm pretty sure I have a fucking quite a few golden keys or whatever the fuck those things are. I'll get you the website name too that my son has. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even play the game, but he pointed it out because uh, he found it on Reddit. So it it pretty much lists all the ones that. I mean, some are expired, but the other ones it just only takes a minute, Mayo. Just put them in and go. Yeah. Um, you get your own pumpkin head. Yeah, this week I was going to buy some games, and then I was like, oh, I should just wait, because I ended up buying... I pre-ordered Red Dead, so I got Red Dead pre-ordered and uh, on the Rockstar Launcher, and I ended up picking up... So they got a few games they're giving away for free with this. They got like six games they're giving away for free. It's like GTA 3, GTA San Andreas, GTA Vice City, um, what the fuck else? Max Payne 3, Bully... Bully. And L.A. Noir. So those are the six games we're giving away. You can pick two out of the six if you pre-order on the Rockstar Launcher. And I think that ends this week. You have to like do it before a certain date, and then it ends. Um, but uh, I ended up getting L.A. Noir and Max Payne 3. Because what I did was I ended up going to Steam. And I was like, what is the cost of L.A. Noir? It was like nineteen ninety nine. What is the cost of Max Payne? It was like... Fourteen ninety nine, hey. and I was like, "What's the cost of Bully?" Five ninety nine. I was like, "What's the cost of GTA 3? It's like two dollars. I was like, "Oh well, I know what games I want to get." So I got the more expensive hey. ones. Yeah. Uh, all right. Question for you: You have okay. So you're you're all excited. You're all hyped for the Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. On PC. Yes. 
uh, on the Rockstar Launcher because you're getting all these benefits, like you said. But what about Stadia? I mean, what is your? I mean, it's less than it's. What are we at now? Thirty less than thirty days. Yeah. Uh, I know there's not, as far as I know, there's not any benefits to getting Red Dead on there day one. On Stadia, but I don't think there's any. No, besides just being it's able either to play. being super quiet about a lot of things. The group that I follow, you know, I and I think they're just being careful that it's really just. I mean, this is what like a more of a soft launch, so it's not like they're trying to give all these promises. Is that why you haven't? Um, what are you, you going to play on Stadia besides? Honestly, Red I'm Red thinking Red of canceling my Stadia pre-order. <gasps> what? Yeah. See, and I was going to ask you in private, like, should I just get the founders? Is it too late? Should I buy the controller? Well, it, I is, get the it is too late oh. at this point. They've sold out. So it's sold out in Europe first, and then it's sold out in the United Kingdom, and now it's sold out in the U.S. I still see ads hmm. on Amazon and my Google you know, Chrome browser. or America fucking sold out one of the two countries sold out but i know it's sold out in a lot of places um but yeah but, but I, my point was is that i thought oh that's going to be the game i'm going to play on stadia day one no see, there's know? a problem there gunny i don't want to play it on stadia because stadia is capped at 60 frames a second and, and on my pc i could probably get more yeah depending on the settings we run it on yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, but then you're getting that 4K if you are, like, a premium member. You are. So you are getting a 4K60, which is a good thing. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I kind of want it for the mods. Like, I was selling mail earlier. Maybe we get mm. into a role-playing server or something. I, I want Overfun. it for that experience. You know what I mean? Just to have fun with it, get in a role-playing server, be a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Run around they are cowboy kind of land. And, you know, just fuck around and do all that shit. I don't want to... I don't think I'll be able to do it on Stadia. Now, granted, I think Stadia version of the game is probably going to look better than any of the console versions. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think it will. PC versions and then run it on Ultra, mm-hmm. they would have to. I, I, yeah. If they're shooting for 4K60, on, on, it's going to look better than it will. That it did on the Xbox One X, so there's a benefit there. If you are only a console player, then that is the reason Stadia is the way to go for, for Red Dead. Um, but as far as for me, Kenny, I honestly think I'm going to cancel my Stadia pre-order. Because you just brought it up right now. What am I going to be playing on Stadia? And I don't know. I I don't want to play Breakpoint. If I'm going to get that Ubisoft pass, it's not going to be till next year. That's in March. <laughs> so what am I going to be playing on there? I'm not going to play Grand Theft Auto or I'm not going to play Red Dead or I'm not going to play... Uh, Duty. Call of Duty. I'm right, not gonna play. Right, I'm true. not a Destiny fan. I'm not like a huge Destiny player. Uh, so what the fuck am I gonna play? I don't know. So I honestly think I'm gonna cancel my pre-order. Um, there is benefits to being a founder, though. You get founder perks. So you get like a. I did the math. A Google Chromecast Ultra cost sixty nine dollars. The yeah, controllers for controllers for Stadia are not cheap. They're sixty nine bucks a piece. They're not fifty. Um, so I know we're used to controllers being uh, 50 bucks or so. Like, how much is an Xbox controller? Like 60 or something? Well, yeah. Stadia controllers are 70 bucks. They're 69.99, and um, so 69.99, so 70 for a controller plus 70 for the Chromecast Ultra, and then you get three months of the of the 
$10 a month thing, like the subscription for 4K. So you get three months of that on your account for free when you saw 30 bucks there. So you're already up to like $170. And then you get a free copy of Destiny's 2's whatever that new expansion is called. So that's 60 mm -hmm. bucks there, or 50 bucks, or however much it is, 40 bucks, or whatever. I don't know how much it is. And then you get three months to give away for free to a friend for the ultimate edition or whatever, like the ultimate ultra stadium, whatever the fuck it's called. So like if I got this pack, I could give you or Mayo a three month access to Stadia 4K or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, or like, we could do a giveaway. As like my guest or whatever. Yeah, we could do a giveaway. So you are saving money by having this founders pack. You're paying 129 bucks for like something that's going to cost you like 200 bucks. You know what I mean? So you do save some money. The problem is I wish I could change the game. If I could change the game from Destiny to Red Dead, I'd probably keep it. But since I can't, I'm probably going to cancel it. Mm. Um, you know, and then one other question now that it's fresh in my mind. The Xbox Elite Controller 2. I know that comes out soon-ish. Yeah. I mean, do you see yourself now saying, okay, well, that's something else I can play because that's going to have the Bluetooth-capable com Bluetooth to then play that on all your devices? Like your phone and shit. Nah. Nah. I mean, is that too expensive? What is it, 170 yeah, it's itself? it's expensive as fuck. Yeah, that's more than Stadia costs for a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> People are giving shit to Stadia, but yeah, it's expensive. So yeah, I, I don't know, man. I look forward to playing Red Dead though on the PC. I'm, I'm so hyped for this, man. They got new missions. They said. So basically, what what I've looked, I looked at a lot of the details for Rockstar's Red Dead coming to PC here. So they said on the PC version, you're not only gonna have enhanced visuals, enhanced textures, enhanced graphics overall, um, 60 frames a second. They said, if not more. And they also said that uh, you're going to be able to have, like, special missions that, like, were not part of the original game. So, like, the game is going to be a little bit longer, even, because they've added new missions to the game. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I read part yeah. of that PC uh, Gamer article. I'm so and hyped, yeah, there's dude. A, I'm fucking That's hyped. a lot of... Yeah. That's serious. So, I wonder where that leads to the console people, too. Do they get those missions or I upgrades? Don't think so. No. Mm. Even they're just stuck with what they have. I mean, obviously, there's not going to be any mods with the P console version, but yeah, yeah. I look forward to all that too. The mods, um, yeah, the mods for sure. The mods are going to be nuts. Um, the problem is, I don't know if the Rockstar launch is going to support the mods. I think they would, knowing how big that is on GTA Five. I'm pretty sure they would, but I don't know how that works on their launcher. That's going to be interesting to see how, yeah, what they allow on there on there instead of like being on a steam you know what I mean? because they're not on or separate the steam is going to definitely allow the mods because steam workshop will allow them but i don't know if the rockstar launcher is going to be like cool with that they will no they're all about mods they really are i think they I would think be they're too. just because <laughs> they know I how think, big it is yeah i just think they might limit certain things unlike unlike pc or the you know for gta 5 like you said with third-party sites yeah. Uh, including the Steam Workshop. Lots of cool shit, though. I look forward to it, Mayo. We got to posse up, partner. Play some more Red Dead. Yeah. 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 Pre-ordered, so. Oh, you got a pre-order, too? Yes. What games did you get for free? 
Um, I ended up picking up uh, the L.A. Noir. Nice. That's just one I don't have. And then I already owned Max Payne 3. So I, I didn't use any kind of logic. I didn't look at the values of the game on Steam or nothing. <laughs> but I just picked up um, Vice City as oh. one that just I didn't own. So I already have so five. I already have uh, four or whatever. And then I didn't have Vice City. Vice City is so fucking I just, good. Just yeah. picked up that one. I don't know if I'll launch it anytime soon, but... It probably will never launch it, but it's a good <laughs> fucking <laughs> game. <laughs> Just like I'll never launch L.A. Noir or Max Payne, probably, but they're incredible games. They're really good. Um, other than that, besides pre-ordering Red Dead, I also pre-ordered Call of Duty. Yeah. So, you know, I'm hyped as fuck for that. Sweet. Next week. Call of Duty, next yeah, week. That's the other one I pre-ordered. Yeah, um, and then I got a pre-order Death Stranding here pretty soon. Yeah, I saw that's now available. As of, I think after this podcast, I was yeah. watching that. So, lots of games coming out here pretty soon. Not on, on top of that, I want to play that new uh, that new Need for Speed. That actually looks pretty good. Yeah, I uh, I somehow clicked on the. I was watching a <clears throat> might have been a YouTuber that I watch. Uh, he does a lot of racing games. Mm-hmm. And he got, like, the exclusive, you know, the first 30 minutes free. And, you know, he showed, like, a lot of really cool stuff. And one of the things that really interested me was the the story. What interests me is how fluid the day and night cycle looks. It looks like it's just, like, going. Like, the day just turns to night. And you keep playing. It, it's like Skyrim or, like, The Witcher or something where, like, daytime just becomes nighttime. And you keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the cops will be looking for you and shit, and day turns to night, and the cops will chase you around. It looks fucking really cool. Yeah, yeah, I think they did a really good job with it this time around. So I'll I'll definitely I be a, either that EA access to begin with, pay the five bucks, or yeah. just no. I'm just gonna right. do what I plan to do is pay the fifteen bucks to EA Premium for that month. So next month mm. I'll sign up for it, and then I'll just play that and Star Wars at the same time. Yeah. For fifteen bucks, can't beat that price. I Get mean, both games for unlimited amount of time yeah, for that thirty yeah. days. Fuck yeah! So, and then you get the ultimate edition of the games too. So you get like the the orange lightsaber for pre-ordering Star Wars game. Yeah, that orange lightsaber. That makes a difference. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> Tell me, motherfucker. I'm have a hard time grinding between Star Wars and Red Dead. I got a feeling. Oh, same here, man. <laughs> Oh, you're definitely, both you're so player, fucking but... fucked, Mayo. You guys, if you want to beat both games for a game of the year, you're going to be like fucking grinding the shit out of Red Dead. Man. And then, and then you know what's going to happen too is, is, is uh, Call of Duty. You know, I'm going to have Jesus whispering oh, in my ear over there, Mayo, play Call of Duty with me. Mayo, play Call of Duty with me. Mayo. Call Mayo, of Duty and, uh, but I'll be, I'll be on Death Stranding as well. So I got Death Stranding, Star Wars, Red Dead, and Need for Speed all in November. Mm-hmm. What am I gonna do in my life? Just oh my gosh, maybe maybe I should do the yeah. Man, I wish Xbox. See, I'm a high console guys. I am high console. I need I need I need EA Access Premier on console. Yeah, that's why I, I don't know what's gonna happen there. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of big games. It's not a lot of games. This is a lot of big games for next month. Yeah. Um. So there's all that good stuff, and that's all I did this week. All right. <laughs> Mail. All right. Well, uh, like you, I've done a lot of Apex also this week. Uh, it's just kind of a game I just wanted to play. Like I just 
felt like playing the Halloween event. Was having a good time with it, and uh, you know, I'm I'm become really good at being the the zombie or the shadow. (laughs) I hate the people that are teaming up, like just squatting up and breaking the rules. I I really that pisses me off. I've seen that once or twice where I go turn the corner and there'd be like three legends running together, together where they they all queue up at the same time. So basically. It's like a three v one, just just in like regular Apex, pretty much, you know. Except you don't just down them; they just die. But yeah, so it's it's rough sometimes. You uh, then I just hunt them down. I try to be a shadow and then just try to get a drop on at least one of them. Yeah. You know, but yeah, lots of lots of practice being a shadow. Lots of practice running around really fast and trying to try to call people to death. <laughs> <laughs> that mode is fun. That nighttime map is really fun. And it's kind of nice, like, after you die, it gives you something to do. You know, you're not, and, um, like, yeah. watching people play. How or... do you like the uh, that voice, man, that, that deep voice? Oh, I know, right? So it's like deep. family. That, yeah, that voice, because that annu- the announcer gunny in that new mode, it's like this fucking, like, a male voice, but, like, all, do a creepy voice, male. Whoa. Yeah, like that, like, super <laughs> creepy, like that, like that. And like, he's like, oh. I like you to become a shadow. And then he's all fucking... That's like the announcement. You know they say that that dude's going to be a character in the game? That he's a legend? Oh, nice. The yeah, guy does the vo- yeah, the guy that does the voice is a legend. Apparently he was spotted... Uh, he's like in, in the event, in the trailer that they released for the event, he's like one of the shadows in the background, and that's him. And they're saying that him as a legend, he can like spawn shadows or some shit, or become a shadow as a legend. Like That's his ultimate... So will he? Will he? Will his name be the Shadow? Maybe, but he has like that deep, like creepy male voice. Not the male's voice, but like a deep voice, like the male, like in creepy. Creepy male. Voice. <laughs> creepy. Creepy deep male. <laughs> you said it was creepy on air. Dark male is what he is. <laughs> That's what we'll call him, Dark male. <laughs> oh shit! Anyways, you know what I mean. That, but that announcer is so cool. I think because every time somebody dies, he's like. Yes, feed me your blood, and he's all fucking doing some pretty yeah, cool calls. Yeah, like more billions for my bidding or something like that. <laughs> he reminds me of Caustic, <laughs> all fucking dark. <laughs> yeah, oh, I should know what he says, but really well by now, as many times as I'm a shadow, but I, <laughs> I hear him a lot. But I don't pay any attention to him. <laughs> but I'm just usually going for revenge for the guy that killed me, usually. Uh-huh. Dude, I've had matches where I'm trying to kill one guy, and that motherfucker at the last second, he's always turning around and killing me. Always. And and I'll spend the, literally the whole match trying to kill one person, and I, I never kill him. I'm like, what the fuck? This one guy, I can't kill him. <laughs> for like right, one dude. one guy now. Yeah, just uh-huh. one guy, and he, like, every time I, like, get close to him, like, a lot of times it'll be with Mirage. Because they'll do that decoy thing and they'll become invisible for a second. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck did he go? There'll be like 10 of them all of a sudden in a circle standing there. I'm like, where the fuck did he go? And you're like, you're like they disappear <laughs> and he's like a mile away running. I'm like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Pisses me off, dude. But yeah. Anyways, go ahead, man. Um, one thing I did actually do, uh, I didn't completely finish season two. So, you know, I just kind of quit playing it there for a while, like halfway through. And I had enough... Uh, Apex points or whatever you want to call it to purchase the new character crypto. Um, I haven't really had a chance to play him a whole lot. I think I maybe played like five rounds, checked out his drone ability. 
got to see how that flies around, you know, and I think pretty much for me, every time it's get, it's been shot down, you know, and you'd be like, oh, my drone has been shot down, you know, and so usually I can tag one or two people, though, before it gets gets shot down, which is it's pretty helpful. I like it, how it marks them for you. You didn't buy season three or whatever? No, I haven't picked it up yet. I think what I might do is actually, since I didn't play through the whole last season, is see how far I get on this one and look at the rewards right at the end of the season because whatever I do up to that point will count if I purchase the season pass at the end. So, like, um, I'll go up to that point and then purchase it. So, like, see if I get to level, like, 50 on the season pass, but I'm not actually on the season pass yet. When I purchase, I unlock every reward up to level 50 where I'm at. Oh, yeah, there you go. So I'll just wait till the end. So maybe I might only play to level 25 on the season pass, or I might play to level 50 on the season pass, and I'll look at the rewards and just see, you, okay, are these or 10 bucks or not? Do you rank up at the same rate if you have the season pass? No, or don't? I, don't, I don't think you do because you get that little, remember that little XP bonus symbol? Yeah, you get those bonuses, right? So I think you rank up faster if you have the season pass. Yeah, it probably just won't rank up as fast. But uh, you can always buy that twenty five skip twenty five level bullshit thing. Yeah, and if you're level fifty, you can skip to seventy five, and then just have to do seventy five to a hundred, which would go by fucking quick if you just do the challenges. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I guess you're right. You're probably doing it the right way. I'm doing it all fucked up trying to grind. That that shadow mode though gives me a lot of fucking XP every time I die. It's like. 2,000 XP for this match. I'm like, holy shit. It's a lot of XP for like a a bullshit match that I was just fucking around in. You know what I mean? When I was watching this game when it first came out, the first time I uh, seen it, I was watching Shroud stream it. Mm-hmm. And Shroud made being a shadow look super easy. He was killing people left and right. And I'm thinking, man, this game is going to be really hard if you're going to be a legend trying to survive. <laughs> then now when I'm a shadow, it's no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's really hard for the shadows to win, I think, you know, to keep everybody from getting on the ship. Nowadays it is. And that first, the first day or so, like the first few days that this, this shit came out, uh, last week or whenever it came out, the week before, this weekend. When the fuck did it come out? This week? Last week. Last week. Uh, the beginning of the week, I think. Yeah, so whenever it came out, I played it. And it was really hard to win as a legend. It was really easy as a shadow to fuck up the legends. Because the, the thing is, in the beginning, all the legends were used to being separated from everybody. So you're used to like not not being on that team mode. You know, like that team mentality and stay close to people. And everyone was kind of like on their own, trying to still be on their own. You know what I mean? So people were getting <laughs> messed up easy. The thing that I see now is, nowadays, at the end of the match, you'll see like... Eight of the legends running together. See, you have like a fucking Watson, a Gibraltar, a fucking Pathfinders, and Mirages, and Bloodhounds. They're all running together. Like, it, there's like eight of them. And as a shadow, you can't. You run at them, and there's like a fucking wa- firewall just like destroying you and the rest of your shadows or whatever. And I seem to notice a lot of people out in the open, too, because when you're sh- they, they can see you coming at them, yeah. and it gets them time to react. So it's like if you're by buildings as a legend, you can get a drop on somebody easier, you know, if you're a shadow. Yeah. So like I seem to notice a lot more legends being out in the open because I have to cross like a 
plane to yeah. get to them, and, and they yeah. just see me coming at them. And then zigzag, they just bro, zigzag, and do that slide mechanic. Yeah, I was, I was. That slide mechanic really throws some people off. I've done that a few times to some people. Like, I'll run at them, and I'll zigzag real quick, and I'll slide. They don't expect that slide. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that mode is so good. It's so fun. I think it's a really fun mode. Is it still happening? Is it still a thing? Yeah, for the next week, I think. Until Halloween, I think is when it ends. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. a little while to get so. You got, you got a lot of challenges to go through there, uh, Gunny, if you decide to do that. Because, like, I think one of them is kill 50 legends. Another mm-hmm. one of them is uh, win as a legend and win as a shadow, which that one I got, like, pretty fast. And there's one that I'm... The one that I'm having the most trouble with is kill 50 shadows. I have 30 out of the 50, but it's really hard. Like Mayo said, if you get ganged up by shadows, dude, you're going to get taken down pretty quickly. I've seen, uh, I don't don't know if they counted, but I was watching uh, one of the rounds I did where I actually made it is uh, the Legends. Mm -hmm. And I I died right toward the end, like trying to get into the the ship. But the guys that lived, it, it put me like on their camera view and they were throwing a bunch of grenades and stuff out of the ship I at think the those, shadows. Those do count, yeah. I don't know if it'll count, but there's like ten shadows trying to get up jump up into the ship and they couldn't. <laughs> they were just launching grenades <laughs> out there and guys were just blown up, you know, and so I don't know if they were counting as deaths or not. Do. Yeah, I think they do. That, that's something I want to look out for. I might I might do that next time if I the problem is I don't get to the drop ship. <laughs> Cause what I yeah, play, I, I play uh, as Watson or either Watson or Wraith. So what I end up doing as Watson is I barricade myself in a room, like I told you guys earlier, and I just stay in that room until the fucking match is almost over, and I run across the map. But then as I'm running across the map, I got like 15 shadows dropping behind me that they're all <laughs> trying to fucking kill me. And I have to be constantly turning around and shooting at these guys, and they end up usually like gaining up on me, you know? They keep respawning and just trying to go after me, and they end up eventually killing me. But I tried. I tried using... Uh... Uh, Bangalore a couple times too with the smoke trying to smoke my way through, but oh, because they got that red vision, bro. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. <laughs> do, you, um, do you find? Have you seen also where, you know, you know, you talk about the last ten legends or what have you, and let's say there's still a couple out of the ship, and you're one of them, and you're trying to get into the ship. I mean, are there, have you find where some of the legends are shooting at you as well? No, no, they can't. They don't do damage. No, they try to shoot the shadows. Though, what I see a lot of people do actually, that's pretty smart. A lot of the people that are caustic. If they get on the dropship, they'll they'll start dropping those gas traps around the ship. So, like, as you as a legend, you don't take damage. So, if you just run at the gas traps, the, the shadows all are taking damage okay. near the dropship. But it makes, like, a like a nice little safe zone underneath the dropship. As long as you make it in there, you're going to be pretty much safe to get in the ship. It's It gets pretty hectic, though, at the end, man. With like, especially if there's a lot of shadows. Sometimes there's been matches where, like... There's like 30 or 20-something shadows and 10 of you. You're against like 25 shadows. It's fucking hectic, dude. Um, but it's fun. Fun game. I like that mode. Uh, but I don't like their bullshit buying all the 20 packs to get those drumsticks for... Uh, Lifeline. Lifeline. Because <laughs> I want those drumsticks, man. I really do. But there's, I did the math again. And to get those 7,000 coins to buy, like, the 20 packs or whatever it is, 10 packs, or whatever the fuck it is. $30 or something like that? It's like $70 to get those 7,000 coins. 
I thought it was a little more than that. I 60. thought it was like 130. But that was like wrong. 60 bucks, and then and then you get 7,000 coins for that. And I think that buys 20 packs or 10 packs. And I think you have to buy 20, so you might be right. You might have to buy that $50 pack twice or $60 pack twice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I think I looked at it and I was doing the math. I looked at the 10 pack and I had to buy it twice to yeah. get oh, enough that. up to 24. And I've seen people with those drumsticks in my squad. I'm like, fuck, dude, you spent that much money on the game. But I guess if that's the only thing you play, it might be worth it. Yeah, and I guess if it's your main character or something, maybe you may just really want it. I don't know. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just look at it as down the road in six months, is it really going to matter? You're going to see him be like, oh, yeah, those are cool. Yeah. There's going to be something cool at that point, you know? So yeah. I, I tend to not jump stuff like that. I've seen people are giving me props for my, uh, what's that skin that I have? I have a uh, that uh, Pathfinder uh, Twitch skin, that Twitch Prime that they gave out for Pathfinder, the purple one. People want that shit. I'm getting messages, Mayo. Like, how'd you get that purple skin on my like, Twitch Prime, bro? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, I did log into my account today. Uh, I saw that. I'm like, whoa, how did, how did you get that? And that was like an exclusive, like a long time ago when the game first came out, they gave out that purple skin for for Pathfinder. And people were like, whoa, that shit's cool. And also with my uh, with my Bloodhound, I have that gold skin they gave out last season or the season one, I think, they gave the, it out. The first season, yeah, because that's right before I started playing. No, or you have it. They gave out that, that gold skin, and people want that shit, too, because I get messages and shit. Like, when I'm in random squads, people be like, oh, that's a fucking sick skin. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker loser. You suck. Get on my skin level, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of skins, um, I did watch that. We talked about it last week about the uh, Wraith skin, and that was the one. It was from that trailer video, about her right? story. Yeah. Yeah, I actually ran across it again uh, yesterday. So somebody else had How it How do you get that skin? I don't see anywhere that you can buy it. I don't know. I don't know where it came from either. That's why I was asking you guys about it, because the skin is pretty sick. Jesus is on the hunt. I'm on the hunt right now. Because <laughs> I have the one skin where she looks like uh, the chick from... Uh, she looks like the girl from Horizon Zero Dawn. She has the blonde hair and the white paint on the face with like the symbol on it. And she's mm-hmm. wearing like the shorts and she has like the bones on her belt and the bones like on her wrist. It's like bracelets or whatever. I have that skin. that's called the Night Terror Wraith. I have that one, but I don't... I can't see how to get the other one, dude. But yeah, but yeah, while you're looking, I guess um another game of Jesus too, I kinda wanna talk about it to you. I, I started playing. Um Escape from Tarkov. I want this and game. We've never talked about that game. Yeah, yeah, so this is a PC only game. And it has its own launcher. Dum dum dum. So I have yet another <laughs> launcher headed to my PC. Uh, my bottom task manager bar down here at the bottom is starting to get pretty full. Yeah. This but um, so it's a uh, it's a Russian game, and it is kind of tricky to to pick up at first because being a Russian game, it, well, your your card would decline it right away. You have to do some calling around and stuff like that to get it from their website. But it's from the uh, Escape from Tarkov really? website. What so, about PayPal? Yeah. Would that, like your would that bank, be an alarm? PayPal. Your bank doesn't give a fuck. Your bank's like, oh, no, fuck this, the Russians. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were. 
But after I jump through some hoops, they, I, I ended up getting it with like a 25% discount. So I didn't pay full price. And you think PUBG is hard, Jesus? You ought to try this game. Hmm. This thing makes PUBG look like an arcade shooter. Like, it's just really, it's really in-depth. So the first couple of times I tried launching it by myself, um, a couple of friends, community and stuff that, that I play with, they've been playing quite a long time. And they were. They said the game was going to do like a, a wipe where everybody's going to lose their inventory and everybody starts over. And he said, don't really play it too serious until then because you're going to lose what you have anyways. Mm. I'm like, well, that's kind of dumb. Everybody's going to lose their gear. He goes, so, so I guess what the pretense is, is everybody sells the gear that they have about this time before the game gets wiped. And they get to like basically bank all that cash. But there's a cap depending on which version you buy on how much cash you'll have at the start of the new, let's call it a season. And he said that right away, though, they'll have like a store where you can buy gear and everything would be like 99% off. So he'll have the cash where he can just purchase some really good gear early on. But this game, you drop in, and when you drop in, there is zero HUD, zero like any kind of visual cues in-game of what you need to do, where you need to go. And even like items that you can search... They're not like highlighted when you look at them. You just have to walk up to them and a smaller word will be like search will appear in the center of the screen. Like you don't even know until you walk completely up on that bag whether it's even searchable or not as a new player. And I think as I play it a little more, I'm going to learn what I can search. Like, okay, I know this bag can be searched. I know this crate, this type of crate can be searched and stuff like that. But you guy, I have no idea at this point. How big is the map? Is it an urban map? Is it a, like a farmland? What is it? Um, there's different maps. I think there's like maybe I'm guessing maybe at this point ten different maps I've seen maybe. That's a lot. And they're good size. So I I the other night I got in around with some guys and they're really you know they're like level twenty four guys and a little bit stronger and we went. There's two ways you can go in this game, Jesus. You can go in as what they call a scab and a PMC. The PMC is actually your character, and you have your loadout that you get when you first buy the game. Mm-hmm. And so you take you, you have like an AKM, and you have like a, uh, a pistol and ammo and a backpack. When you take that into the game and you get shot and killed, you are going to get looted and you're going to lose all that gear. Oh, fuck. Now, with the exception of you can put insurance on a piece, but it's going to cost you money. So then that way they like can't take money? that piece of gear. Um, no, no, in-game currency. Okay. So, um, so if you die, you're going to lose everything you were carrying at that point. There's no way of getting it back. You can't, like, respawn. It just logs you out of the game, and you re-log back in and do another run. So you're going to lose everything you had. So there's a risk and reward there. So, like, as you go in, if you kill a guy, you're going to take what he has. And so you got a good amount of loot, you know, and you can stock up so you you get a backpack and it's got like square slots in it like you would like say like an rpg you know it's gonna open the backpack and it's got like this big backpack's gonna have 20 squares in it and a gun will take up like four squares long ways so you can only put it in a certain spot like, like guns don't fit everywhere system. yeah just like on daisy so you gotta like manage your inventory also of what you can carry then after you hit O twice it will tell you where your extraction points are, you'll have like three options and you have to basically get to these points 
and not get killed. Um, but uh, the points are highlighted. So you just have to know pretty much where they're at or run around until you find them. But if you don't get out within the time limit, you all also die and lose all your gear. So, like, if you don't know where you're going, you can get lost and actually just die and lose your gear, too. So you got to, like, learn where to go. So they spent some time showing me. How long is the time limit? Um, I think you have 40 minutes from when you jump in. So you got 40 minutes at, from spawning in. So you spawn yeah, in. Yeah, you spawn you in. You're in there for 40 right minutes. And you could just go find the exit right away. You could jump in and grab, say, you kill one guy, loot the guy, get out. You, you got what you looted, and you got out. But what happens is two people watch watch these spawn points. Or not spawn points, but they're the, the escape points. Even though there's like... You have three or four options. People will guard them. And then the other thing is, too, the game has NPCs in there, too, that are walking around on guard. And they, okay, act they, just like, they act just like real people. And you have no idea who is a real person and who is a, P, uh, a PC AI can character. Can you loot an NPC? Yes, you can You can loot any of them because they have full military gear on also, and they will shoot you on site. And uh, according to the guys I was playing with, they pretty much don't miss. They're really deadly. So it's kind of difficult. So you don't know you're against a real person when they shoot. No, you have no idea. You will see a guy walking. I mean, he they he said uh, the the AI is really really good, and they try to really mimic a person. So you don't know, and there's no name above anybody. They're not highlighted. They're not anything. They're blending in the background, walking around, patrolling areas. Sometimes you'll see them creeping around, and it'd be a PC character creeping around. And sometimes you could jump on them and kill them. Um, but then you also have things like hydration levels and stuff you have to watch. Like you can get uh, dehydrated, and I'm not sure what what the penalty is of it yet. When I was running with them guys, they gave me some juice they had found because you can squat up. So when you queue into the game, you can like add your friends before you jump into the map. And then when you're in the map, you have to find each other. It it drops you in randomly, and they're like, "Oh, so you have to like tell oh, your friends, that, hey, I'm this way and is this that, way." Is that you, Mayo? What, what, what building are you by? And you're like, they're like, describe your background. Where are you at? I'm like, okay, I have a shed to my left, and did it. And he's like, okay, okay, this is you. I know, I know, you're not gonna shoot me, you know. So we had to we had to group up, and as we're going through this map, and it's like a big open like field area with trees and stuff, and like barns and. We would lose each other kind of easy. And then it's like I'd look at this guy and I'm like, is that one of the guys I was running with? Because you don't even know. You have to learn their face to know. Man, I kind of want this game now. So it, it was intense. Now, the other option you have, you can become a scab. So a scab you can do every 10 minutes. And what that does is it's a, it's basically it gives you a, a loadout at random. And you don't have to purchase any of that stuff. It puts you in the game with, say, let's say a shotgun, a ski mask, a backpack, and a couple items. You you run through the game, and if you die, you're, you don't literally lose anything out of your own personal inventory because it's hmm. something the computer gave you. But if you can go and kill a people, couple people and loot some gear and you escape as a scab, you can keep all those rewards you gotten plus what the game gave you at the beginning. So that shotgun the game gave you, that ski so, mask that the game gave you at the beginning, you that all goes in your inventory. What's the point of normal. not being the scab and being the other one? The scab is on a time limit, so you can only do it once, like, every 
I think it's like 10 or 15 minutes, and I don't know if there's a limit to the day or anything like that. Oh, but so you, wait a minute. So, like, I spawn, a shorter as a scab. Timer? I spawn as a scab. I only have 10 minutes in the map? No, you'll have the same amount of time in the map, but when you're done with the game, you have a you have a cooldown on how, how before you can how spawn often as a scab you can again. Keep doing that. Oh, okay. but, like, if it's 15 minutes, I'll just um, go make a sandwich and come back. For minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I don't know. Have a beer. <laughs> and I don't know all the other nuances of it, but... And I know the, the some of the main goal is basically you want to... You can get gun pieces, you can get, like, food, you can get different kinds of bullets you will find, different kinds of guns, there's just different kinds of uh, backpacks and med packs, and, and you can you can hurt individual limbs on your body. So if you jump off the side of a cliff, you can break your legs, and your character will limp, and so you can't move it, and you have to like heal yourself with the, with the bandages and a splint and stuff like that. And you can see like if you hit tab, you can see like your stomach, if your gut, you can see each arm, each leg, your head, and if it takes damage, it'll show you the health of each individual part on your body. In that general area, so like you can get shot in the arm or get a broken arm, and you may not handle the gun as well. Or if you get hit in the leg, you can't run. You also have a stamina when you run. So when you run, it shows a little stamina bar in the bottom corner, and that will run down to red, and your character has to start walking again until it builds back up, and you can then you can start running again. Hmm. But the game is super yeah. quiet. So um, that that new bread almost sounds like it's it's a a scavenge grind mode. Yeah, and as a scab too, I he was they were kind of showing me. And I'm kind of sketchy on this. As there's two kinds of scab. There's in-game scab, which is like a like an NPC, and then us people that pick to be a scab. So like we looked, there is NPCs that look like us. And if I come up to a scab as a scab, it wouldn't necessarily attack me hmm. unless I attack it. Interesting, because we kind of look alike. A, a scab looks kind of like a, like a Russian like countryman or something like that. I was told. And then when you go in as a PMC, you look more like kind of like a SWAT kind of guy. Like you go in with armor on and and stuff like that. And so the scabs kind of country type people. Scabs are on a team, and the PMC are on a team. Basically, yes. But as a PMC, you're also against other PMCs. But as a scab, you're not. You, well, you scabs? can go against other. Yeah, well, you can attack. You can attack a scab, but then you become their enemy, and they will attack and shoot you then too. All the scabs will attack you, or just that one scab. I think the all the ones in that area. Hmm. And also, I guess there's like boss scabs. We like ran across this one building, and there's this laugh that goes across the screen. And they're like, "Man, did you hear that laugh?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Stay away from that guy." He's like, "That's like a scab." That's crazy boss. scab. And they, he has like a whole posse that walks around. And you know they uh, they will they will tear you up. He goes, they'll be heavily armored and heavy geared, and they will just light you up. Can you light them up at some point? I mean, if you like level up, yeah, all the way I, or I think they're just they're high armor. And, like you gotta have, be going in there with some really good gear or going there as a team. You know, like I could group up with maybe more people. Like say, if you got it, Jesus, and you and I were in there together, and we got with my friends, uh, Big McLarge, huge, and Heathen, and them guys I play with. Um, we could go in as a four-man group or a five-man group even. Uh, um, one of the things, too, I, I saw as I do periodically watch streams of this on Twitch is that I, I think once you find you 
you guys find each other. Uh, I saw on the stream where you go in and you as you press add to add to squad, right? And then I think it does show you like that who that person is, or it just says squad member. Am I no, correct on that? We didn't do that. We when I grouped up with these guys, we did it before we dropped in. And it was just literally like another character walking around in front of me. Like, I had no I'm, way of knowing. I'm pretty sure that, well, they probably know a lot more than I do. Maybe they changed it. But I'm pretty sure, like, you walk up and you press interact with that person. And then it you're able to. Like, you tag it, each other almost. Like, yeah, hey, you like, tag this person's each other, on my yep. team now. Yeah, yeah that, that would be a nice feature because, yeah. Like I said, you would look around and be like, you know, you go into a building. You clear a building. And then one guy goes upstairs, one guy goes downstairs, you know. And next thing you know, you see a guy coming, and you're like, everybody. is that you? Is that you? And they were talking about killing each other by accident. Like, I'd fucking like, shoot everybody. I ain't hesitating, motherfucker. Ain't no time to ask if it's you. I'm just ask shooting you, man. questions later. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's it's a pretty interesting game, and it, it seems like it's really difficult. Like, it has that PUBG kind of feel, like, you're you're going. You're confident. You feel like you're good. You're getting well equipped, and then bam, dead. You know, when you're just like, oh, I thought I had it. Yeah. And there's different like, there's different complexes and different places you have to go. There's like prisons and like mental institutions, and you can walk through all these buildings and and then even you know they're like, and they said there's there's a mode right now. The game is basically like a raid mode, and there's these guys called raiders walking around. And he said these guys absolutely don't mess, and it makes it really hard right now. Um, he says I'll understand a little more once they get back. Once they do this wipe here in the next couple of days, it's supposed to happen. They'll have more of the PNC or not the PNC, but the scabs back. And he'd be like, "There's always a scab on this roof over here with a sniper rifle," and so you always got to watch out for him. I mean, like they knew the the maps well enough. They knew where some of the scabs would spawn regularly. Like there'd be, he's like, "Oh, this one always has a sniper rifle on top of this building here, so you got to be careful." You know, you don't know exactly where he's going to be at, but he's going. There's going to be one around up there somewhere. You know, so they they knew the game well enough. And That's cool, man. Yeah, it sounds like a really super difficult game, especially from the streams that I've watched. Oh, there's also no uh, crosshairs or anything like that too. So when you're pointing a gun, you're you're using your your reticle, your gun. You know, you're not. You don't have crosshairs on your screen, and and if you're hip firing, you just gotta kind of fire where your gun's pointing, and not it's not it doesn't fire center screen. Mm, so like yeah. you know, your gun's kind of off to the side just a little bit. You gotta kind of turn a little bit, or you know, you gotta kind of line it up. That's the one thing that they were telling me. I, I the first two times we did it, we actually got in and out without running across anybody. We was kind of being super sneaky. And uh, he was, they were just kind of showing me around, too. And they're like, okay, you can go here, and this is this, and this is that. You know, over here, this is always a good loot area and stuff like that. So Ken, we were trying to sneak let, around. Let's say you go down, get killed or whatever, um, and your friend k- kills the raider or whoever it might be. Can they get you back up? Can they revive no, you? No, no, you're, you're, you're logged out. Like, you can't even spectate. Mm. You're back in the title but screen. That's hardcore. If, if- Okay, say me and you are running together, Mayo, and, and and you die. And the person who kills you, I kill them. Mm-hmm. And I loot your body, then I loot that person's body, and then I go and escape. Can I give you back your stuff? You can trade gear, and there's actually people you can sell through, and you can trade gear. But what's going to happen is you're not going to be able to carry, carry all that gear. Like, you don't have enough room in your backpacks uh, to carry. 
all the guns and just the most whatever somebody stuff. might have been carrying. Yeah, like a gun takes up a lot of room. It doesn't really fit in a backpack. You know, like maybe a smaller I gun will, like a handgun. It just depends on the gun. You can't like turn it like vertical. <laughs> you know, it, it stays horizontal in your chain. Turn it, put it in there, man. We're putting guns in the backpacks. We're taking gym <laughs> bags with us. We're gonna put another bag We're in the backpack. And maybe there's bigger bags later on in the game. Like I said, I just have the basic equipment because I'm just starting off in the game. So if I buy this, which version do you recommend I buy? The $140 version? The $99 version? $75 version? $45 version? I bought bought the 45 because I wasn't sure if I'd like it or not. Mm, It says here that... All that's going to change is your starting loadout. Like you're going to have uh, more stuff. If you buy this to use the European region because that can be played anywhere in the world but if you're in the u.s region you can only play it in the u.s it <laughs> mm-hmm. makes no sense that's weird <laughs> did you buy the u.s version yes i did region? i'm probably gonna just buy that yeah it says here that yeah it says here that the european region of the game from europe says that complete that you can launch that from anywhere in the world but mm. if you're in the u.s region or australia or whatever and you try to go like Europe and use your computer over there. It says or your account. It says that it won't let you launch that from those places. So there's a USA and or I wonder if that includes Canada, like USA Canada, and yeah. then there's an international version. And there's a, the European version is the way to go if you travel a lot. It says here the European version is the way to go. That's weird. Yeah, it is weird. I don't travel though, so yeah, like, I don't ever get to leave. America, motherfucker! Yeah, America, fuck you! Hell yeah! Only fight Americans. I'm thinking of buying this mail. Really? We can run around together. I mean, like I said, I, what I've seen is whatever the your starting loadout is is based off what you buy early on. And when they wipe the game, you'll get everything as you start with. So, like, mm-hmm. I, right now I start with, like, 300,000 credit and then, like, a certain backpack. And when they wipe it, I'll have 300,000 credit again. So, okay. Oh, okay. So is it? Like we said, okay. Yeah, is it considered like an early access? Yeah, game? it's still considered beta, I think, and it's been a beta since like 2017 or 2016. Yeah. But it looks it looks pretty good. It's real grainy. It kind of has looks like that new Call of Duty, honestly. Does it? Except for it doesn't have any crosshairs or you know what like I was saying earlier. It it doesn't have you don't have a HUD. You don't have all you hear is sounds. It, oh, another thing too is I. Right, we ran through some bushes when I was running with these guys, and there was barbed wire in the bushes. And all of a sudden, I started having this little blood on the screen. And I'm like, "What the heck?" And you hear the rattling of the barbed wire, and I was stuck in it, and I had to like get out of it, and it like done a bunch of damage to me. So there's like random barbed wire in a game too that you can just come across. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. And I noticed too with the audio that the footsteps are super loud. Yeah, and you can. I guess if you hit F1, they did teach me you can speak, and you can't say what you can speak, like. The character just says something, you know. Like if you hit F one and oh, he'll the character be, randomly talks. It depends if they're a scav or a PMC. I think the PMCs or something that speak in English, and like a scav will speak in Russian. They'll just say something in Russian, and I don't know what it's saying, but yeah, it'll just do some random saying, you know. But I That's had the funny. first time I played by myself. I jump in this thing called a factory. And it's all like you're in an abandoned warehouse kind of thing. It's got yeah. poor lighting and everything. And all I hear is, I know you're in here. I will find you. And I'm like, I must be. I don't know if they could just spam it or if it was an AI or what it was. Like, I, Ram, I like a Rainbow Six Vegas thing? 
Yeah, and I killed one guy, and I went to go loot him, and I know more than get to loot him. Somebody starts taking shots at me, so I run and hide, and I'm like trying to like figure out where they're at and trying to get used to aiming, and, and then they end up killing me. Um, and then in the stats, actually, actually after you exit out the game, it keeps track of your stats of how many people you killed that were actually real people and how many AI you killed. And it tells you their levels. So, like, I think it's spawning me with people of my own level, like 1 through 10 at this point. And your characters will level up. And as you level up you get with your XP, you actually have, like, skill trees as the way of doing, like, better aim down sights, better reload speed. But it's very marginal the way it looks, like what you gain. Okay. Like, so you might get a little bit better... You know, ability to do something a little faster or something like that as you level up. And it might be this be as in like, as you perform that action more often, it may increase the level a bit faster. Okay. I'm not really sure on it. Is I haven't played with it yeah. enough. I'm sold, Mayo. Jesus is sold in this game. But it's intense. We'll have to we'll have to get in a group and. Uh, yeah, I have some guys. Like I said, the, the guys I played with. They have, I don't know how many hours, I I have to bet if I have 400 hours in this game. So I they was hovering over this yesterday, over this, and Star Citizen. I was looking at Yeah, Star Citizen is like, another one. Which one do I want? I want a yeah, game, I, I want a game that I can only play on PC, can be played anywhere else, and it's going to be a unique experience. And I was like, which one mm-hmm. do I want? I don't know. Star well, Citizen I mean, looks Star cool because it looks like a, a space... shooter that you have lots of, but... Yeah. But you also have the opportunity to play with me in the shooter. And since our citizen, you would not be able to play together right at this point. Yeah, I don't know. Debating. Yeah, I would get I would get Star Citizen for me personally, where I think I'm just I'd be more into that than the first person shooter. Yeah, maybe more hardcore. Know, debating. They both look good. The problem with Tarkov is also that Call of Duty comes out next week. Yeah, <laughs> right. now yeah. I'll be playing the shit out of that. So it's like I should just start this, and, but then I should just wait and not get anything because I'm gonna have. How much are the ship? How much is the ship, Jesus? Isn't it? Isn't it? Forty bucks or something? In Star Citizen, yeah. So they're both cost the same. That's like why. That? No, yeah. I was looking at both of them. So they both cost the same. They both cost forty-five to start. So Star Citizen, you can start off as like one certain type of ship, and then another type of ship. You can pick. One or the other one, and then talk. Yeah, off, then you, you just I think the insurance is free for so long. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure the insurance and all that stuff is payable through like in-game currency, like Tarkov. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, like I said, in Tarkov too, you know, you can put insurance on your gear, but I don't know, like, I don't think you just want to put insurance on everything you have going in because it would be so expensive. I think, you know, like yeah. they probably make it that way on purpose to where. You can just insure everything and go in, you know. <laughs> but you may really want to insure like a gun you really, really, really like or something like that, mm-hmm. you know. Hmm. Anyways, speaking of insurance, I found your Apex Legends outfit. Yes. Uh, this is a special outfit, Mayo, that you can only buy in the store when it appears in the store. Kind of like the other ones. Yeah, and it costs eighteen hundred coins, so that's eighteen dollars. Oh, it's in the actual online store? Yeah, it's on the store store for Apex Legends. And how much was it? 1,800 coins, so $18. Yeah, 
No, that's not people, people are mad that you can't buy 1,800 coins. You have to buy a $10 pack or exactly. a $20 pack. Yeah. <laughs> that's the mobile way. That's the new, the new so, GTA uh, console way. But they, they say that, yeah, this is a special skin that she gets like some kind of special saying and emotes and weird shit that she gets with the skin when you buy it. It's a pretty cool skin, though. It looks really fucking cool. Yeah. Anyways... Anyways, besides that, the last game I've been playing, kind of like with Gunny, was uh, Slay the Spire. Checked it out a little bit. Didn't get real far. Like, I beat the first little boss that you have to come across, Gunny. You know, it's after, like, maybe, like, 20 turns, you meet a boss up at the top. Yeah. Beat him, and then I'm like, okay, what happens from here, you know? And then it opens up a whole new tree above it. See, I'm like, Another branching. Path yeah. Of five, six different ways you can go. Chap. What does it say? Chapter two or Act two? I think it's Act two. Is where it I don't starts. remember what it said honestly. Like I just remember going, okay, I have more to do, you know. <laughs> and I went going through, and I was worried about my health because when I beat that boss, I only, I only had like five HP left. It was like yeah, yeah, you're pretty much end. toast, you know, by the end of it. And uh, so uh, I was worried, like, I'm going to be starting this next section. I'm as good as dead. You know, the first guy I fight, he's going to kill me because I can't armor up enough to cover 5 HP. But it, it recovered me back to full health, if I remember right. And then I played through, and I think I did, like, maybe halfway up that next tree. Yeah, same here. That's as far as I've made it, is into Act 2. <clears throat> Before I died, yeah. And, uh... Yeah, so far. Did you, have you tried the other character? I know I unlocked the second character. Up to there, I got to the boss the first time I unlocked the second character, and he, he, they had a different like starting skill set. You know, it, it's funny because it just has like the different modes. I don't think it lets you... I mean, I, I know it unlocks different characters where it'll show you after the you each kill a boss, but I don't think you get to choose. I, didn't I think it randomly chooses today. it for you. I had a choice between the character I started with yesterday or the day before and then today I, I, I that day i unlocked a new character when i started it up today it asked me which one i wanted to be you know the one was kind of like orange and red like the basic character you start off with right. and this one was more like green based he had like a hood on or something like that it looked kind of like a a mage type character or something like that um i didn't i didn't try him but i just wanted i wonder if it's just it. more visuals right it's and gotta it be said, um the character we started with, I had a hundred out of three hundred cards unlocked, and then this new character I didn't have any. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep playing with the character I started with because I'm still just brand new to this game, and I'll just keep kind of grinding, getting some of the cards for that character unlocked because I'm not just gonna pick up a new character, you know, and try to unlock both at the same time. So I just grind through the first one first. Yeah, and one of the things I forgot to mention too was where, uh, you know, I'm playing with an Xbox One controller, so it uh, some of the cards that you'll pick up will say <clears throat> something like, you know, play the card in your draw pile and exhaust uh, something else, like another different card. So you can, I think if you press the left trigger, it'll actually show, like, what that next card's going to be. And it's sort of that rotation. And then in your, uh, what do they call it, like in your, you know, your use pile, it's right trigger, you know, to show the cards that you've already used. Mm -hmm. So that's another cool thing where, too, where you can actually play some of those cards. 
Uh, well, I don't think you get to choose. There might be some options for you to choose. There's just so many different options in this game. It's just amazing the different cards you pick up. Um, but so that's cool too, having, you know, showing like your full deck, your draw cards and your uh, cards exhausted. So, right. Yeah. But yeah, so I'll keep plugging away at it, give us more time. I was playing this on the Xbox and Game Pass. I have seen this game around on the PC for a little while. I don't know how long it's been out, but I know I've seen it on Steam, I believe. Yeah, it's been around for a while, a few months. Yeah, I just don't know how long it's... I think it's been longer than that, and I wonder if I look it up on Steam, I wonder how long this game has been. I remember looking at it a couple times before, and like, eh... It came out January 23rd of 2019. Jeez. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Yep. So, yeah, besides that, that's all I have been playing. Whoa, yeah, woo! Anyways, I guess that means it's news time! time. Yeah, gonna hear a little slower. Yeah. I was trying to get it right on cue. <laughs> Welcome to the news, people. Let's get into some news real quick, Gunny Chief. Got some Xbox One news for you. We have several. With the next-gen system, you're going to see a huge upgrade in the CPU, says Aaron Greenberg. That's right. Uh, speaking to Xbox Magazine, marketing manager Aaron Greenberg said this he said quote i think for a lot of gamers they want a really powerful console well no shit Aaron. come on they want a high-end system that delivers the best performance available we feel really good about what we've done with the xbox one x and the same team that built that is off building project scarlet what microsoft did with the xbox one x is push six teraflops 40 customized compute units at 1,172 MHz. But the console's 2.3 GHz x86 AMD Jaguar 8-core CPU wasn't enough to handle CPU-based demanding games. As a result, frame rates often suffered. But with next-gen, I think you'll see a big upgrade in the CPU because we really want to make sure that you don't have any compromises with the frame rates. Yes, we can do 4K, but we can also do 120 frames per second. So I think that is the type of capability will be something that people don't see today. Apart from the higher resolution and the frame rates, gamers can expect better loading speeds via a super fast SSD. (gasps) Which will allow games to load incredibly fast. The amount in CPU and GPU power of the Xbox Scarlet means developers can now do much more with the games they create, particularly in terms of size and scope. Xbox Scarlet is releasing next year and the fall. Anyways, this hard-hitting article here, guys. Whoa, so wait a minute. Hold on a minute. <laughs> so, so five years ago, Aaron mind is was walking around. He was wearing his, uh, what's that chip? The chip that was in the Xbox One, the Jaguar, the Jaguar, was it the Jaguar chip or whatever the fuck it was, right? <laughs> Going, this is the number one best chip ever created in a console. Now it's just not good enough. 
the X86 Jaguar 8 core processor. Right, Mayo? So we need. Yep. How old is that chip, Mayo? The X86 Jaguar 8 core AMD processor. I'm not really sure. I'll have to look it up. It's AMD. I don't pay a whole lot of attention to them. <laughs> it has to be really old. <laughs> We're on Ryzen That's... 3 now, aren't we? Some Ryzen 2 version 3 what, or something. What do you say called it? Is the AMD one? Jaguar X86 chip or something. I'm pretty sure it's a custom console chip, isn't it? Jaguar 8 X86. Hey, all right, Jesus. I'm looking at buzzword 120, 120 frames per second. So we know we're going to get that with Gears of War, Forza, uh, Fable, whatever else is out there, you know, as far as first-party stuff. Is question is, is Call of Duty and who else, Battlefield, you know, EA is going to be on board with it, um, several other developers that come to mind, you know, they're going to take advantage of this, um, how important is this to console gamers? Do you um, think? I think that it's not that important at this point, but I think eventually it's going to be because the buzzwords is what matters, and I think Microsoft knows that at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, I think you're right there. I think we talked about, like, was it last week, or monitors? I think it's going to be more of a push, and people are going to be using monitors for their consoles. And they're going to they're gonna hear... You know, they hear from PC people. Frame rates are king, frame rates are king, frame rates are king. So they want to see what this frame rate is king thing is all about. And so I think it makes it's going to make a select group of them pretty curious. Be like, I want to see what this frame rate thing's all about. Yeah. And so, but what I'm curious about is how will the game be? Like, I know they're talking about the games will be 100. Is it going to be like an option where we have now where you can do graphic? Yes. yes. So you think they're going to take away from the game? Graphically, so they can run 120 FPS, or you can have 60 FPS or 60, you know, and be on ultra setting kind of thing, you know, kind of like what we look at on PC. So I'm curious as to how many people would actually take advantage of the 120 FPS. And also, too, is it, I guess, for the people that don't really know a whole lot about that stuff. It kind of depends what you want to play. I mean, if you're just True. playing a single-player game, and this is like a, say, let's say God of War, I don't think the frame rate is, is as big of a deal. I mean, you're going to notice it if you're playing on 120 for a long time, and you go back to 60, you're going to notice it. But if you're if you're you know you're playing on an Xbox One X now, or you're playing on play a PS4 now, and you go to the next PlayStation, you're not going to miss anything in a 60 because this is what you're used to so right. it's just going to look really good to you and you're probably going to stick with the graphic side of it anyways exactly yeah I think you're going to be more interested in that 4K because I'm hit or miss because like, uh, we're not talking know. about we're not talking about AK yet you know until these TVs yeah definitely done a price right it's just a repeat of what we talked about for, five, six for me I, I will I will probably lock my Red Dead at 60 FPS and run it on Ultra yeah. probably because it's a single-player game. And, okay, I'll be like, all right. No, but it really bugs me. I will, I will change it. But I'll probably adapt to it, and I'll probably play at 60 FPS on Ultra. But if I play, like, Call of Duty that I'm picking up, now I'm turning down the graphics. 
and I'm getting as close to 144 FPS as possible right. because I want that smoothness because it's a shooter and it's online and competitive. So it just kind of depends on the game, you know, really, for me, whether I want to go graphics or I want to go frame rate. Yeah, so I think it, I think it's good that they will have that. I We already know that for a fact. There's going to be an option, right? Keep it locked at 60 or... Or it might just say unlock, you know, but it won't actually tell you. Or it'll say up to 120. Yeah. So I got kind of like a uh, release date here for that processor mail. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so it's kind of based off of the FX 8350. And that was released October 12th, 2012. Okay. So. <laughs> they changed a lot since then. Yeah, a lot of things changed since then. But that's probably why a lot of games you see nowadays, the minimum AMD chip that they require is always the FX8350. Because that's what consoles probably are running, similar something to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably, probably on par with what that is. So that's probably why you always see like minimum specs required, at least an AMD right. FX8350. That's probably why you always see that. That's a minimum spec. But yeah, it's interesting. And it's still going strong, I mean, for... How many fucking years now? <laughs> Nine years. Well, look at people that do, like, Windows 7, and they're, you know, they're getting salty as they... as we get more towards the end of the life of that... that op, that OS, because, you know, hey, when it works, man, it works good. Yeah. So why change it? We're on Windows 10, though, now, Gunny. Come on. Get with the times. Evolve, people. Yeah. Get on board. Get over here. <laughs> uh, moving on here to some more news. Humble's great monthly bundle is now changing in a major way. It says here that Humble Bundle is now changing the subscription service later this year to give subscribers the power to choose their own games each month. Appropriately rebranded Humble Choice, the subscription service will now have four subscription tiers, light, basic, premium, and classic. If you're at all interested in getting a batch of PC games each month for a low cost, you should definitely consider subscribing soon. When Humble Choice launches, all current subscribers will be switched to the Classic plan, which is by far the best value. At $12 a month or $132 a year, the same cost of Humble monthly right now, you'll get 10 games each month, a 20% Humble store discount, and access to Humble Trove, which is a catalog of free games. Currently, uh, Humble Trove games include Torchlight 2, Walmart's Warehouse, Soma, and many more. Uh, here's the important part, though, Gunny and Mayo. Only current Humble Bunkley subscribers will be converted to the Humble Classic. Hmm. It will not be available to new subscribers after Humble Choice launches. Humble has not revealed a start date for the change, but as we're nearing the end of the year, you don't have much time left. When we say the Classic Plan is the best offer, we're not kidding. The Premium Plan will cost you $20 a month or $180 a year. And that only gets you 9 games each month. And the same perks as the Classic Plan. The Basic Plan costs $15 per month or $135 a year. And that comes with 3 games each month and a 10% Humble Store discount. You'll get to choose your games from the monthly batch if you're subscribed to one of the lower tiers. Meanwhile, the light plan, which is only $5 a month, 45 bucks a year, only comes with access to Humble Trobe. 
and a 10% store discount. So that is true that $12 a month, you get a 20% coupon, humble trobe, and 10 games you get to pick, Gunny. And that's that's, that's been bad. this way for a couple of years now that Humble Bundle's been going on. I've had, you know, renewed and canceled many times. So what I would always have done, have waited until, like, the games I wanted come out. Because, like, there'd be games I'd already have in my Steam library. So then what I end up doing, I end up giving them away. Because it's like, okay, I already own this game. They give me a Steam key for it. And I just give it away to somebody I know. Um, and... So I would be selective on which monthly subscription I would get. So I would get the monthly and say if it had like uh, an Assassin's Creed game or something like that. I'm like, oh, I wanted that one. I'll pay the $12 for the monthly subscription and they give you the Assassin's Creed game to play instantly. And then the other games will come out at the end of the month. So you don't know what those games are going to be. They're going to be some kind of indie game more likely. So I will cancel my subscription and at the end of the month, I get those other games that I didn't know what they were going to be. And then they send me an email like, hey, next month's bundle is going to be this game, you know. Subscribe now. And I'll be like, well, I already, I already own two of those, you know. Because sometimes it'll be like a choice between three or they'll give you like a three-pack. And they're like, get these three like double-A games instead of a triple-A game, you know. And I'm like, nah, I already own those, you know. So I won't get that subscription that month. But now this is preventing us from doing that, and it's going to yeah, be like yeah. yep. you got to lock in, and you want to stay locked in, or you're going to lose that perk, or you're going to end up paying an extra eight bucks a month to have the ability to cancel at any time. Well, yeah, like at this point, like if you are interested in getting those ten games a month for free, then you should probably sign up right now for twelve bucks a month. I think this month you get uh, Call of Duty World War Two, or what it's called. Yeah. And then Spyro yeah. and Crash Bandicoot is the three games you would get this month. Plus, they'll give you more at the end of the month for that $12. And then, I mean, but the thing is, yeah, because even if you don't sign up right now and you want the big package, you're going to have to end up paying 20 bucks a month instead of 12 bucks a month. And, right. and you're getting one less game. <laughs> so it's like they're punishing you for not being signed up from the beginning. You know what I mean? They're kind of grandfathering the people into this. Yeah, so, kind of, yeah. I kind of threw this in news. I sent this to Gunny just because the fact that I do know a lot of PC guys that use Humble Bundle, mm. and yeah, I know a lot of guys that do it the way I do it because we don't want all the games that they have necessarily to offer. Because but for I somebody guess, like me, and this new works with PC, yeah. you know, build a library. It's a great option, but you yeah, really pay twelve bucks a month. Yeah. And the other thing I like too is they do have a store, so that that discount. Mm-hmm. That you're getting is pretty cool for other games in that in the yeah, library the to purchase. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, not so much for me being a console peasant Steam because you know I'm getting these three you pass. Play. So you whatever yeah. launcher code you are buying too. So like if you buy uh, Red Dead, it will probably give you a Rockstar code. You know, so right. yes, you don't have to have the humble bundle launcher yet. Humble bundle. Oh, yeah. Coming soon. No, that's not this article. <laughs> this, I'm just wondering how long it's going to take uh, good old games to send us this Galaxy 2.0 launcher, launcher so we can uh, have all our games in one place. Yeah. Moving on to more news. Congress has now criticized Blizzard's Hong Kong player ban in a bipartisan letter to Bobby Kotick. 
Says Sir Blizzard's controversial decision to punish a professional Hearthstone player for explicit support for Hong Kong protest in a post-match interview already received widespread outcry from several sources, now including members of Congress. Now five sitting senators and representatives have taken a new step, penning a joint bipartisan letter to Activision CEO Bobby Kotick urging the company to reconsider. The letter is from the office of Senator Ron Wyden, a Democrat of Oregon, was co-signed by Senator Marco Rubio, Republican of Florida, as well as Representatives Members Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from New York, Democrat, Mike Gallagher, Republican from Wisconsin, and Tom Malinowski, Democrat of New Jersey. The letter is dated October 18th, well after Blizzard partially reverses punishment against player N. Wei Chung, or Blitzchung. <laughs> Notably, the letter references in the initial punishment rather than the revised one. It says here, quote, As China amplifies its campaign of intimidation, you and your company must decide whether to look beyond the bottom line and promote American values, like freedom of speech and thought, or to give in to Beijing's demands in order to preserve market access. We urge you in the strongest terms to reconsider your decision with respect to Mr. Chung. You have the opportunity to reverse course. We urge you to take it. And there's a full letter below. I mean, uh, <laughs> says here on the letter as well. Your company claims to stand by one's rights to express individual thoughts and opinions. Yet many of your own employees believe that Activision's Blizzard's decision to punish Mr. Chung runs counter to those values. Because your company is such a pillar of the gaming industry, you are disappointing your disappointing decision could have a chilling effect on gamers who seek to use their platform to promote human rights and basic freedoms. Indeed, many gamers around the world have taken notice of your company's actions, understandably calling for boycotts of Activision Blizzard gaming sites. Um, so yeah. So this is signed here by all the it's senators and members of Congress. You know, uh, I'm not taking anybody's side here, but I'm not. No, I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Oh, whoa, okay. Just it's you know Blizzard. Now initially, yeah, they screwed up by. I mean, they they got the whole ball rolling with this shitstorm of their initial comments and uh, punishment. You know, for his role in this, these comments, but. But I think now it's more like, okay, I I see what these senators are saying, you know, with, with, with rights to freedom and stuff. But I think Blizzard as a company that is international, I don't think they can be, you know what, you guys are absolutely right. We're just going to be, you know, fuck China and we're against China. I mean, does that make them all happy? Like, they're out to make money internationally. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, mm, I don't mm, see them. You mean... Chinese, actually. <laughs> I mean, well, that would be for anywhere. Especially, what if they're holding uh, oh, these these events in Russia or Iran? Or, Fuck I don't, China, thinking, motherfucker. You know oh, what I mean? Like, too. I think he's kind of like stating it there too. Is is like you need to look at yourself in the mirror and like as a company, do you do you want to represent like? the values of the country that, that you're in or your other countries that you're supporting and selling in? Or do you want to just continue to make a profit and just, you know, let China do its thing and, and make money off that stuff? So they're kind of saying, 
you know, make a stance, you know, do you well, want... They claim to be a company that's all about LGBT and LGBT rights and, you know, like, they're like, oh, this person in Overwatch, they're a lesbian, or this person in Overwatch is gay, or this person in Overwatch is trans or whatever, yet... A lot of companies do that, right? But, but yet you turn around and you and... start you start censoring people for, for expressing their freedom of speech or their beliefs or whatever. That's very contradictive. It is, in my opinion, it is. I don't know, Gunny. You might be thinking it's different, and well, it's right there. The right no, to make no, no, money. no, no. I'm not. Listen, it, China is. I'm just. I'm just saying that they have a lot of power and money, well, and do. that's where you have. You're making a lot of money in that in that country, right? With these events, with esports, you can possibly make a lot of money in that country because of these events. Yeah, I don't necessarily know. I don't necessarily think they're making more money than in the U.S., but I mean, eventually they can, because China's population alone is is what four times the size of the United States in total. Like their their population is one point something billion, like one point two billion people. The U.S. is three hundred and something million. So think about that difference of people, like entirety of people. That's they have fucking. 900 million more people to take money out of their pockets over there than, than here. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so it makes sense that they want that money, but at the same time, I, I think that these Congress people, you know, they're right. Why? How are you going to sit there and claim to be this pillar of equality and, and all this shit and, and freedoms and everyone has the right to express themselves, yet you're censoring somebody because the country that you want to make money out of is telling you to censor that person? I'm only reading into this because I'm thinking that, you know, the conversation that Blizzard probably had with Chinese officials or whatever, you know, and, and so I feel like they're they're in this rock between a rock and a hard place here. Blizzard is now, now that they got to make that choice whether they want to make the money or they want to make a stance. I think What's, you know yeah. how important is that money to you, or do you want to look, you know, I guess do you want to take your stance and. Saying we want to support, like he, like you were saying, the the different types of community out there, or do you want to support your bank account and you know what's what's your price value? Like, yeah, true. They all yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they go going forward. But. Yeah, it, it's it's money, but I mean, it's a business. When you know, can we like do we not expect them to want to make money? You know, so like. I always look at that personally. Like when I look at stuff, I'm like, these guys are trying to sell me something, and you know, they just want my money. Is what they want. You know, it's Steam, it's it's Epic, it's all those. You know, and the moves that they make are a business move. And it's nothing. It, it's for my money. They're not doing anything for me, and they're not, they're not definitely not helping me, and they're also not, you know, trying yeah. to take all my money like per se either so you know there's a, they give us free games they're not really giving us free games they're giving us you know they're yeah they're giving us a game but they're doing it to get sales for some reason you know right. yeah. in in another way get like, you into their launcher you know and check out other games and make more money you're here they, spend money now yeah they have a motive why they're giving us the stuff that they give us and and the way they do it because they're benefiting you from it somehow Yeah. But as it continues, we get close to BlizzCon here pretty soon. I think you're going to see lots of protests at BlizzCon. I mean, 
what I think is happening in Hong Kong is it's fucking nuts, dude. If you, I mean, not necessarily just because of this, I've been paying attention to it, but I've actually been watching a lot of the, the footage from Hong Kong even before all this stuff went down, and uh, what's happening in that country, in that city, it's fucking crazy, dude. The police are beating people down, fucking like blindfolding people, walking them to the streets and beating the shit out of them, and. It's fucked. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. all these people want is their freedom. They want to not have China, you know, ruling them. Because it's kind of like Hong Kong enjoys freedoms that we have, kind of. They were a long time. They were a British. They were more Western. Yeah, because they were a British Western colony. Western values. They were a British colony up to like 1997 or something like that. And when the British were like, okay, we're leaving and we're giving you back to China... China agreed with the British that, hey, look, we're going to give them the right to be independent and have freedom of speech and freedom of this, freedom of religion, freedom of all this shit for the next 50 years. It's only been like 20 years. And China's like, okay, fuck you and your freedoms. We're taking away everything, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) So, So it's like, what the fuck, China? You broke your fucking promise. I think that the British should go back there with their red coats and take over again. Ooh. <gasps> I smell a war coming on. <laughs> go back with their red coats. For the Queen! <laughs> Defend Hong Kong. I support you, British colonizing country. <laughs> go colonize once again. It's in your roots. You know, and another thing, too, listening to another podcast, I didn't know that is it Taiwan or Taipei? One of those yeah. countries is also owned by China. Well, it's not. Taiwan, the reason... You can't the, call it Taiwan, You right? can't call the, it Taiwan because the reason is China, you know what they do is they actually, to make their, uh, to like say they own more part of the ocean, what they're actually doing out there is they're building fake islands. Like they go out there and pour like dirt and shit into the ocean and make an island and then, like, this new island, they'll be like, oh, this new island is part of China. So that means our new water territory extends this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they've been doing that for the last, like, 10 years or so. And now they've gotten so close to Taiwan, they're like, oh, yeah, now you, Taiwan, you're you're part of us now. And Taiwan's like, well, fuck, we can't really say no. <laughs> you're right, yeah. Yeah, a little. <laughs> if, we say, if we say no to them, they're just going to invade us and take over. So, like, okay. <laughs> We're part of you now. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, and that's what the what what, uh, what China's doing, and they've been doing it for a long time. That's why you see a lot of times on the news where, like, they'll say, like, a U.S. carrier was intercepted by Chinese jets or something like that, or a Chinese destroyer intercepted the USS whatever, like a Navy from the U, like U.S. Navy ship. Mm-hmm. It's because the U.S. Navy will be out there going to Japan or whatever, and they kind of sail near China, and China moves the line of their international waters. They move the lines themselves, and they make new maps. They're like, this is the map we're following now. This is yeah. the new. This is our new waterline. The U.S. is like, fuck you. What the fuck you mean? This is the new waterline. We had agreements that your water was like all the way over there, and China's like, no, we moved it two miles that way. So now, like, we own this part of the ocean too. You know what I mean? And they've been doing that for the longest time, and and so I I I think it's bullshit, but. It, they're getting away with it, and they have been getting away with it. And it's the truth is because you think about China, and, and everything is manufactured there, dude. And we've, as Americans, as the Western culture, Canada, Mexico, we're all at fault. 
we've lost that power of like being able to make our own shit. Everything's made over there. True. <laughs> you know, yeah, what we're mean? not manufacturing anything anymore. It seems. Yeah, you say fuck you to China, and they're like, "Well, fuck you." How about we just cripple the U.S. economy by not making anything for you guys? Good luck getting new stuff. Good luck getting new computers right. and new shit because you guys won't be able to now. Hey, you know? we'll get those Canadians, eh? <laughs> they can make it for us, right? You think about back in the day, dude. The original Xbox was manufactured in Mexico. I know a lady who worked at the Xbox plant in Mexico, and she was like. She's like, yeah, the Microsoft executives would walk in and we'd be making Xbox One, like the Xbox original. We would be sitting there, like, putting the motherboard together and the wires and shit and the hard drives. And we did well, that and all day. And then they also export that work, too, because there's not enough. Yeah. I mean, you got to make a billion of these things. Well, not yeah. Xbox One. Well, that's what but, you make it you in know, China, because in China so they, they have export. fucking factories where people sleep in factories and shit. That's why they got the suicide nets all over their factories over there, Foxconn and all that shit. Foxconn, yeah. It's it's all it's all like a big thing, man. Like it, it's all a big economical fucking disaster waiting to happen, and we'll see what happens. I don't know. The president of the United States says he wants to put sanctions on China, and China threatens with the same shit back. They're like, "Fuck you! We'll put sanctions on you," and it's like a big sanction war. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, but uh, to dial it back into this article real quick, I just, I mean, the more I think about it, I think Blizzard just. Needs to not say anything. Just How about that? Up. Just be quiet. <laughs> Just be quiet, right? Because they're like, well, it's all about our pocketbooks, right? And Bobby Cohen Blizzard, though, honestly. Group of them. They're probably <laughs> thinking about, like, can we get a third-party company going to do these events and keep us <laughs> out of it? You know, especially when we're over in Asia. Yeah. Um, China in particular. Well, after this, uh, recently, uh, Blizzard was going to have a big Overwatch launch event in New York City at the Nintendo World Store. That's like in New York Times Square. <laughs> yeah, and that was, they were going to have a big event, right, for Overwatch coming to the Switch, like a huge launch event. And like at the last minute, Nintendo put out a tweet saying, "Like, hey, uh, because of Blizzard, we've decided to cancel the launch event we were going to host." And they were That'd like, "This move. is Blizzard's decision, not Nintendo of America's." So like, they totally <laughs> made sure that like Blizzard made this decision. They didn't want people to, like be pissed off at Nintendo. They're like. No, we didn't make this decision. It was all Blizzard. <laughs> They're waiting for the dust to, uh, to settle on this one. <laughs> Speaking of Blizzard, I have one more article here for Blizzard Gunny. Blizzard is now banning people in its Hearthstone Twitch chat for pro Hong Kong statements. So uh, wait, yeah. I thought I just read that they're not. No, they are. Where is this article? Yeah, they are. I it says here. So pretty much recently they've opened up a new esports program for Hearthstone, and that's a Blizzard-owned game. It says here, anybody who posts anything pro Hong Kong seems to be earning an automatic 24-hour ban <laughs> on Twitch chat. Uh, it says here, on Friday afternoon over at the At Play Hearthstone Twitch channel, the chat filled up with pro Hong Kong messages that didn't seem to be getting deleted. And uh, that's because the channel was running an earlier match and moderators weren't around to see what was happening. Uh, but uh, during the live stream, though, <laughs> people were getting fucking banned for 24 hours in the chat. Uh, but yeah, pretty much. So we'll see. See what happens in Hong Kong. I don't know what's going to happen, man. That, that place is fucked. Yeah, it is. I wonder how much we'll hear about this, like... If there's going to be more articles about this, you know, if they can make as big of a deal about 
than banning people now because it looks like they're continuing to take a stance, you know, like they're in damage control. Like I wonder if yep. you think like if somebody shows up at their BlizzCon event, they're going to be dragging people out of there, like. Oh, absolutely! With, yes, you got a Hong Kong flag. You get out now! They fucking dragging people out. They're gonna <laughs> have a lot of security there. Throwing them out the door with their fucking Hong Kong flags. Like fuck you! Uh-huh. Get out of here! <laughs> now, now it puts them in that spot. It's like, do they even have BlizzCon? You know, because I would, you know, I'm I would telling you, I would cancel fucking it. cancel it. I would be like, I'm giving okay. everybody or a postpone refund. Postpone Not even but, postpone but you know what it. They're doing. You know what they're doing, right? Because. Um, they they own their own arena where they have that. They yeah. built that arena themselves in California. And you know they were anticipating all that money coming in from people coming in for BlizzCon. It's not cheap to go to BlizzCon. No. Yeah. Um and plus the food and, and all that stuff and all the all the revenue it probably brings in the hotels and everything. Right? And all that shit, sponsors. And we're gonna lose out on all this money. <laughs> you know, because obviously they're siding with the money over here because, you know, yeah, they're not but but that yeah so but then again I wouldn't it's not like again they're they're in damage control they're waiting for the dust to settle dust to settle so why not just you know these these guys are smart Bobby Kotick and them so what well, they're probably just gonna I bet you they will postpone it or just cancel it Do altogether so? I think so I think they I don't will know, can, maybe they won't cancel it maybe Mayo's right they like the money so maybe they'll just postpone so, it for like a month. I was just curious. Something like that. Two, three, four months. Attendance in 2017 was 35,000 people, oh, and shit. more than and, and more than 10 million people from 180 countries tuned in online to watch because you can buy an online ticket. Yeah, you buy. I seen that on the Blizzard launcher today, actually. <laughs> that virtual ticket or whatever. <laughs> this is an old article saying what they expect, you know, from 2018, but that was in numbers from just from 2017. <sighs> I just see more bad press for them if this goes forward. Yeah. Right, which would equal less uh, stocks, you know, a decrease in stocks or what have you. So it's best just to kind of go quiet and duck under the covers for a few months, <laughs> if possible, till people forget, you know. I bet... Uh... What's their name? Is uh, Destiny? Are glad they got away from Blizzard and Activision right now? Oh yeah, that's a good call, man. I got that divorce early on. <laughs> like we're glad we got. Out but she's like, oh shit! Thank God we're not part of that bullshit anymore. Yeah. Dodge <laughs> 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 uh, <fuck>. the <laughs> bullet. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of Blizzard, let's talk about Activision. Here's how Call of Duty's Modern Warfare's multiplayer progression will work, fellas. Activision has not divulged the details about Call of Duty Modern Warfare's multiplayer progression system, and this sounds fairly straightforward. Developer Infinity Ward has now implemented a new way to rank up. So here, this game launches October 25th, blah, blah, blah. Gain experience. You will gain experience by completing weapon, camo challenges, multiplayer matches, special operations, and missions. There will be daily challenges, and each challenge... Uh, will increase your enlisted rank. There are 55 ranks you got to go through. Blah blah blah. That gives you your equipment and all that. Like it's all like previous Call of Duty. It says your loadout options are now limited until reaching Private Rank Four. That's the same as before. Uh, so there's a new officer ranking system in the game. This is tied to a new season. The officer progression track comes with 100 ranks to go through. 
A weapon blueprint is unlocked when you reach officer rank 1. And each level unlocks a special officer challenge. These challenges reward with plenty of experience, but also a special ribbon upon completion. Once you earn 10 ribbons, you unlock a special season emblem with every 10 levels changing that emblem. You can earn you earn animated emblem after collecting all 100 ribbons, blah, blah, blah. That gets you another weapon blueprint. And the officer rank will be reset each season, but the achievements, cosmetic, and rewards are unlocked permanently. And endless ranks never reset. Also, <laughs> Call of Duty does not have loot boxes, Gunny. What? Where the loot boxes go? But it does have battle passes. Yeah, we love battle passes. <laughs> According to the announcement, <laughs> Activision came out and said, we have no loot boxes, but... We do have a battle pass. So it says here that the battle passes will be timed to live seasons like we just talked about with the officer rank bullshit. You're going to have a free stream and premium stream of content to earn. The free stream will let you unlock anything with an impact on gameplay like base weapons and attachments. The premium stream will earn you cosmetic items. You'll also be able to earn Call of Duty points with the battle pass. However, the Battle Pass will not be ready to go on day one. It will launch sometime later in 2019. Activision says this is because right now, the company is focused on the game launch. And, and also they don't want because a bad reviews. Yeah, that's exactly why. They don't want bad reviews. And this is bullshit. I think that they should just do it. Um, but you're right, Gunny. They don't want bad reviews. Like last time the game came out, they didn't have loot boxes active until a month after the game was out. So the reviews were already done. Everyone's giving it ten out of ten, saying it's the best Call of Duty ever. Ten out of ten. 10 you out need of 10. to buy it, yeah, yeah. And what happened? It's like, oh, now we have loot boxes on, guys. Whoa, look at this. Well, let me let me let me tell you what happens with these games, and I've said this before, and it's true. You know, you you get in that. Uh, well, let's let's just say that they do release this battle pass, even now or six months from now. Okay, so when new players are coming on board. And for certain new players, maybe someone like yourself, Jesus, right? You mm -hmm. get in there and you see somebody's at rank 22, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, where did you get that that shirt and the, and the tactical pants? And I the like them vast, tactical pants, right? mm. dude. You got to get you got to get the battle pass. I like that tactical pant. Mm. You got to buy the battle pass. You get it today if you today, buy it right, right now, now. Right now, give right give now, them my man. money. Give Go them to your account. How many COD points cart, does my Battle Pass cost? 30, 29 dollars 29 COD points? No. Oh. So, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. It's $39. $29.99. I don't know, man. Just go to the store, dude. And you just you know, that's what, you know they're going to do the Apex thing, right? Where a Battle yeah. Pass is going to cost like... 975 COD points, but you can only buy 1,000 Exactly. <laughs> or you can yes. buy 800, you gotta buy it twice. Yeah, you then... gotta buy the 800 for 999, or the 1,200 points for 1599. What do you want to do? <laughs> Dude, you know they're gonna do that. Or they're gonna Absolutely. have their own fucking currency. And They've been watching Apex, of course. Yeah, of course that's exactly what this. they're doing. Fucking, oh, it pisses me off. But hey, whatever. They say that you're going to be able to play it for free and, and get stuff super slowly. 
which nobody's going to do. Everybody's going to be paying for that. Everyone's. I know at least I'm probably going to buy at least one battle pass. I know. I'll <laughs> sure, I'll probably buy at least one. <laughs> I'll be like, that skin looks I really cool. At least the first one. Those tactical yeah. pants look really nice. <laughs> As I'm into it early on, and then I start dying off that I won't worry about it so much, you know, but... You know that first battle pass is going to be dope as shit with that tactical pant they're going to be giving away. You're going to get the gray camo instead of the green camo. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's move on here to some more news. Uh, we talked about the Apex Legends heirloom, Lifeline heirloom. You got to pay for it or whatever the fuck. Yeah, did you see the price at the bottom of the article? Uh, let's, do, let's go scroll down to the price. So, the breakdown of how much each item costs is listed below. So, legendaries cost 1,800 Apex coins. That's $18. Apex costs 1,000 Apex coins. Crafting, a legendary will cost you 2,400 cra crafting materials. So the, crafting little, the little crafting medals you get in the crates. And Apex are going to cost you 800 crafting medals. Uh, the events Apex packs will cost you 700 Apex coins each. And uh, so this is actually cheaper than Bloodhound's Heirloom Mayo. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> which costs... 18,900 epic coins during the Iron Crown event, which is about 180 US dollars. And this costs significantly less than Wraith's heirloom, which never had an event associated to it and has always cost about 500? What? <laughs> uh, it says here, once fight fright is over, Lifeline's heirloom will be added to the pool of normal Apex packs, making the legendary item as rare as raids. This is not a way of saying go out and buy Apex packs. $106 is very expensive for a cosmetic item. We're just providing context. If you desperately want the Lifeline heirloom, then, like the Bloodhound heirloom before it, it is more cost-effective to purchase the item during the corresponding event. Once fight or fight is over, you'll need to drop about half a grand or be very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so fight or fright, fight or fright begins October 15th, which is already past us and will continue through November 5th. Oh, look at that red dead day. From October 25th to the 28th, Mayo, next weekend when Call of Duty comes out and nobody's playing this, you'll be able to earn double XP for placing the top five. And actually, you know what, Mayo? We should play Apex because nobody's going to be playing it except for like the hobos. So we should like right, be, the, we should the be in there. We should be in there placing top five because nobody's in there with us. Or, <laughs> or we're gonna run into the people that play nothing yeah. but Apex. And that's <laughs> the, all they can afford. The only people <laughs> that only pay for they only play Apex and the ones that bought all this shit. They're gonna be and showing they both, off they their stuff. Like, <laughs> they got like six thousand hours in Apex and they ten thousand fucking foot, kids. You know. That's what we will run into, <laughs> guys. I spent one thousand dollars on my Apex materials. I I spent all my money. Yeah. I spent all my game Wraith money. Spent, they had the rape knife. Yeah. The bloodhound hatchet and the lifeline. <laughs> That'd be the squad. They just have the three different characters. They have all their shit. Like we spent, <laughs> we spent eight hundred dollars. We couldn't. It was either buy Call of Duty, or buy this new Apex heirloom. 
Yeah, fuck yeah. Eh. Buy two Call of Duties or this Apex Heirloom. Yeah, you can buy two Call of Duties. Or you can buy the Call of Duty Super Edition for $100 and another Call of Duty and still have saved some money. For a friend. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Something Gunny would buy. <laughs> What's that? That fucking Apex Heirloom for $180. Damn. Um, everything Paradox Interactive announced at PDXCon 2019. PDXCon 2019 as Paradox Interactive revealed a ton of new expansions for many other popular games. They've also announced a new sequel to Crusader Kings 2 and a delay for Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Um, it says here the biggest announcement was that Crusader Kings 3 is coming next year to Steam and Xbox Game Pass. Uh, there's also a new Prison Architect expansion in 2020. The new expansion was not given an official name or released it, but it looks to be Alcatraz theme. That's right, you're going to have to be able to build a prison on an island for Prison Architect. Estelaris is getting a new expansion. And uh, Surviving the Aftermath. Launching hey, into that on Early Access on the Epic Game Store. Also, a free trial on the Xbox One the for one hour. To the popular Surviving Mars, Surviving the Aftermath is a management sim that is all about living in a post-apocalyptic world. The game is available today in early access on the Epic Game Store or Ooh. on the Xbox One via the Game Preview Program. What do you do? You like it, Gunny? Did you like it? I did, and. So you yeah you get the free hour. I only played for about twenty minutes. It crashed on me early oh, on. On the Xbox. Oh, yeah, well, rough. like I said, it does give you that. It does give a disclaimer that hey, it's an early access. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, it's a game and the shit is broken. In progress. <laughs> yeah. So I got that. You know what was weird about it was yeah. that I played it on the Xbox One X and it. So one of the things I thought, okay, is the controller. Can I trick this game into to become unstuck? And so what I did was turn the controller off, and it just showed up as like a like a mouse and keyboard. Like you can see that you're you're supposed to, you should have been using like a mouse or something. And when you have the tutorials on, it's showing you, hey, here's a controller configuration, and then here's what you do with your your mouse and your keyboard. On the Xbox, is showing you what to do on, with the mouse and keyboard. Yes, on what? the Xbox. So I think probably it's just a PC port. It's a PC port, and then it's probably available in in Game Pass as well on PC for the Xbox launcher. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. I'll have to check it out if it's on that list. I'll I'll just get it on the Epic Store. Fuck it. I'll wait for it to go to five dollars. Like How much first, is it? Uh, it's I think it's nineteen ninety nine on Xbox One. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think this is gonna be a cheap, small expansion. Kind of. I'm not very excited. It's his own game mail. I know, but I mean, not expansion, but it's like a quick. Like it's cash you grab. people, you fucking people! You really think you're gonna play this? How much did you play a Surviving Mars? Like ten hours, man. That's a long time. Okay, well, you enjoy <laughs> surviving the aftermath, then. <laughs> Guys, big news here! Breaking news! Breaking news! Ninja streamed a game with a woman. What? He? I thought he vowed never to stream a game <laughs> with any female, Ever. unless it's his wife. 
Blevins was criticized 14 months ago after telling Polygon, quote, I don't play with female gamers. At the time, he said he didn't want to put his wife through that. Saying it could lead to claims of flirting and even more. It is unclear how much he streamed with women since then, but the series of events brought the topic back this week. On Wednesday, when Lady Gaga asked who Tyler Ninja Blevins was, the obvious answer was the biggest streamer on earth. <laughs> and that was in the description longtime Twitch streamer Casey, Casey Tron Cavaness gave on Twitter. He's one of the most popular streamers on the internet and he doesn't support women as he publicly announced he will never dual stream with any woman is what she said. Uh, Blevins replied to Cavaness three hours later saying that since the article he has played squads with multiple women after that article over the last year and half as well as hosted many female streamers. Hmm. Mm. And I know his wife is his manager. I see her on <laughs> Twitter as well. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Jealous. He's jealous. Mm. Uh, today, however, he did it, Gunny. The woman on his stream is Rachel Valkyrie Hofstetter, a capable and high-energy streamer for the Team 100 Thieves and the part of Blevins chat that is making it through moderations to be enjoying her presence. And uh, some people were saying, what happened to playing with no girls? <laughs> I can, I can, I wonder how many people got banned in his chat. Yeah. I guess it would be his mixer chat now. Cavaness has now been receiving a barrage of hate messages for pointing out Blevins' 2018 statement. Among thousands of tweets sent to her over the past 24 hours, some have called her a retard, a bitch, a thought, and a feminazi. Many of these messages defend Blevins' decision, saying he did it, quote, out of respect for his wife. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty fucked. That's real nice quality audience you have there, Ninja. Real nice people. Right. At the time, he was the most popular streamer on the fucking internet when he did that interview with Polygon. Since then, you can argue he's still one of the most popular streamers online, but maybe not the most popular. I don't know. But yeah, what do you think of this, guys? You think, I mean, I think it's bullshit that his fucking fan base is attacking this lady, you know, for calling him out, which is the truth. He should deserve to be called out. Um, because I think he initially got called out because he went to Lady Gaga and he was like, hey, Lady Gaga, I'll stream with you if you invite me or whatever. Or I'll invite you to play with me or something like that. And people were going off on him like, hey, Ninja, what happened to you saying you wouldn't stream with women? But since it's Lady Gaga, will you can make an exception for her? You know, like people were giving him shit. And I think this girl probably this started a, giving him shit because of that. Is this a PR move, trying to get more more what, viewers, I guess? Because he's on a new platform, he's on Mixer now. Yeah. And he's trying thinking. to get another audience again, you yeah. know? How, how else can he get big by bringing a celebrity on? Yeah, Lady Gaga on Mixer. Yeah, well, he's, he's played with Drake and a few other NBA, <laughs> and people, and people probably were... NFL players, but... Yeah, and people were giving him shit too because for a while, after after he became really big, he was saying that that he didn't get famous because of Drake. And people are like, "No, you're full of shit, dude!" Like, the reason you blew up so big was because Drake played on your stream, and everyone went to go watch that. You know what I mean? And that's right. what made Remember you really that. big. Right. Yeah, it was like that's when he got like, was it like six hundred thousand viewers or something like that live? 
When I was watching stream the other day, or uh, stream, I was watching Shroud stream the other day. Hmm. I seen something across. I can't remember if it was an ad or maybe it was across YouTube. I was watching some YouTube videos actually, and they showed a thing. They showed with Post Malone streaming games. I didn't realize he had streamed games. He's a big gamer, something. dude. He has like a, yeah, I think so. he spent like ten thousand dollars on his gaming PC or something like that. I would believe it. <laughs> so I want to see if there's a, a channel up or something like that. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious. He's a big streamer. Also, Jack Black streams. Yeah, I have the actual. I was following the Jack Black thing for a while, yeah, and I kind of died off on it because he really wasn't showing anything at the time. Yeah, but. he plays different games, but yeah, he streams as well. And there's a few other ones that. Don't worry, our president, President Trump, is on Twitch, man. Maybe you can. Last Yay! Got we hit on this All last right. week. Catch him building I'm walls and shit, <laughs> guys. I'm building the biggest wall in Fortnite. <laughs> gonna guard across yeah, the plays. whole map. He, no, he's playing. Uh, he's playing Skylines and doing a wall around the city. <laughs> Big ass wall around this fucking city, guys. I'm keeping everybody out. We're building the wall. <laughs> fucking Trump. Moving <laughs> 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 on no to more news. Get ready for the next Xbox One home experiment, Gunny. Didn't, in didn't July, Sony already have this? Well, in July, we introduced the Xbox Insiders to an evolving home experience. Xbox engineers have now taken user research and feedback to create a faster Xbox One home dashboard. We knew you're, we know you're curious about what these experiments have been all about, and we have info on new updates happening now. Dun-dun-dun. Ooh. Xbox engineers are now seeking feedback and support from Xbox insiders to ensure each iteration home is fast, responsive, and easy to use. The removal of tabs, or as we call them, twists, in August allowed Xbox engineers to focus on improving memory and performance with an easier-to-navigate Xbox One home dashboard. In September, we introduced more tiles that linked users to features across the console such as Game Pass, The Store, and Mixer. Users were also given the functionality to change and move around visible tiles to customize the dashboard for their needs. What's next for the Xbox One dashboard, Gunny? Uh, so What's here. next to it? The new face starts Thursday, October 17th. Xbox insiders from the Alpha and Alpha Skip Ahead are now eligible for these home experiments and may see the changes with the latest preview update. Alpha Skip Ahead users should update their, pre- their latest preview OS build Blah 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 more so so you're gonna have four new content blocks for what the twists were previously. This dashboard will look similar to previous home experiments. And group B will have a single button under their main dashboard tile for my games and app rather than the four content block groups. A will have. So okay, so the first group is gonna have like Game Pass, Mixer, Store, and Friends, like a four little blocks underneath the screen, like underneath your main game. And the other one is going to have one big block that says my games, and then it's going to have mixer, the other shit to the side. So you're going to test this shit, I guess. I'm not really, I don't really care about this. Come on. Like, it's, it's weird to me because, like, I don't play on my Xbox a whole lot, and you know, I have it. And again, I haven't had an Xbox for quite a while. And since, like, the early days of the 360. I don't find the interface, like, hard or difficult to figure out or anything like that. You know how and many I hear updates? Articles, and I hear all these articles about Xbox updates, you know, like the interface and the, the way that they've it all updated their, like a PlayStation one is way better. They've and updated I'm like, their UI so many times. It's ridiculous how many times Xbox has updated the shit, dude. Yeah, and I know I blew up on this last time, 
because I was mad that, like, now we're kind of going back to the way things used to be after, like, the other ten updates that we tried. <laughs> I mean, um, you can both the PlayStation. What what does the PlayStation 1 do better? Okay, than the, the thing Fox about the PlayStation Mail, it's literally, it's easy to use. You have... This is it. I mean, I think this left, is really easy. The left is the store. Your main games are right there. You go up mm-hmm. to see your friends list. You go up to see your messages. You go up to see your notifications on PlayStation. You go all the way to the right. There's your game library. Your settings are right there. Xbox is easy to use too, but you just got to know it. I, I mean, I think that's it easy because I have to deal with the Xbox apps on the PC and then I'm all confused on those. That's where I want to see him doing updates. Like my <laughs> PC Xbox companion app and Xbox beta app and... You know, like I'll get notifications on there, and I, I'm trying I, to figure out where they're at. I think Xbox wishes their UI was as fluid as PlayStation's, because PlayStation just works. It's just fucking. That's why they never change it from the PS3. It just right, works. even back. I never had a PS2, but I can even tell you, that was my vision yeah. the last time. Was I could probably go buy a PS, a used PSP right now, and use that interface. It, it's the same damn thing. It's yeah. just. Right? It's just, hey, this reminds me of the, the PS4. The old ass Vita. PSP. The PlayStation Vita, the PS3, the, the PSP. Interface. The interface has been the same since the PSP. Gunny is right. It has been that cross media dashboard. You have the store to the left, your game library to the right. It says game library. Your friends so, go probably, up. But, would it be the same one since I had the PS3 back in the day? When yeah, it was it's the same as the PS3. So it hasn't changed. Okay. But, but yeah, listen, guys, they just all seem really easy to me, and I just don't understand why they keep messing with it. And I don't know. Xbox, I, I, it makes I, people happy. It doesn't make people happy. I think what they're trying to do, like I said, is they're trying to figure out how to make it more responsive faster. Because that's, that's the thing it. about PlayStation's UI. PlayStation's UI is really fast. It's really like you go here, you go here, boom, boom, boom. You can launch games really quick. On the Xbox, it takes sometimes a while. Like you got to tab over to your fucking. Your game library, then it takes a second to load that screen. Yeah, maybe it's because Xbox is trying to sell too many things to us at once. They're trying to sell Game Pass. They're trying to sell Mixer. They're trying to sell, you know, uh, games in their store. Yeah, about PlayStation. PlayStation, you might see like one ad the whole time. You you turn on, you really turn on your PlayStation. You don't see ads like everywhere for like PlayStation Home. You see, like nowadays, they've added the PlayStation Now one. Right now, like if you turn on your PS4, they have right there in the front, like, down, use PlayStation now, sign up right now. Like, that's what they have on the cross media dashboard. But it's not really that much of a deal. You just like, go right over and go to the store. Like, you don't have to really do much. You know, and, and, I, and I also think that when they created the Xbox One, and this is just my opinion, I think when they created it and they they came out with this this operating system. Was it the Windows 8 one? Yes, yeah, Windows. Was it Windows Eight? Yeah, it I, was. So when they came the out, they said, "Oh, this is going to be like, the like you said, tiles. Windows Eight, and yeah. or you know, and we want to make it like Windows Ten eventually." And but that, I think that's, I thought that's what it was. Is where I just don't think they tested it enough, right? Because with each up? update, each update that they did to the Xbox One, starting from the beginning, I think they wanted to really do it for the good, right? To add these things like. Hey, I've got an individual section for just that one particular friend. Um, if I scroll down again, it's got here's that here's one that's for a certain game, right? And if I do it, you know, and you can kind of customize it. I did like 
that they w- they want to push things forward and s- make things better. But I think in the long run, they just kind of, uh, my opinion, I think they just kind of ruined it, right? So they kind of had to dial things back, and they're like, okay, this is what we're going to do now, because now things are kind of getting out of whack where, you know, it's not not easy to use, right? It's not, I don't know, it just wasn't responsive enough and quick enough. I feel like it's all done on purpose. Like, they they want you to see all that stuff on there, and they don't really care. You, you, we probably all know that they could make a real simple UI and oh, just yeah. go, here's your games, here's the store, here's your social network, there you go. But if you look at that bottom picture from Home Experiment 4, you see a bunch of games, you see the Microsoft Store, you see a thing for controllers, you see for <laughs> Game Pass, you see a thing for, you know, it just it's advertisement, 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 you know, and... Uh, okay, so yes, Mayo, and that's that's kind of how it was. I'm pretty sure back on the launch of the Xbox One. And if that's the way it's got to be, can we? Can is it possible, Microsoft out there, if you're listening, can we keep it this new way that you're going to put it back to, which was similar to the launch of the Xbox was, One? Yeah. And so my question is, can we keep it this way and improve on the? Uh, you know, can we improve more on it without changing shit around? Is my question. That's the problem with the Xbox. They always are moving shit around. It's like, where the fuck is my princess now? Where the fuck is this now? <laughs> yeah. Because they keep yeah, fucking moving it. Oh, I gotta press the home button. How do I get to okay. Mixer? Oh, I have to do this now. How do I get to the store? I have to do this now. It's like they constantly keep fucking changing it. We added Cortana. We took away Cortana. We added this. We took away this. It's like, stick to one fucking thing, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I hope that for the next generation console, they don't do the same shit, which I unfortunately think they are going to. They're going to figure out a way to add more ads to it. They're going to be like, we've now added dynamic ads. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it just pops up on your screen when you're playing a game. <laughs> ray tracing, look at this t- ad. It has ray tracing tech. <laughs> no, the graphics on the ad are going to have ray tracing over top of the ad. This and then here's the other thing, Dale. When this came out, when this Xbox hertz. One came out, and it looked like this, and, and I think you had like two. There were, I think there was what the one section where you see where it says Xbox Game Pass on here. You see that tile? They were playing PlayStation ads. Literally, <laughs> it was bad. It was really, it was shameful. So, uh, yeah, yeah but it was how it is create. Like you said, like three tiles and have a store. And then when you go in the store, then that's where you can put all your ads. It's kind of like how Steam does it. You know, Steam has a library tab. Yeah. Then you have a store tab. If you want to see advertisements and stuff for games or promotional stuff for games, then then you're going to go tab over to the store. And if you want to see your library, just go to a library tab. If you want to go to your social tab, you go to the social. I mean, it's, it's pretty much that easy. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, I mean, it's not so much the ads that really bother me, but, um, hey, but there is one improvement I'd love to see for Xbox One, and and it could just be my system. I know I have it set up for automatic updates, but one thing I noticed that never really updates is the store, and it's when I turn my Xbox, and I keep it in sleep mode, so it's not completely off. I don't have to fire it up from the beginning, Uh, but I noticed that store still needs to update. I don't think it should do that. So well, still frustrating Xbox well, One. Going, you just like me, you just leave it off for a couple months at a time, and it just does all the updates in one shot. <laughs> right. So I'll go make a sale. Another news: Minecraft Earth Early Access. It's now here. Oh. 
Okay, cool. Yes. Who gets it? New Zealand got it. Ah, uh, the Microsoft, you're killing me. Give me my Earth. New Zealand and Iceland. What? <laughs> it's like two <laughs> random ass countries that get this shit. This, this, this is my head shaking right now. <laughs> this is Minecraft Earth. Yeah, this is the phone game where you can like walk around town and build shit or whatever. Um, you can walk around Iceland with your gloves on to know. <laughs> and New Zealand. <laughs> Uh, it says here, over the coming weeks, we'll be releasing Minecraft Earth and Early Access in more and more countries across the globe. They're going to update this site whenever a new country is added, but you can also stay updated by following Minecraft on Twitter. Um, so, what's in the Early Access release? You'll be able to throw down a build plate and create an interactive Minecraft diorama for everyone to enjoy. You can stumble across tappables on your walk home and get tapping to unlock resources and unique mobs. You can craft and smelt your resources and collaborate with other builders to make masterpieces together. Put your survival skills to the test as you battle hostile mobs in adventures, or just gaze lovingly at the flower top friend that is the Muddy Pig, Ooh, only muddy to pig. finally look up and realize you've missed your bus. It's gonna be worth it. Mike, uh, want to try Minecraft Earth? But your phone storage is too full of selfies? An understandable and relatable problem, but luckily you'll be able to try the game without even unlocking your phone by visiting a Microsoft Store and trying out a demo. Demos will be available in Microsoft Stores throughout the United States and Canada, as well as the stores in Sydney, Australia, and London, UK. And they'll have more to share about that soon. Safety first! When playing Minecraft Earth, stay safe! Should be your number one priority, with unlocking the muddy pig being a close second. Here, it's a safety video. I'm on a guys. I'm on a roll here, so mm. I think I need to. Next week, I'm moving to Papua New Guinea, which should be the next country. If anybody doesn't know where that is, Google it. Okay, I'm going to stand in the middle of the busiest street ever and play this damn game. I want to be the first. <laughs> We're first in America. Mm. People are listening Next to New attack, Zealand. We will give our co-host. Our Iceland and New Zealand listeners, please let us know how Minecraft Earth is. Walk around New Zealand and... Or... Minecraft Earth. Oh, could you go into a Microsoft store tomorrow here in America and play it? Is that what it's saying? I don't know. It says soon, I guess, maybe. All right. Well, I'll have to make a trip to the store. I have one Papua close to... It is. Yeah. Or New Zealand. Uh, yeah. I mean, what do you guys think of this Minecraft Earth? Do you think it's going to be a big hit? I think so. I'm going to put, my, a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a build plate did. in my front yard. I want people to build things here. Hey, Jesus, remember when we had Normie on the show? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I probably didn't ask the right question oh. when we talked about this article then. Mm. But don't you think they need to, I understand this is like a building game and stuff, but it is a phone game. I honestly think they need characters. I think they will introduce characters into this game, too. To say, hey, I'm playing as, you know, this certain character, and I've collected these animals. You know, sort of like, not so much like a Pokemon game, but something that I can collect to keep me going back and playing more of this game. Mm. But the, because if it's not, it's just like, oh, I'm just going to build on top of building and stuff. That, 
it's not going to get rare, rare crafting materials instead of like you know you find a rare Pokemon or something like that. Maybe it's going to be finding this kind of redstone or this kind of such and such. Maybe will spawn in a certain area. Yeah, I'm just thinking for people in that younger age bracket. That's going to what's going to keep them coming back to play this game. All right. And another piece of news, guys. Moving on here to some more news. I have some Ubisoft news for you. Watch Dogs Legion. Ubisoft almost forgot about left hand driving in London. And uh, so, yeah. So, so according to Watch Dogs Legion's live producer, Latigi Talian. I don't know how to fucking say his name. But whatever. Uh, they said they almost forgot to put in left hand driving. <laughs> Because <laughs> they're like, we're so used to like driving on the right side, you know? Like, we don't drive like you fucking weirdos over there in London. So, um, yeah, the opposite direction. On the game, on length, the length of the game, uh, Tremblay wouldn't give specifics on how many hours the game is going to take to complete. It's just that the story has five main quest lines with a ton of side quests along an entire recruitment system. And uh, so, yeah, I said sure that the recruitment system will probably lengthen or shorten the gameplay depending on how many times you're gonna switch characters or whatever um so the set for example one of the things that the game has as a feature gunny is that say you're you go and you commit a crime in watchdogs in the game legion and the cops are chasing you and you cannot outrun them you get cornered and your character gets shot and killed well, by then you're gonna you could you could take over your next character because you know you're gonna be having like you're gonna have like a gang of characters or whatever you're gonna have as a group as a hacker group or whatever. So you can go as your next character and hunt down those cops that killed the other character. You can know exactly which cops did it because you know their names and stuff. You can get revenge and kill the cops. <gasps> mm. Oh my. Yeah, revenge, motherfucker. Hell yeah. Mm. Uh, pretty Justice, much. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all I have for the game right now. That's all I have. Can't wait. Five, five storylines, hundreds of characters, massive old world. That's funny. You see that screenshot? It looks like Hitman. <sighs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. But it says here... Okay, so say, Gunny, me, I'm playing, you're playing as Jesus, I get cornered by the cops, and I get killed, right? And Mayo's right. the cop. So you go and you kill Mayo with your next character. You're like, fuck Mayo, I'm going to kill him, because he killed Jesus. Well, it says here that the game is actually built to have every single NPC react to how you kill their people around them. So, for example, that cop, he had a wife, he might have had a kid. You might have had a brother. That brother may now be hunting you and looking at your character for revenge. And when you don't expect it, that character could come out of nowhere and just shoot at you, try to kill you. Ooh. Or the entire police force can be looking for you to kill you. <laughs> it all depends, Gunny. So they the said brothers that, in blue are coming after so you. So yeah, I said that they're gonna have like like dynamic like NPC stories and shit. Like like the NPCs like react to how you act so like if you kill a family member of an npc and that was their their son or their brother or their husband or their wife and you kill that person the husband the wife the brother 
the dad, the son, they all might come after you one way or another. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that reminds me of like something like something similar to like that Kingdom Come game. Kind of, yeah. It says like, it's like you, don't, some, you don't expect it. Um, this says here, um, the team built that technology from the ground up to make it possible to be anyone in their game. And they said that that's not a gimmick. They say you can literally be anybody inside the game. And whatever you do in the game has genuine actions and reactions throughout the rest of the experience. They said for this goes deep. They said, for example, if a police officer kills you, you can that character's permanently gone from the game, so that character you're playing as is gone. However, with other members on your team, you can go and hunt down that exact police officer and exact your revenge. Doing so, however, might have their family members react, or worse, the entire police force, or perhaps the officer's friends or family. Says so your characters will always continue living their lives in the background while you play as another member of the team. In another scenario, Tremblay shared, if a character has a friend that they hang out with often, and you decide to kill that person, when you're playing as another character again, they will go and visit that grave during the grieving process. Hmm. So, like, that's fucking nuts, dude. That's, it sounds like it's all dynamic fucking real world. I'm curious if AI. you can then... I wonder how that works if, as far as, like, can I go watch that person walk to that grave? Yeah, that's and, what they're and, saying. And be there yeah. and... As, like, a random character. Yeah, you can, like, like, like I killed this person's best friend. Now I'm going to go watch this guy go and grieve at his best friend's funeral or whatever. That's fucking crazy, right? Yeah, it is. They're mm-hmm. saying that uh, the depth in Legion seems to be unparalleled to anything that we've seen before. And it puts to shame other games that claim previous actions have consequences throughout the experience. Uh, with only a few more months left until release, we're expecting to have a lot of unique adventures in London. Set to release March 6, 2020 on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Google Stadia. Because, see, I, I was, I, the thing oh, that so I good. think of in my mind is, is I want to do... There's several things that I want to do, and one of them is, is going the humorous route and getting at least... Five or six old people from the nursing home. Just be your gang. <laughs> That'll be my gang, right? We're all, like a bunch we're all of old hold on, people. Let me put on my thing gay. I got, I got some sore <laughs> joints and ankles. Ouch. Right? And just oh, going shit. and just fucking murdering people yeah. and going, I'm a little yeah. I'm making The old people gang. Yeah, I wonder how that's all going to like, play Grandma out. Like, Ninja. Like you kill a, a person and next you know their friend is coming after you or whatever. That's fucking nuts. And the crazy thing about the game is that, like, you know who the hackers are, but the hackers can be friends and not know they're both, like, part of your gang. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're, like, recruiting these people secretly, right? Like, you're recruiting all these characters secretly. So, like, those people can be friends or know each other and not know they're both part of this secret group or whatever, this fucking hacker group. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, it is. We're going to have some cool stories out of this game. Oh, fuck yeah. I can't wait to try it. Next year, <laughs> maybe maybe on Google Stadia, mail. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> maybe I'll finally buy Google Stadia next year. <laughs> Fuck! I should really cancel my pre-order. Well, you can just keep it. You can just send Gunny or I. <laughs> just send you guys. The or you can go the you play plus. <laughs> you can go the you play plus route. Mm. I'll wait patiently over here for you. Yeah, that is right. You play plus. Yeah, it's gonna be. I mean, bucks. everybody's preparing for this whole Google Stadia thing. We have a Game Pass too, and it's cheap. Come over here, so <laughs> <laughs> right? They know it's coming, yeah. man. It's 
Anyways, moving on now to Steam's bestseller. It's now a recreation of Chernobyl's Disaster Zone, Mayo. One of Steam's newest bestseller has an interesting feature. Chernobyl. Why do we lose Jesus? Walks a lot. Ah, uh, yeah. It looks like his eyes are closed. Chernobyl light. He took a nap over the runners. I no. know he's asleep. I'm still recording. You guys if not hear I us? Oh, whoa! You no, you froze. What are you talking about? I'm you froze for about time. fifteen seconds. You were frozen. I could hear you guys that whole time. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I was talking about Steam's new hot seller, Chernobyl light. This can, can I just throw something like debunk this article like really really fast? Like this game looked really interesting, so I just kind of like searched it, and I use Enhanced Steam if I'm on my browser. And big seller game, right? That's it, what it. That's what it me. claims right now. I don't even see it on the home like, page. There's like a hundred some people playing it. Uh, yeah, well, yes. I don't know. It was an article I grabbed, but it could just be clickbait. Uh, it says here developers have the interest. There has a 3D scan recreation of the real life exclusion zone set up after the 1986 nuclear disaster. Available now in early access, Chernobyl Light is a post apocalyptic survival role playing game from the Forum 51, a Polish studio that last October delivered World War III. The Forum 51 says that the map of Chernobyl Light was built by developers who traveled to the Ukraine and 3D scanned the actual exclusion zone, which is a huge area. And uh, says here, it's physically not possible to enter every room and every building and scan every inch of the 1,000 square mile landscape. Therefore, we like to collect as many scans as possible, but keep following the players' opinions and shaping the final design of locations together with our community. Uh, so yeah, so this was obviously the exclusion zone was set after the disaster near Pripyat, Ukraine, and then a state of the USSR 33 years ago. Today, visitors are permitted and mostly come in one of many tours organized by Ukrainian companies. Tourists find ruins and remnants of life seemingly frozen. Blah, blah, blah. All that fucking bullshit. But yeah, what do you guys think about this game? To me, I was looking at it and it looks really good graphically. Like, the graphics look pretty nice. But like I said, using using Steam charts and all that fun stuff on my Steam, I scroll down right now, the all-time peak is 809 people. I mean, this game's only a couple of days old, though. Yeah. And the average play time for people right now is two hours. What, uh, Mayo, do you have any... I haven't seen any streams. I, I mean, we're, I'm aware of the game, but is there a story to it? Is there sh combat you, that you know of? Or uh, I'm not sure. I clicked on a YouTube video and it's showing some of it, but I don't have any audio on it. I can't really... So it says here that this is a science fiction survival horror experience. Makes it in the free exploration of a disturbing world with challenging combat. Unique crafting and non-linear storytelling. You play as a physicist, one of Chern one of the Chernobyl power plant's ex-employees, and investigate the mysterious disappearance of your beloved. You try to survive and reveal the contamination zone's twisted secrets. Remember, the military presence is not your only concern. <gasps> That's right, Gunny. Oh, not, I'm not into the whole horror genre, but. Yeah, it looks like a lot of scary dark hallways and graffiti on the walls and abandoned buildings you're walking through. Yeah, I'll put it in my cart if it goes on sale and or in my wish list. Scary little kids appearing in the hallways. <laughs> Always. A scary. I'm thinking it's like a you know kind of gives me that metro feel to it. So all the scary little kids in the hallways. 
Anyways, yeah. I think that's it for the news. Anyways. What we have? Are we done with the news? I think we're done with the news. I think, I think yep, that's yep. all we had. No, we're done with the news, people. Time to move on to community questions. You can leave questions in the Facebook group in our Discord. Join our Discord, by the way, because guess what? Call of Duty is crossplay. And if you want oh, yeah. to chat Good. with me on PC while I'm playing this game with you. And me. And I guess Mayo. Maybe Gunny. Yeah. Maybe. You're gonna, hey, and this was good playing Dauntless, so Call of Duty is another good example to use Discord. You're going to need Discord because uh, you might be thinking, well, what, you guys have PC, you got the Xbox app, you can use Xbox Party. That's true. But some of the community members will be playing this game on the PS4. So the best way to get everyone together from the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC will be to use Discord so we can all chat together and be able to chat and coordinate are playing you know what i mean right and for any of our new listeners that are out there that are wondering what the discord is this this can be downloaded on on your phone or your tablet uh, yeah on your pc what, what i would it's recommend big of a file yeah what i would recommend for people that are on xbox or ps4 and you want to chat with us through discord you can literally use like a bluetooth headset like a Air, apple airpods or whatever the fuck and connect your phone, and you can chat with us through your phone and Call of Duty while you're playing it. Yeah, or even just yep. a pair of headphones will work, too. Just an Xbox pair of headphones right into your phone or tablet. Yep. Yep. And, it and, works. And fucking yep. works, and you said <clears throat> I did that. I played uh, with Nipron, and we played on, <clears throat> you know, he was on PC, and I think I played uh, on PlayStation 4. So we were able to chat in Discord and, you know, with audio and play the game together. Yeah, that's the only way I could think of. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, how the fuck are we going to be playing with PS4 and Xbox people at the same time? And I was like, it has to be a way to chat. And I'm thinking... We have... There's, I think... We'll the, probably add a room no, into Discord. The in-game chat. In -game chat works, I think. But I, I think the best way to go is just Discord and just fucking use Discord to... Yeah, we'll have to make a new room. Well, then, too, we can just have, you know, like, article links and, and just information on the game that we can pop up and put in there. We have a channel or anything like that. Yeah. So there's just a lot more things you can see because we can post links and you can just click on the link if you have the app on your phone. And it'll take you right to what we're talking about. And you can get a, a visual firsthand. I think that Discord is great and I think that everyone should download it. So go and download Discord. Join our server, Horrible Gamers Podcast. But there's actually a, a server link Right in the show notes, right now, you go to your show notes on this podcast, you click that link, and you're able to join. We'll also be posting that link in our Facebook page this week. I've been posting it this last week. We'll post it again this week. And we'll be posting it in our community on Facebook as well. And if you don't have any of that and you really need to get a hold of the link, <laughs> you can always email us, horriblegamerspodcast at gmail.com. And we'll send you a Discord link. Yeah, because it expires after a few days. Or Twitter. You find you fucking message us anywhere, and we'll send you the damn link to join our Discord. Just join it, damn it, God. Do it. Fuck. All right. So, Jesus. Before we get to the questions, it's now console quarter time. Oh, the high console. God. Oh my God. If you're a console God. peasant, please stay tuned. Johnny, for I what think he's been trying really hard. 
the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks to skip this section. I don't know. I just get this vibe. He's trying to skip we'll it. delete the whole thing right here. This is the best part. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the show, folks, because you know I'm a big console this fan. This is the worst part. Everyone hates this part. I got messages from people. They hate this part, honey. Man, I don't know. I'm getting messages that we're just not talking enough about nah, I... the beautiful Xbox One and the sweet PS4. What about, it, what your... about Nintendo? You don't get nothing? Oh, that's true. You know what? No love for Nintendo over here. What the fuck's going on? None of us have Switches, so we're not talking any Switches. If anybody's out there with a Switch, why are you listening to the show? We don't have Switches. Why not? No, listen Um, to the show. What are you talking about? You're giving bad (laughs) advice. I tell you. But no, I'm just sticking with just just Xbox and PlayStation on this one. This is more of a trial run from Evan Tanaka. He wanted us to put that in there. If anybody wants us to add Nintendo Switch stuff, I definitely will. I'll throw in whatever games are offering uh, or what, any other what's services. What's new in this list that we haven't discussed? Okay, so what's new in this list is for Xbox, because we've already talked about PlayStation's games for the month. But for <laughs> games for gold for Xbox, you can now play Friday to the 13th, the game. So if you haven't played that, go get it now. And also, backwards compatibility game, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. Those are your two games for Games for Gold for the remainder of October. Uh, and then we already talked about this one in the free Epic Store, or Epic's free games, uh, Alan Wake American Nightmare. But also, you can pick up that game called uh, Observer. Yeah. I believe this is also a Game Pass game on Xbox. But um, yeah, two games this this week. And it's actually been given away on the Xbox in the past. I think I've already owned it on the Xbox. Yeah. Pretty sure Alan Wake was given away as well. Alan Wake's American Nightmare. So yeah, I probably own that too. Yeah. Um, on Xbox. But, but yeah, now you get on Epic. Been talking about some good stuff three step away on Steam. They... What? What a Steam giveaway for free, man? There's nothing it's free Sailor on King's Steam. Two. Yeah. Oh right. Yes, I put that in chat. I didn't Ooh, want to mention wow. that wow. here, but yes, yes, you Steam PC Master Racers, you can go on a Steam and get Crusader Kings Two for free. Oh wow. Okay. All right. So now on to community questions, and you know our first question always has to come from Brian Tall. Uh, who had a birthday this week, and he asked, uh, did we enjoy the AMA you got got me for my birthday this week? And what did you really want to ask but chickened out? <laughs> ask me right? What's the real question we want to ask now? But we really um, out nothing, really. I have no questions. Nothing. Yeah. No. I think if I wouldn't want to ask her to leave out. I mean, no, we'll come back to that one. Maybe we'll we'll message you, Brian. Um, he has the next question. <laughs> now that all you PC master racers, uh, I have yet to hear an apology to any of your co-hosts and past co-host guests for when they used to spend thirty minutes blowing their load over their computer parts. Uh. Let's see, parts that now you tend to do on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know, what is he saying here? Uh, he I wasn't your apology? Yeah. I think he's talking about Jesus here, or what? I think so. 
No, but Jesus did apologize to me, if that's what he's getting at. I did, a while back, if you don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, but he also pointed out here that uh, in the 2020 HDP election, he's voting for Team Mayo. Because you admit when you're wrong, Mayo. Oh, fuck that bullshit. This is crap. What the fuck? That's right. What is this bullshit ass? Fuck Brian. Can I got to ban him from the group. Is there a way to ban him? There is, yeah. You I'm can block him. Set him out. I'm keeping him in. We don't want to ban Team Mayo over here. Ban Brian. And ban you too, Mayo. What's up? <laughs> ban both of you. <laughs> See who fucking wins that election this time around. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, that election's going to be rigged, I think. Mm, yeah. Right, Mayo? Jeez. Jesus would be back in his council corner. He don't have anybody to answer his questions anymore. Mm, that's true. Hmm. That's true. Fuck. Right? It'll be Jesus will put it out there, and Brian will be like, "I don't answer questions." Oh, you know what'll happen? He'll run his stadia. That's what he would do. Stadium master race, son. He'd be like, "All I have to do is turn my TV on." That's right. <laughs> Stadium master race. Woo! No downloads yeah. required. No, yeah, no downloads required. Next question, Damn, buddy. It's not really good internet. All right. Next one from Nipron. <clears throat> uh, he says, if you didn't have to play different games for the sake of the podcast, which is the one game you would constantly play and grind as if it was a hobby? Hmm. Uh, mine would be City Skylines. I would I would play that all the time. Um, like right now, I, I stop myself from going anywhere more past the one hour. Where I would normally play that three to four hours a day. Yeah, I agree. It would be something like that. Something where I mean, it's not so much of a grind as it is more of a. I just get lost in that game and be like, "Holy crap! It's eleven o'clock at night. I need to get up at quarter to four in the morning." So I'd better. It, stop. it would be like a big like uh, an MMO. That's I, I think I'd get lost in one of those honestly and just play that the rest of my life. I'd live in a basement somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah. A I've been asked a couple of times about like <laughs> RPG games, and I'm like, man, I just don't have the time. Like, yeah. you know, just with trying to hit different games for the show and just trying to play a little bit of a variety. Uh, a RPG game it can just be long and sometimes, endless, you know. Yeah. I just don't have the hours sometimes. You know. Yeah, but watching Nipron, you know, he streams periodically. Uh, watching him. Yeah, Destiny 2, I've watched him play a little bit of WoW. And I've seen other streams of WoW too, and I thought, mm, that's something I might, you know, if I had time, like I would love to get into something like that. Because yeah. I know I can sink a ton of time into it. It wouldn't be like WoW, it'd be something like Star Citizen or some shit like that, or like space fucking exploration or whatever. Yeah. The other one I thought of too would be Eve. Yeah. Or you know, Eve. although I haven't downloaded it or played it, but still, it would be like, like yeah. you know, once somebody presented me with, check it out, you're you're off for the next two months of work. <laughs> Fuck, I'd be the first thing I do is go, I'd go download WoW and Eve. Um, yeah, so definitely those anything long RPG or MMO. Hmm. All right, Nipron asks another question: What can we expect for the next HGP meet and greet? He wants us all. To go protest at BlizzCon. <laughs> I think he lives over by BlizzCon, doesn't he? He does. He lives like yeah. Dude. It's in Los Angeles. <laughs> he I just think. walk over there, take the train over in um, LA. So we have to meet up at Gunny's house again, don't we? 
I, I want to do a meetup somewhere in Portland for sure. Like we got quite a bit of listeners up here that are actually pretty active with the show, and they they seem to be. And John uh, has hookups and knows people downtown, right? Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan I, Hall, uh, he's right there. I mean, Eric is right there. Uh, Shiloh, Josh, Shiloh's here. Um, there's a uh, Bill Gardner. He lives in Oregon. There's a few other people that live in Oregon, and, and there's quite a bit of people. Like I was like, holy shit, I'm surprised that many people live here. What the fuck? I'm scared. But wow, nobody lives where I'm at here cool. in uh, Santa Rosa. Well, they don't California. live, so if you're they don't out live in the Rosans, town that I live in, but they live like I can drive like an hour and meet them all. <laughs> Most likely, you know what I mean. Except for yeah. Shiloh, I think he lives in the town I live in. Pretty sure he does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shoot. So yeah, no protests, Napron. We're all coming to Oregon. Yeah, Napron. Drive up to up Oregon. Here. Use that new Elon Musk bullet train that he plans to make. Crazy. Do train. it, man. Do it. All right. He has a PC Master Race question as well. He wants to know to us PC nerds: Does memory play a factor in first-person shooters no. and resolution? No, frames per second. Oh, frames per second. Sorry. Uh, does it play a factor in frames per second and resolution? Not video memory. He's talking about RAM, right? Yeah, right. he's actually talking about the RAM, not your video card RAM. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it really does. Yeah. Um, I haven't really know for sure really how to explain it because you know your your ram is basically just random access memory is what that is you know and it's basically your computer will take stuff it accesses frequently and has it in a short-term storage and as soon as you kill the power it clears that so basically it's like a like an indexing so it's going to index files and stuff like that you use in a lot i think most of your game is done through your graphics card and the biggest thing that's going to affect your FPS is your resolution, actually. If you change resolution, I'm sure, Jesus, you've seen this. If you take a game and run it from 1440 and you cut it back to 1080p, you're going to get like a 30 FPS increase, you know, or if you change that around a little bit. And that's probably the biggest thing that will affect your, your FPS. Or 4K or but, fucking turn on HDR, that all affects it. Yeah, you know, ray tracing or something like that. But if you just like change a couple graphic settings like your textures or something like that you may only notice like four or five fps difference or five spf difference but if you cut it back to 1080p you're going to see a significant jump so so okay so when i look at like let's say you're looking at video cards uh newig or wherever at you're at but you know when you see some of those cards that are at four gig or eight gig or six gig that's the memory, yes. right? Within the graphics yes. card. Yeah, that's the memory inside the graphics card. So I think most standard now are like 8. There's some that do have 12, though. Yeah, you want, you want pretty much want 8. I mean, I know that the 2060 has, I think, 6 gig. Yeah, that's but what I... where it gets away with that is it's faster memory. Like, it has a higher bandwidth. And so that higher bandwidth can send and receive information a little faster. So it actually can kind of make up for it because it can dump it, like, sooner. You know, because it doesn't need to hold on to it for long. It'll access it and dump dump it, and it'll be good. But um, yeah, I mean that's why you see like the 2080 Ti is being a way more powerful card. It's got a lot more memory. I think it's got 11 or 12 yeah. gig of RAM. 
you know, where like the 2070 and the 2070 Ti are basically just eight gig cards. The 2080 or the 2070 Super is just a, a newer version of the 2070 that has a faster bandwidth on that memory, so it can access information a little faster. So it's going to give you a little bit better FPS. But I'd say the biggest thing really is to try to match the graphics card with the monitor that you have. Um, my my son was asking me about this the other day. He wanted to go out and buy a 2080, and he's run on a 1080p 60 hertz monitor. And I'm like, you, at 1080p, you're going to be getting like 200 frames a second, and you're just wasting, yeah, you know, 140 frames because your monitor is not going to refresh that fast. So I would suggest for anybody that if you have like a 1080p 60 FPS monitor, find a game that will get you around 60 FPS or a GPU that get you around 60 FPS on average. If you're running on a 1440 monitor, find what the average benchmarks are for different graphic cards and kind of purchase the one that will fit your monitor as to compare to what will give you the best power output. You know, like it's not necessarily going out and buying a 2080 Ti. And you know you're putting it on a monitor that only does 60 FPS. There's there's no point. You're gonna spend twelve hundred dollars and bottleneck it because you have a a lower end monitor. If that makes okay. sense. Yeah, yeah. I just saw Sean Fuller. He had posted in his in our group. Yes. You know, and I think he got because I was asking if he had that 165 hertz monitor, but he got the 144. But still, like he got a good enough graphics card, so it should be. Yeah, he's probably in a really good spot because I would say anymore, like if you're doing a newer build and you're at 1440 at 144, you're going to want a, a 2070 Super or above. Mm-hmm. So you either want a 2080, 2070 Super, or 2080 Ti. But if you're still playing on 1080p, I would highly suggest the one that Brink uses, which is a Radeon, uh, I think it's uh, what, a 5700X, I think. It's like 399 and that does phenomenal fps for 1080p and it would even get you in the 1440p resolution you know with pretty good performance for that price too so like it's kind of right in that area okay all right moving on next question from ricky uh, and he asked now that game pass seems to be kicking ass do any of you catch yourself saying maybe i'll wait three months to see if it will be on game pass he says for himself personally, I've been wanting to get the game control, but something in my head says it will be on Game Pass this holiday season. Uh, hmm. I don't yeah. think it's going to be on Game Pass. I think it. So who? That's. I think it will. Yeah. I think Ricky's onto something here because I do find myself looking at games that, um, you know, from not like these large publishers, and saying, man, maybe I should wait, you know, but uh, I, th- I think Control will be on there, Ricky. I, I agree and I with your assessment on this because there are some games where I probably could have waited on uh, oh gosh, what is it, Surviving Mars? Where I thought, man, I bet you this thing's coming to Game Pass. Uh, sure enough, it did. Um, the other, What's the other one I'm thinking of? That uh, uh, Frostpunk. That just came out, Jesus, on Xbox... Uh, one so that is available i'm assuming it's probably available on the playstation 4 as well uh, and i think it's what is it 20 30 dollars yeah right now 
And I don't I don't see there's any kind of enhancements for 4K at this point. Um, but I'm looking at that and I'm thinking I know it's been on their Windows 10 store for the longest time. Might also be on the Xbox launcher. Um, but I'm thinking, hmm, I'll bet you that one's going to be probably a December, January Game Pass game. I played that recently and I felt so bad. I'm still I'm still going through. Um, <laughs> I, I did kind of play that actually. this week. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, I think, because I'm on the lowest difficulty setting. No, man. I played that yesterday and I was playing that one where you got a bunch of refugees coming in and like people were pissed off because I couldn't fucking feed everybody. I had no food. Yeah. And people kept showing up. There was like 200 people in my fucking camp. And I had food for maybe like 12 people. Yeah. <laughs> all right, people, it's there's crazy, no right? fucking you food. Get all these... There's no fucking food here. Like, what <laughs> do I do? And I don't know. They end up killing me, I think, or something. Yeah. Is it called greenhouses yeah. that you... Um, hot houses? I think called hot, hot, hot house. house right? Hot houses cook. Uh, I think you're right. It might be greenhouse or some shit like that. Greenhouse, but or... but whatever that thing is, like you gotta wait until you upgrade to get to that thing, and then you gotta well, build. That's a the bunch problem. Of By the time I got it built, and I had children working in it, it the discon- discontent was like fucking maximum, <laughs> and it's <was> like you <laughs> have two days to get the people on your side. It's like two days. Everybody wants me to build a clinic. They want me to build a care house. They want me to yeah. fucking do all this. I don't have the resources for all this shit. Like, what the fuck? How am I supposed to, like, do this? It was just bullshit. Pissed me off. The funny part about it is where you'll get the you'll get the notification. It'll pop up. Look, people want you to build that, the clinic. Yeah. And you can say, okay, I'll build a clinic or don't bother me. Well, no. Um, or you, could, you could even say, like, I'll build two clinics. <laughs> okay, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> like you, even promise so you even more. That, yeah, but if you say that, you better fucking yeah. build two clinics. If you don't fucking you're, deliver, you're fucked. Yes, you're discontent. Your hope is going way down. My discontent went all the way up, and my my hope was like zero. And it's like you have two days to get hope up to like fifteen or twenty percent. And it's like if you don't get hope up by then, the people are gonna exile you. It's like oh fuck. Fuck. You know it's you know the writings on the wall at that point. It's, you might as well just delete. That I started game doing save. all kinds of laws. I started passing crazy laws like like let's use amputees and let's chop people's fucking arms off and try to sew them onto other sick people. And I was doing all kinds of crazy fucking laws. You were building watchtowers all over yeah, the city. Yeah, watchtowers everywhere. Yeah, had <laughs> watchtowers everywhere, and people were getting beat on the streets and shit. It's like no, no. food. For- for anybody, I don't children get no food. I don't think it costs any points, but you can go into your your synagogue slash cathedral churches and mm-hmm. actually host like a prayer session, oh, and it, that that'll bring your hope up I've never, a little bit. I've never done that because I never go the religious route. I always go to like the fucking military industrial complex route. <laughs> I yeah, know, I don't know what it is. I always go that order. Like, there's the one is called faith, and the other one's called order, right? I always go mm-hmm. the order route. I always, I make, always go faith. I always go order. I don't know. Maybe I should try faith. Maybe it'll work out better for me. You know that that's the best thing part about this game, right? Go yeah. faith the next time and, and just see how that works out. Just remember when you click on your on your on your churches that you can actually go in and you can increase hope, increase hope by saying we're going to have a prayer night. Oh my. And the people are like, "Yeah, we love faith." <laughs> so that'll that'll bring that up. It's like it's like a perk, right? It's what it is. Sounds interesting. Can I uh, 
Arrest people for pissing me off? What the phrase? You no, not no, no. You're going the faith route. Damn it! I just said. <laughs> See <laughs> the order. The order Stop route. It. I could just have people arrested and beat if I wanted to. Like if they don't listen, they don't want to work. I just put them to work. You're not a tyrant this time around, man. It works very well to be a tyrant, Gunny. This is a tyrant-friendly game. We're not <laughs> hostile this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds All cool. right. Hey, but if you got that, if you got an Xbox One, check out, check out Frostpunk. Oh, I can't believe uh, it's already on Xbox. That's some, you know. Speaking of, like, I was thinking playing that yesterday. I was thinking of the question Penpoint Rand asked last week: If we get cold physically when playing a game. Oh yeah, that's a I never game, thought of that. That's a game that makes me feel cold because, like, you see the temperature falling and like negative fifty, negative sixty. It's like holy shit! It must be so cold there, dude. Uh. The only uh, I didn't so the so actually I, since I played it this week a little bit <laughs> I did have my I made sure to keep my my hunters going just at that forty minus below forty degrees yeah. because we need food and That's food right. like they only come back with like a you certain call me of food. a tyrant you're making people work in negative forty degrees well okay <laughs> yeah and I didn't have. Shoot, I, hey, people are gonna starve to death, man. So if they got limbs falling off from Ooh, yeah, from a frostbite, then yeah. that's their problem. I turned the heaters on in, in man, the hunter house. Guys, do I have on my show with me over here? I mean, look, <laughs> Mel, you gotta make hard decisions. <laughs> decisions are tough. <laughs> I mean, decisions are tough, Mel. You know, are you gonna make the children work or are you gonna feed them sawdust? What are you gonna do? You gonna put sawdust in their soup? What would you do? Yeah, what would you what do, would man? You if you do couldn't feed, Mel, you got a hundred people to feed. What are you going to do? You're going to make them starve to death or you're going to put saw, a little bit of sawdust in their soup? Oh, no, they can. The children can work. You know, they can They can understand that they have to help the community. They, oh, they have so okay, okay. So now the children. Now the kids are working. Black are, they, lung. are the kids going to work safe jobs or dangerous jobs? Well, they can work safe jobs. We'll just give All them some right, little so they're working safe jobs. But now the children, since they're working, now they want to eat twice as much food because they need the energy. Are you gonna yeah, feed no, the kids? No, they won't eat much. No, right, that's what you kids think. Are, Little fucking kid is gonna eat two fucking kids bowls are full of, soup. of energy. They don't need any food for energy. <laughs> <laughs> They're so full of it. So, You're just gonna feed yeah, them sugar. The little uh, fuckers are gonna they, eat two bowls right, of soup. Get out you, there! It's only minus seventy degrees. Bar. <laughs> they can have a Snicker bar, and they'd be good for hours, at least maybe days. <laughs> Yeah, right now my daughter, dude, she fucking wants to eat a lot <laughs> all the time, damn it. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. Yeah. No, that game is tough. That game is really hard. And once you get, like, you're on a downward spiral, you just know the, the writing's on the wall. You can die eventually. Just yeah, don't know you, know, you know the outcome. But you, st- I don't know. I still play it all the way I still through. Try, yeah, like, I don't give up. I'll I'm turn like, around and go do something else, and then I come back. Yeah. Yeah, they straight... Took your head off. Let's <laughs> see how morbid you are, huh? How far are you willing to go? Yeah. <laughs> I go pretty fucking hardcore at the end of that shit. <laughs> you motherfucker. All right. Fuck with me. I'll kill everybody in this village. Yeah. Uh, so we have our next question from Dave Snyder. And he has a question here. Uh, he says, which HDP host does this sound like? PC gaming is too hard. I can't win. I used to be good on Xbox. <laughs> hmm. David Snyder, you talk a lot of shit. 1v1 me. Call of Duty next weekend. Let's go. 
You know he's picking it up, you know right? Right, Dave, you're going to get no, that. It's he'll be scary. Oh, I didn't, I didn't pick that up because I'm playing Paladins and I'm playing Realm Royale. That's my shooters. I'm playing the Ghost Recon. Get fuck out of here, Snyder. Come at me, bro, when you can actually beat me in a 1v1 Call of Duty. Fuck you, motherfucker you. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, we've got another salty question here from Alan Maybe, oh, your friend. BFC Leo 10. Jesus, why are you scared to play me in the greatest game ever? Oh Paladins. Oh, wow. And stop challenging me in other games until you play me in Paladins. Uh, look, I already whooped his ass once in Siege. Obviously, Penpoint Red lost miserably last night to Brink, representing HGP Brink. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was representing HGP, and, and he was out there for us, and... Uh, he pretty much slaughtered Penpoint Red twenty to zero. Like he well, had twenty kills, Pen got zero kills, and uh, even Brink like he even let Pen cheat. What? <laughs> and he still no. won. <laughs> and Brink even offered at the end. He's like, "Look, man. He's like, you want to go another round so you can at least try to get a kill." And Penpoint Red was so devastated. He said, "No, thank you." Oh, so, left like, with his tail between his legs. Yeah, he was uh he got real shut down. I mean, he was trying to blame... What was he trying to say it was? He was trying to say... I think he was just getting really drunk and high because he was trying to blame the drugs oh, and alcohol. Uh, it says here, and I think it comes with a question here, mm -hmm. Jesus. It mm -hmm. says... He he says, look, I said, I think I was hacked. Oh, yeah. I think I was hacked. Yeah. Somebody got into my Xbox and played as me against Brink last night. <laughs> he, wants us, he wants to know from us, the experts here, if there's a security feature that I can turn on to make sure this travesty doesn't happen. John, I think there is. I think there is. Um, yeah, so... Don't challenge you go your Xbox and Don't get so goddamn drunk, okay? No, and then he gets on the stream and he's like, guys, I practice by playing Titanfall 2. <laughs> he, he told Brink he was practicing by playing Titanfall 2 to beat Brink and Destiny. And, and even Brink was like, you're practicing playing Titanfall? <laughs> Brink was kind of like, okay, whatever, like, good luck. <laughs> and I mean, I knew from the beginning, there's no way Pen could beat Brink at, at this game. There's just no way. I mean, if I could beat Pen at Gears Five or Gears Four, and I didn't even practice, and I never even really played Gears multiplayer, and I beat him in the second match, he didn't even get a kill. I just killed him like ten times in a row. I mean. It's just been like, you're not a good multiplayer gamer, brother. Just give Whoa, it up. hold on there. Oh, yay. But give it up. You look and here, Alan you... just both suck. Let's be real. <laughs> GF and G needs to stay in their lane. That's all I'm saying. David Bam. Snyder, too. David Snyder, too. Fuck you, David Snyder. HGP wins. Yeah. GFNG loses. We're like Batman and the Joker. Like, Batman's always going to win, dude. Batman's always going to fucking win. Just the Joker's always going to lose. No matter how hard he tries, no matter how bad he breaks the Batman's back, Batman always comes back and fucks him up. That's right. Not right, I don't Mayo. even need to get in there. I can just watch, yeah. sit on the side sideline and with, eat my popcorn. Mayo, what challenge would you accept from these guys if they wanted to challenge you at a game? What game would you accept them? Um, I think you know the best option right now is going to be Call of Duty because we'll be able to have cross-play. I picked That's it up. I told you them. And I'm going to be a complete new guy at Call of Duty. I don't play Call wow, of Duty. See, Mayo's a noob at Call of Duty, guys. And you guys still don't accept our challenge. I'm so scared there, I'm Mayo. Gonna, I'm going to be brand spanking new with this game. Not just 
you know, not the new Call of Duty, but like any Call of Duty, you know. So wow. I played the beta. That's all I played. I mean, me so. and Brink already told Penn we could two like you know how they have that two v two mode or whatever. We're like, dude, we'll do two v two. Me and Brink against you and whoever you choose to be on your side. Him and Snyder could be together, and we probably win. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Penn. We're, We're throwing just... that challenge out there now. I have to get Call of Duty. <laughs> Gunny, Gunny and Mayo versus Pinpoint Red, and then Alan maybe, and I bet G- Jeff and G will lose. <laughs> Mayo's over here, like, yeah, they're probably gonna, they're gonna lose Mayo. Let's be real. Okay. <laughs> Pan will be high out of his mind. I got no shooter time in me, so I'll pick it up pretty quick. Yeah. All right. All right. Our next question, another one from Brian here. Hmm. Brian Tolby asked, "Okay, PC masturbations. We're planning. We are planning on getting the boys laptops for Christmas." They want to play a game by which I mean Roblox, Minecraft, and other basic games. Can I get away with just getting them Chromebooks? No. I don't. I don't think so. I know somebody had replied. I'm looking on our uh, on our notes here, but I know that my kid. Uh, you can message me, Brian, on that because my kid plays Roblox on his PC, uh, and he runs like you know these scripts that I don't think they're large files, but they're they're basically just mods for things for, like, Roblox. Um, and the other one, my kid loves Minecraft the Java Edition, which I think is the same price as if you were to buy it on Xbox One or the win- what I consider the Windows 10 store, uh, which is around that $26 mark. But you can do mods with this Java Edition. So you're really just going to Mojang.com and purchasing it from there, which still exists. Uh, just mm-hmm. Microsoft's just the actual owner of it, but um, yeah, he loves it, and you know he he installed it here on my computer. Um, it's not something for me. Uh, I didn't purchase it, so I just play like on his account. But things look, you know, visually better. I'd say, I guess, with all these different things. Um, so yeah, I don't think just a Chromebook would work. And that and, and then to just storage wise too. I don't think Chromebooks have a whole lot of storage. They don't like have any really save to save it's, your games on. You know, it's, it's an Android. Save it and yeah. It's like Google OS or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. I believe it's Android Google OS. Google I've OS. seen it only a few times. Somebody at work has one. I mean, they're they're good for web browsing, and that's about it, honestly. Um, I would recommend just trying to find like a cheap gaming laptop. Those games don't really seem to be graphic intensive at all, uh, especially like Roblox and if that's what you're gonna right. be playing is Roblox so, and Minecraft. You could get away with like a, I would say a six hundred dollar gaming laptop if you're going for laptops. You could play it, play it a little cheaper than that because I mean. But I mean, as far as gaming laptops, I don't know how cheap they really are gonna get. They're probably gonna get down to five hundred at most. Yeah. So, so Mayo, with that said, which I talked about, um, and the different texture packs that my kid downloaded, they look, they're pretty cool, man. I've never seen anything like it before. But one of the things I've noticed is running these on my PC, uh, and even on his laptop, it's like I'm getting like nine frames a second or something. So I really have to dial back a lot of things within the game. I haven't had that issue. Okay, I'll, I'll... Maybe I'll show that to you later because it's really literally running at nine frames a second. Um, we haven't ran mods in a while on Minecraft. We used to do it all the time back in the day, 
and uh, we've always used the Java edition. I bought Minecraft, I think when it was like five dollars back when it was in like super pre-alpha, and I've had it forever. But um, see, like right now on Amazon, I found a an Acer laptop. It's a fifteen inch, fifteen and a half inch AMD laptop, but it's six hundred bucks. I mean, that's eight gigs of RAM. Uh, one terabyte hard drive, and it has a Ryzen 5 2500U. It's refurbished, but hey, it's, I, it's six. I think those bucks. are good, Brian. I think you should probably go with like what Jesus was talking about. So something cheap, man, like a little laptop, a game. Because I mean, as, at least those graphics cards are optimized. You yeah, know, at to, least you'll know the gaming laptop might, if they want to play something other than Minecraft and Roblox. They will be able to, I think, add low graphic settings. You know what I mean? Right. It'll be at that 1080p, of course, but yeah. but they're not going to look horrible. They'll no, just, no. you know, it obviously won't be a 4K, but yeah, uh, my kid, you know, he's fine with his 1080p, uh, and everything plays. Look, I found pretty an good even I found an even cheaper laptop on Amazon, a fucking three hundred and nine dollar laptop. It's a gaming laptop. It has a Vega 3 graphics card with 4 gigs of RAM, 128 gig hard drive, AMD Ryzen 3, 3200. It's an older gaming laptop, but eh. Yeah, it would work for those kind of games and stuff. Yeah, $110 right now. It's on sale. 40 bucks off. So there you go. I mean, that's a cheap fucking, that's the, that's the cheapest gaming laptop you're ever going to find. <laughs> <laughs> to be real with you um yeah the other one the other game i'm taking thinking of too brian would be a, a like a gary's mod type game uh, that would be fun to play i don't know if the kids will really be into that i think they're going to be playing like fortnite and fucking roblox and minecraft like i was just thinking of something you could add mods to you know and really tweak the game nothing that's too pc intensive but something where you could add like a you know, like I said, that third-party mod site or Steam Workshop or whatever it might be. Um, uh, maybe not his that kids, Roblox and Minecraft need I don't any of that think, stuff. I don't think his kids are into like into uh, mods. Um, I think well, most kids. Point, I don't have think, a laptop. No, but I think most kids wouldn't care about that. They just want to have a gaming laptop because they want to be able to game on the go, on the go, or how they see people gaming on streams on PC. Okay, see, I was thinking, you know, they can play those on their... Like my daughter. Xbox. She you can play these games on Xbox One. I just thought they wanted more options. Because like my, daughter, my daughter, the way she looks at, at gaming on the PC, because she knows I have a gaming PC, she's like, whoa. And she knows that it's a gaming PC because she watches streamers. And she knows, like, that's what people streaming games, that's what they do. That's how they play Roblox and Minecraft on the PC. I think that's just all it is. Yeah. Uh, All right. You'll be fine. I think with one of those cheaper gaming laptops, don't go for a Chromebook, though, man, because they're gonna get fucking. Uh, yeah. So ba- a Chromebook <laughs> is basically just a le- is a tablet with a uh, <laughs> keyboard. keyboard. Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. It's a fucking iPad with a keyboard on it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. All right. Next question is from Gib eight seven seven seven. Uh, he wants to know if we'll be buying the next-gen consoles, or we're just going to upgrade our PCs. Um, 
I'm upgrading my PC. Because you think about, they're talking about ray tracing and all that shit, right? Right now. Right. And, and Ryzen 3, third generation. That's already out now for PC. That's what that's what Iams bought. He bought a 3200 or whatever fucking Ryzen 7 or whatever the fuck. <laughs> 3700 next. Year, next. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. By next year, that Ryzen chip is going to drop in price and they're going to be introducing new ones. On top of that, the 2080 RTX cards are going to be dropping in price significantly. They're going to be introducing the maybe the 30 series or whatever, 3000 series or whatever. So I'm thinking just wait for that. Get that. You know, be, yeah. And, and outpower the consoles that are coming out at that time. Or be on par with them. You're probably going to outpower them. Let's be real. Yeah, and probably for about the same price too. I mean, the money. Okay, say uh, 2080 drops in price to it's it's 700 dollars now. It'll probably drop down to 500. Yeah, maybe even 400 on sale. Goodbye. 50. Yeah, you might be able to find one for 400 on like Black Friday or holidays or a special or something like that. Yeah. And you slap it in your PC even without upgrading your CPU or anything like that. You're gonna probably outpower them at that point, even. Yeah. That's yeah, about I what think... you have the new console. I mean, it's kind of a a wash at that point. You know, you you're still gonna you're gonna spend five hundred dollars on one graphics card and you know be good for a while, or you can spend five hundred on the console and you're gonna stick with that until a new their elite new version of the console comes out. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think we're we're in the age now as these councils are going to start coming out more often. And now you council people. That'd be my question: yeah. is Are you going to buy all do these councils every time they come out? Are do you going to buy five hundred dollar consoles every three years? <laughs> every span, yeah. Like, are you going to buy every new Xbox, and then two years later, maybe another version comes out, and you buy that version you know too? What I think is going to happen with that mail. Yes. For me, cell phone plan style. It's gonna go where like I, I think if if Microsoft knows they're gonna be releasing a new console every two or three years, they're gonna be like, hey, how about you guys just sign up for the Xbox family console gaming plan where you get Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which is Xbox Live and Game Pass, and our newest console. Every time the new one comes out, you can now upgrade if you pay us. The low, low price of $22 a month. Well, didn't didn't Microsoft do that one time when they the did. Xbox One? Yes, yeah. they did. Weren't they doing like a thing they, where they you tested can it, yeah. like a payment on it? And they tested that basically saying you could get yeah. Xbox Game and Pass some with people, it. Some people did. And if you had enough you know, credit, it was like $30 a month or something yeah, like that. Like, yeah, I think for the Xbox One S, I think it was like, it was really cheap. It was like 22 bucks a month or something. And you got Xbox Live with that too, though. So you got Xbox Live every month and like a console for 22 bucks a month for two years. Now they could do that with this and be like, hey, you're going to get a a Xbox One for, I don't know, fucking 30 bucks a month for two years. You know what I mean? They make $720 on you in right. those two years. That's enough to cover the cost of a new console mm-hmm. for them. And they can upgrade your hardware constantly and make sure you stay with them in their ecosystem circle yeah, life I, son i if i was right. them i'd be doing that why not I, that's uh, you know what i mean even do it next year when the console's coming out 
instead of having like this huge price tag where a console is going to cost people 600 bucks how many more people you think will be buying the xbox one whatever it's called xbox one scarlet we'll call it that for now next year if microsoft comes out and says hey our next console isn't 600 bucks it's not 500 it's not 400 it's not even 200 all you have to do is sign up and get a credit check or whatever thirty dollars day one you'll have it in your house with game pass with game pass and xbox live for a year yeah it's all there no no as long as you pay the 30 bucks a month as long as you keep the payment oh right all included it's all included in the one price just fucking keep paying us every every month you make your payment your account stays good everything stays good you miss a payment of 30 bucks we're going to shut down your xbox live account for that month and you can't play so you have to pay us you know to catch up or whatever it works they would get so yeah, many more they, people to buy that console, I think. They would. They need to do that right out the gate, right? It would that, be smart. That be, yeah, that would be very smart for them. I mean, to me, it's it's a no-brainer because you've already bundled Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate and all that shit together. Why not just fucking make it a subscription to buy a console? We do it with... Sony coming out, like, you put it right beside a PlayStation if the PlayStation wasn't doing a thing like that, and you had the option of saying, okay, let's say PlayStation come out at 500 yeah. You go into a store as a consumer and you see yeah, $500 or $30. Or I'm going to drop $500 in one shot. You know? I and mean, that's only going to be at the Microsoft store. It's not going to be available through GameStop. Right. But, but, you know I mean, but whatever. But, but let's say might... you make it available at Best Buy or whatever. And people see that. Like Mayo's saying, you see a $30 price tag or $500 price. You ask the Best Buy employee that's been there for two weeks on holiday and he's like, what does this one do that this one doesn't? Well, this is Xbox and this is PlayStation. What, what do they do that's different? Uh, nothing. <laughs> they both do ray tracing. They both do 4K. They both do 120 frames. They both have a solid-state hard drive. What's he going to say? He's going to be like, well, the only difference is that one is Xbox and one is PlayStation, and they both have cross-play, and this one's cheaper because it's 30 bucks a month right now. People I mean, yeah, long run, it's going to be more expensive, yeah. but people don't necessarily have that $500 up front to pay. Yeah, true. You know? right. And so it's going to be, you know, especially say it's holidays, it's coming out during the holidays. How many parents are going to look at would look at that and go, okay, if I only pay the 30 bucks now, I can buy other stuff, you know, for other people and not have to worry about money so much during the holidays. And I can make my kid happy by getting them this new Xbox Scarlet. And they have it, and I only spent thirty bucks on it. And yeah, I know I'm going to pay for it on the road, but you know what? I'm going to spend money on it regardless, anyways, because yeah. you know you're used to spending money on Game Pass and and all that kind of stuff as a parent. And so, yeah, I, I think know with the next Xbox, I probably would. Gonna, I mean, it's going to release with that next Halo game and Gears of War Six. And we're game so ingrained with our phones. You know, we look at it with our phones. We you know we go out and we. We Every year, I'm upgrading my fucking need, phone. We don't need to upgrade. Yeah. We'll look at our phone and be like, this thing doesn't work as good as it will, or as well as it did you know, two years ago. I think I just need a new one. It's only $30 a month. That's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, and you don't look at the, the total costs. You know, this phone's over $1,000. You just think it as, yeah, 30 bucks a month. I can swing that, you know? and Yeah. My phone, 40 bucks a month. That's cool. Yeah. And I don't Maybe. even use it that much. 
If you right. look at it as a phone buying it outright, how much is it outright? Over a thousand dollars, twelve hundred bucks yeah. or some shit. Yeah. yeah, I looked at those Galaxy S tens or elevens, whatever. I was like, oh, fifteen hundred dollars starting off. But like, I'll do the T Mobile plan for sure. I'll not? add it on there. And I, and I think Microsoft. I mean, yeah. my Note Nine was like thirty bucks a month, and they had buy one get one free when I did mine. So I got two of them oh, for thirty good. bucks a month, two years. So. I think that Microsoft should really look at something like this, especially with Google Stadia being out there, because Google Stadia, believe it or not, if next year they're at holiday season competing with Microsoft and Sony, which they will be, you know, because they're releasing this year, next year the full release of Stadia is out. And and parents see Google Stadia, no downloads, no nothing, you plug and play on ETV anywhere for 120 20 bucks a month or 129 bucks a month for that starter bundle and you're comparing that price tag with Microsoft's Xbox that's 500 or Sony PlayStation that's 500 and you're like well is the performance the same on Stadia and people are like yeah all you need is the internet the people are going to be flocking the fucking and a Stadia. controller yeah. Everybody's yeah. got a controller laying around, but is it Bluetooth? Yeah, it's a question. It doesn't matter. It's just people will be flocking to Stadia, I think, because people will be like, "Why the fuck do I need the new Xbox? Because it does 4K. Stadia will do 4K. What the fuck? You know?" And I think if I was Microsoft, I would be looking at some kind of fucking bundling, financing, fucking something option. You know what I mean? Some kind of like, "Hey, we'll eat the cost if some of the people don't pay or whatever. We'll just." Mm-hmm. If you don't pay, we'll ban your account on Xbox Live. Good luck playing, motherfucker. You know what right. I mean? Right. It's the only yes. thing they gotta do, and people will pay because they don't want to lose that fucking account. <laughs> so Correct. people will pay. So I think that that's the way you gotta do it. Yeah, they need to reach out to places like I bet Amazon might not be on board with oh, it yeah. unless they strike a deal with them. Uh, GameStop is. GameStop would do. Who it. knows? They're, you know, Gabe's up on their last leg, so who knows? They might yeah, even they go, might fine, we'll offer that to them yeah. so they can apply for the credit, you know? The only thing I could think would be a real negative thing is, say, uh, people selling them. Like, say you're paying 30 bucks a month, okay, um, I'm hard up for money. I'm going to take a thing to GameStop, and they're going to give me $300 in cash to walk out the door. And who cares if my account's closed because I'm not going to use it anymore anyways. I just turned it in, you know. And then the yeah, next there's going to be those. There, there will you know, be those the people. This guy's going to buy it, you know, and he's going to log in his Xbox account and it's going to be good. So it would be... Yeah. Yeah, you can do that too. I think one way that Microsoft can get around that is they can somehow tie the account to the console and when like have like a certain so, serial number right, or something. Right, serial number, yeah. Where if... GameStop scans it. GameStop, oh no, like with they can match it against Microsoft's database, and it'll be like, hey, this is being financed. You can't trade this in. True. And, and they could be like, like, hey, look, this thing awesome. is being financed. We can't take it in as a trade, and we have to get it paid off. Or we just make them look different, and then that think way about cell phones. Like, it. like think about a cell phone. Like right now, like I have a cell phone that's tied to my phone carrier. I can't just pull out the SIM card on my phone and go to AT and T and be like, hey give me a SIM card for my phone because the SIM card won't work. They'll be like, you have to right. get it unlocked. So I think that Microsoft could somehow, some way, lock their consoles to only work on one account or whatever. You know what I mean? And be mm-hmm. like, no new accounts can be added to this or, you know, if you added that account, that account it has to be a family account or something like that or have to be in the same address or something. I think they have to be able to do something like that. But yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but that's hey, what I but, think, uh, Ryan. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about cell phones here. But um, for me, I, I don't remember if the Anaconda and what's the other code name for Xbox? Scarlet. Anaconda. I don't think it's oh. Anaconda anymore. I think it's just Scarlet. Oh, I, I think they're two different things. One of them's just the regular. The other one's supposed to be the pro or something. Nah, I think it's just one gunny. I think they squished that a while back. Did they really? I thought they were talking about obviously they're going to make a regular normal Xbox One, but I thought I would probably if they said that they weren't going to come out with like a pro version till I don't know, a year from launch of the regular one, that I thought, well, I would just wait, you know? So I wouldn't upgrade immediately. I would just wait for the pro to come out. I thought I heard they were talking like this is kind of the pro one. Yeah, like this is the high end one. They only have wasn't yeah. good you know like and so they just pretty much and at the e3 they were talking about that that there's only going to be the one i thought yeah i mean it, that we talked about that too would make more sense just come out with you know one console does it all yeah. there's not any confusion as to you know uh but anyway the like the next playstation 5 i think i'm gonna wait on that i always wait because xbox is my primary place for where my games are uh, and as far as upgrading my PC, is that being an option? I think, yeah, I'd rather get the new console because I don't play what? a ton of games on my PC. But that can change. You can change that with crossplay coming out for everything. What do you, you mean? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm just saying that. I mean, if I buy. I just don't. Pl- I play most of my games on the console, so I'm just saying I can. I'm not going to. Why not like, change that next generation? You're starting now fresh. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm leaving that. I mean, we got a ways to go, right? So I have time to decide. Yeah, so yeah. I guess I'm not sure at this point because I do want to get a new keyboard and I have my mouse and yeah, uh, I've got new, the right monitor. G- yeah, I need hard drives. So, I mean, there's that too. So I will be doing some upgrades, but. And yeah, your RTX card, bro, and that's, you're good to go. Look, I think what it is, Jesus, when we get to that E3, man, he's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be this, this, and this. And then I think at that point I can be like, well, do I need to go get that 2080 Ti or save my money for the next Xbox? So time will tell, I right? I don't know, man. I think that you should just go with I would that. save your money now for the next graphics card, probably, <laughs> if I had a guess, in June of next year. And get the newest graphics card. Start saving now. You save about seven hundred bucks, and then you'd yeah. be good to go about June of next year. Yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. the RTX twenty eighty Ti. Get a RTX thirty eighty Super. Whatever the fuck they release next year. <laughs> Hybrid plus yes. Mega card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Sean Fuller, who's full of it from horribly awkward, wants to know why he can't find a decent pizza at three o'clock in the morning. What gives on that man? Doesn't what he live in Fresno? Wouldn't, He's in you, Fresno. You, you need think, to go to New York. You would Sean. think there'd be something open at 3 a.m. in Fresno, motherfucker. What the fuck? I'm pretty sure yeah. he could find something. He's a decent, so, so he's probably not thinking some dive bar oh, <laughs> pizza, you know? Yeah, but I mean, still, like, it's Fresno, man. <laughs> you could find something, I'm sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something has to be open. That's good pizza. Why, Speedway. Why does he Gas want pizza? <laughs> why does he want pizza at three a.m.? What's he doing at three in the morning awake? 
You know he's not awake at that time. What the right. Last time to go to work. That's that's about my breakfast time. Anyways, let's move on to the next question. John Jerome asked, "What would you want carved on your tombstone?" He said, "It's kind of morbid, but it's almost Halloween." Hmm. What would you want carved on your tombstone? Hmm. This is a, a weird question to be asking right now, but uh, yeah, yeah, really weird, especially considering what gun he just sent. Wow. Yeah, we'll skip that one. Yeah, well, was, we're gonna skip this one due to certain circumstances. Jonathan Hall asked if gaming was no longer a thing, but you wanted to keep podcasting as HTP. What would the new G be? Horrible blank podcast, so it has to be a G. And I wanted to keep podcasting, but gaming is not a thing anymore. Hmm. Horrible. I would just switch it to guys. Horrible guys podcast. <laughs> I mean, horrible. But he said gaming is no longer a thing, so I don't think we can include any kind of gaming. So it would just be like, yeah, like a general podcast about whatever about life, I guess. I or, or like guest, horrible guest podcast. Horrible guest podcast. That's a good one, man. Good one right there. Horrible guest podcast. We just get guests on and talk to them. That would be so weird if gaming was no longer a thing. What the fuck is that even possible? Maybe the horrible, horrible grandpa podcast. We'll be talking about Gunny over there. Whenever he. Fucking Gunny. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyways, moving on now. John and all. I mean, Alan, maybe. Oh, you said we read all these. Uh, Jedi of Light. Uh, I think he has some Discord. Uh, why will Google Stadia succeed when OnLife basically did the exact same thing years ago and failed? They have money and they see <laughs> what the gaming industry is. They they want to succeed and they're going to make everything they can possibly have happen to make that succeed, I think, at this point. Yeah. I think that... They see money out there. They see the fucking money. They're blizzard. <laughs> they see that fucking money out there. Like, fuck this. We see Microsoft making money. We see fucking PlayStation making money. We see Nintendo's money. We want that money too. Fuck you guys. We see that Twitch money. You fuckers competing with YouTube. We see you. And we want that money. So, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think that it's going to succeed for sure. I think that. I think we're definitely going to see the success of it next year. Like I said. If these new consoles come out and they're priced at five hundred bucks or four hundred bucks even, and you have the option to play Stadia for hundred and twenty nine bucks, a lot of people are going to go for that Stadia option because it is way cheaper. And Stadia does not have Game Pass, but Stadia does have UPlay Pass, which is exclusive to the PC. Unless you play pass somehow gets on consoles between now and next year, it's gonna be exclusive to Stadia. That's fifteen bucks a month. You get a hundred games from Uplay or Ubisoft or whatever. So and I think they said that that uh that Stadia premium or whatever, that ten bucks a month, that four K streaming or whatever. That's gonna be like uh 
They said it's going to be like Xbox uh, games with gold and PlayStation Plus games where like you get one free game a month, like a random game a month for free. So, yeah, you're going to be getting free games a month, 10 bucks a month. Streaming, I think it's going to be a, a hit. <laughs> I personally do think it's going to be a hit. Anyways. And then Google says they're too big to fail, right? Yeah, well, I, I think they really are. <laughs> I just think that... Uh, like I Google's said, man. <laughs> you hear my phone go off. <laughs> you fucking, you fucking, you compare 129 bucks to 500 bucks. Any parent will be like, "Give me that 129 dollar thing." <laughs> my kid's gonna be playing fucking Fortnite on this shit. <laughs> Give me that 129 dollar box. I'll take that over this fucking bullshit fucking 600 dollar Xbox One, whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I had to step out for some personal business. But just to, I just wanted to add on to that was that I think also we're going to see at some of these retailers, like your Targets, your Walmarts, you're going to see those these these Chromecast things on those end caps with play games with this. Yeah, play the you latest, know? play Cyberpunk twenty. Play Fortnite, play Call of Duty, play yeah. Play Red Dead Redemption Two. You're gonna see those types of ads. Play it anywhere. And I, but it, but it won't be immediate, right? Like we said, it's gonna be that whatever price it's gonna be. But it, at at fifty nine dollars for that for that Chromecast or what have you, right? That's gonna be an eye catcher, especially with uh, with parents. Oh yeah, dude. And like I said, man, if if games come out next year, like if Xbox comes out and and Sony PlayStation come out. And their specs are not going to be like on par with PC. Stadia's marketing, all they got to do to switch up the marketing and be better than the console is say, hey, those fucking things over there, <laughs> they do 120 frames. Well, we do all that and ray tracing and everything all at once with no downloads. Just plug and play. You don't got to wait for a fucking update. You don't got to wait for the stupid xbox dashboard update just fucking plug and play motherfucker let's go play with your similar. favorite youtuber uh you know play i mean they'll just i think they're just going to go on a marketing <sighs> I think they're gonna, spree for, i think they're going to kick ass dude yeah, I, I really think that next year you're going to see a lot more stadia being thrown out there and i think that the games that are going to bring a lot of hype to it. I think it's going to be like Cyberpunk. When Cyberpunk releases next year and it looks better on Stadia than it does on Xbox One X, that's going to be a big fucking thing on the news, I think. You know what I mean? Because you know that fucking Digital Foundry is going to be doing their comparison videos. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you see here on Stadia, there is no frame rate dip. But if you look at the Xbox One X, you see the frame rate dip here. (laughs) that's how he talks. it It drops 4%. And now we see better performance on Stadia. You're going to be doing all these fucking Digital Foundry fucking comparisons and shit. And you know what's going to happen. And the game- you see the launch times. Yeah. You'll see instant play yeah. or download install. You know what's going to happen? I know what's going to happen. Or load times. Load times. Like, he's going to be watching that video going, Mom, get in here. <laughs> they're gonna, well, no, think about this too. Like in Cyberpunk, the game is big. Right? You're going to be a lot of loading screens, a lot of screens that are loading. And you're learning in instances. You're learning into the world. Xbox is going to be stuck with, even on the Xbox One X, you're going to be stuck with those slow-ass hard drives that are super slow. No, those are new Google, for the Xbox One, yeah. Google 
Stadia is running off of PC hardware. They've already said, they're like, yeah, we're going to have the latest PCs with the latest graphics cards always. They said always. So, like, if a new graphics card comes out, they're going to be upgrading their systems to the new graphics cards. So I'm pretty sure that Stadia's loading times for, like, Cyberpunk is going to be way faster than the loading times you're going to see on an Xbox One X. Unless you have somehow installed an SSD into your fucking Xbox One X or something. I think you're going to see the load times be way faster on Stadia. And I personally think Stadia is going to outperform the Xbox One X this year. Even on Destiny and shit like that. Even on Red Dead. I think so. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. You know, when, when Red Dead releases next month on Stadia and Digital Foundry is doing the comparison videos of Stadia and PC Red Dead Redemption 2 and... They're pretty, like, they're going to be like, well, PC is obviously better with an R2 2080 Ti, but if you're running a regular graphics card or blah, 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 uh, comparing these two is actually pretty similar, and uh, the 60 frames a second on Stadia is pretty stable, and, you know, even considering the internet or whatever, the Stadia is running pretty stable, and but compared to the Xbox One X, Stadia is the best way to play Red Dead. That's right. it, man. Or it's you know? going to be... It's going to be PC performance without the PC headache, yeah. you know, kind of. don't have to worry about fucking PC shit, about anything. You just plug and play, man. It's bringing PC... Stadia's pretty much bringing, like, the PC experience to console users without any... Like, you literally don't have to fucking... You could be a potato and probably learn how to plug it in and play it. That's going to be the... the really cool part about it too yeah. is grandma can walk over and go let me this goes in the back of the tv right here okay yeah. which way is up nope just, nope just put it in Turn grandma it just down. fucking nope. plug that shit in whatever you know like, oh i found yeah it. i think you're you're right exactly we're gonna really see a push in the summer i think they're really gonna push uh stadia before these new consoles come out and yes. like look do this now you know why they have the advantage over yeah. xbox and sony I think they're really going to push their platform. They're going to be like, look how much better like all these games run on Stadia than they do on the current PS4 Pro or the Xbox One X. Look at Watch Dogs Legion. Look at Cyberpunk. Look at all these new games coming out. They all run better on our shit. It makes sense. Well, as Microsoft, whose slogan was it? It says always like play best on Xbox, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, play best on Xbox One X. <laughs> you see Stadia is going to be like... <laughs> And played even better on Stadia. <laughs> played even yeah. bestest on Stadia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen. And I think they're going to get a like, big company. I think eventually, like, they're going to get Fortnite on board. And once Fortnite hits, dude, and kids, and they learn, like, I can play Fortnite on anywhere, any screen. It's like, yes, kid, you can play Fortnite on any screen. Everyone's going to want that shit, dude. Fortnite and Apex and all these fucking games and and if they get PUBG and like hey look PUBG runs at 60 frames on Stadia because it's a PC hardware it's not a console hardware that's the that's the key thing about Stadia it's PC hardware and it's not tied to like this underpowered system it's always going to be upgraded to the latest one you know what I mean that's the cool thing about it in my opinion mm-hmm it might cost a little bit more because you're using a lot of data and you got to pay for that on your data cap or whatever, but... Well, some of you do. <laughs> like me. But it'll be <laughs> worth it. I mean, I already go over my fucking data anyway, so fuck it. I already have unlimited data. Might as well put Stadia to use next year, you know? I'm probably going to cancel my computer, though, because I don't have no games to play this year. 
But next year, I'll probably be jumping on the stadium hype train. Come watch dogs or whatever the fuck. Come on, you know you want to be an early adopter. You're going to keep it just to play those hobo <sighs> games, gonna, those kid games. <laughs> we got to try it, right? It's day one. That's what he's going to say. I want to have my gamer tag will be Stadia Founders since day Send one. me your pre-order, Jesus. I'll play it. <laughs> you want send me to send you a pre-order? <laughs> <laughs> I could get you in, Gunny, three months for free. Sweet. Mm. I need to get the Chromecast deal. That's what I need to get. So, <laughs> I need to... I mean, I'm hoping I'll... Maybe I'll just buy it. Like, I'll just be in Target telling my wife, look what I found. One thing about Stadia, though, that there people are saying is that they got didn't Mayo post this in the Discord that controller on the PC. Like if you're playing on the browser, you gotta mm-hmm. need to plug the controller to the PC. <laughs> and yeah. uh, if you're playing on your phone, you gotta have the wire to the phone or whatever. But on the TV, it's gonna be wireless. I'm like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> the TV is probably the most important one. Have all of those things, you know what I mean? Like if you can be wireless on your TV, then fuck it, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, and if you have to plug it in your PC, I mean, you sit right beside your PC already, yeah. so I mean, it's not like... <laughs> It'd be so hard to plug Unless it's like a three-inch wire they include with that thing. <laughs> you got a little <laughs> yeah. tiny wire, guys. A little tiny wire you can use. <laughs> it's included. We include the wire for you, you know? I don't know. Anyways, I think Sadia's going to be a hit. I think everyone's sleeping on it, and I think next year you guys are going to be like... Stadia is going to be like a household name. Everyone's going to know Stadia just like you know, like Xbox and PlayStation and all that stuff. Yeah. On Live failed, I think, because I actually tried On Live when it was out back in like, when was it, 2011 maybe, 2012? I tried it once. <laughs> and the reason it failed is because it was shit. It literally was shit. It was like, I think I tried to play Homefront on it and like, I could see home fronts. It was like 720p or something, but it was like so fucking jittery and literally it was probably running like at 10 frames a second, maybe five. It was like like a slideshow. It was like lag, but lag. It was just really bad. You try to like move to the right, and the character would like like fucking Robotron to the right. Try to move to the left, you Robotron to the left. It was just like really bad. It was fucking horrible. I don't know if you guys ever tried it. No, me, it I remember it, but I don't remember any videos or it was anything of really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> what was what was Ouya? Was that the same thing? No, Ouya was that that Android like the little Android homebrew like home console that was like Android software. I remember like you could play any Android game on your home TV like a console. So it was like a big thing where like you could now play your phone games. It was a RetroPie, is that what it was? It was kind of like a RetroPie, yeah. Okay, all right. It was like a little. It looked like a GameCube, like a little box. Yes, thing. I remember yeah. the GameCube. It did look like a GameCube. Yep. Yeah, and it was okay. like, oh, and it was a big deal because yeah. like, like it was kickstarted, and then like Notch, the dude from Minecraft, he backed it, and like a bunch of other fucking game people backed it or whatever. But he was the biggest one. I think he pledged like, how much was it? Like a fucking. $30,000 or something towards it or some shit. <laughs> so much he gave to, like, support Ouya. And it was just, like, a flop, dude. That thing was a flop. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, online failed because it was shit. And, and quite frankly, Stadia's launching with Destiny, like I said last week. You need to have good latency for that kind of shooter. And pretty sure they're going to prove it. And also with Red Dead. 
That'll be a pretty big hit, I think. Yeah, and going forward, and let's say this is successful for what they consider successful in the first year or two, and then we're going to start seeing televisions yeah. already have this that app installed. Yeah, because yeah. they got deals with like big company, big TV makers like Samsung and Sony and shit. They were like, put fucking Google Stadia in your TV, and we'll pay you so much money or whatever. Correct. That'd be yeah, good, smart man. TV. Who doesn't have a smart TV these days? Yeah. yeah. Just another app. Who's still using dumb TVs? Yeah, who are you people out there? <laughs> smart TVs smart have been TV. around since like 2011. If you don't have a smart TV, you need to get a new TV. They I still make them. TV. I've seen them at Target. I'm like, okay, that's Mail. a hobo TV. Do you have a smart box? TV? No, I don't. I used to <gasps> what? Okay, hold on, hold on. Did you make your TV a smart TV? Yes, by I, adding, I made it smart. Did you add a Roku or anything to it to make it a smart TV? Yes, I... It's a smart TV. So then it's a smart TV. <laughs> That's what I meant, because I do have this, the other Sony Bravia in the, in the room. It's old, but it has... Yeah, a I, got, I got one more special news article here. I'm going to... Uh, I'm just going to read it. This, this is just for our friends over at GFNG. Hmm. It's, it says... This is from the register, and it says, Game over. Atari VCS architect quits project. Claim he hasn't been paid for six months. Six hmm. months? What? <laughs> it's a special report. It says, The architect of Atari's much-delayed retro console, the Atari VCS, has quit the project, claiming he hasn't been paid in six months. The departure could put the entire affair in doubt. Wow. That, you know, wow. Wow. I just don't think this thing is ever going to release. I think it's going to be like one of those things that like eventually, like, like by the end of next year, when like they don't, I don't think, because right now the release date is March 2020, and I don't think they're going to hit that. And even if they do, I think it's going to be like an Ouya, where like no one buys it. It's just sitting there. And it says here the techie claimed Atari haven't paid invoices going back over six months to his design. Damn. And it says uh, Tim Giant, I think is the guy's name. It says, which was working on the VCS, adding, as a small company, we have been lucky to survive this, this long. So. Yeah. This is it's only it's unclear whether Atari will be able to complete complete this project without Wyatt. And it received a prototype motherboard last month, and Wyatt and his team were in the middle of debugging it before deciding to draw stumps and quit. Well, that was a good dream there for you, Penn. We're sorry that your dreams are being crushed this week by Brink destroying your hopes and dreams of beating him at Destiny. And uh, your your game console that you were looking forward to is pretty much dead in the water. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> PCS is dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it says here that uh, back in March in 2018, Atari announced that it was going to be at an annual games conference in San Francisco to show off prototypes of the console and the controllers. 
And uh, the register said they attended, and they found a bunch of empty boxes and no working models. <laughs> oh, man. That sucks. I'm sorry, VCS. Atari. Atari's dead, dude. Just face it, guys. Atari is dead. Sorry, Gunny. I know it was. I think the best thing to do is learn from Nintendo. Throw out a couple of retro consoles. You know. I really today. wanted a retro console too. Yeah. Yeah, but I think we got one more question here from our friend Pork Chop Boo. <laughs> he changed his name to Pork Chop Boo. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I even left a little ghost in there on the outline notes. Ghost. Yeah, he says, cool. uh, going to be buying Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC? I wasn't, but then I saw that trailer. Same here, dude. I saw that fucking 4K trailer they released, and, like, I'm like, I can't wait to fucking see all that shit, dude. And, like, 60 frames, going to be enhanced graphics, enhanced textures, everything on Ultra. Holy shit, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So what do I have to look forward to? You know, I pre-purchased this, you know, in anticipation of all this greatness. And uh, the thing I've seen, it concerns me the most on my side of it, is seeing how clunky the controls looked. Hopefully I get past that pretty early. I wonder how it's going to be on the mouse and keyboard. That's what I'm wondering. I don't think it's going to be as clunky as it was. I think on the controller it was a little clunky because there was a lot of... It's a lot of like micromanagement, like pulling out your brush to brush your horse. I think they could really pull that off a lot better. Just to sign a key, yeah. On the keyboard and mouse, you know what I mean? You could just sign a key or a number or something, and I think they were going to think the keyboard and mouse is going to be way better for that game. Um, yeah, man, the enhanced graphics, the enhanced textures, the the new story missions. I can't wait to like be like going through the game and like I. I didn't see this mission before. <gasps> what is this? And just, oh man, it's so fucking good. Can't wait, man. Can't fucking wait. Yeah, and I, I'm going to have to sit here and listen to you, like, be ahead of me in the campaign for your second time. <laughs> the first time. Because <laughs> I won't have time, but. Oh, no. Know. Like I said, I'm going to be playing Need for Speed and Star Wars and uh, maybe Death Stranding. Are you getting Death Stranding, Gunny? Yes. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick that up on Are Xbox. you excited? I'm a little excited for it now. Really? I'm like, I'm falling into this fucking Kojima hype. <laughs> Kojima yeah, has me hype, Gunny. I think the only thing I didn't like so far was what? just when they were showing Norman Reedus at his, like, at his base and just the different things he was doing. It seems very uh, like a complicated game, but it seems like a fun. But everything that was outside and that was, that was pretty cool. Did you see like that Hideo Kojima released a statement saying that we are already playing a Stranding game? No, I didn't. I yeah. didn't read any latest yeah. Death Stranding news. He released like a like a he was on Twitter and he was like, "You guys don't know it, but Death, like Death Stranding, he said Strand is a genre that I'm creating with Death Stranding, but little do you know it, you guys are already playing a Strand game." <gasps> what is that? Called mean? life. What the fuck does that mean? game of life well he says that the social strands like that's the whole point of like the likes like i can like the ladder you leave there because that's a strand i'm leaving a strand of likes there it's social connections and social <laughs> strands gunny it's all connected motherfucker yeah yeah or china just told him to say that mushrooms. china has their social game they play over there 
<laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe he was looking at China when he put that tweet out. I don't fucking know. <laughs> you leave Hideo Kojima alone, man. He's a fucking visionary, bro. I'm trying to bring politics. He's the last out. visionary, Jesus. He's the Remember, last he's visionary. The last, the last one. one alive. We've lost all the other visionaries, guys. Don't lose Video this games one. are going to be no more once we lose Kojima. No more, no more new genres of games because... Hideo Kojima doesn't give a fuck, right, Mayo? He makes his own fucking genre. He calls it the fucking Strand genre. This is game is called Death Stranding, motherfucker. How dare think, you question? He's gonna be like the he's gonna be like the Chuck Norris of gaming at some point in time. He's gonna be <laughs> like, like in the future, right? Like, kids are gonna be quoting Kojima and shit, in like fifty years from now, kids will be playing like some crazy game and be like, Kojima would have done this. Yeah, that's that's what they'd be saying. They would be saying. <laughs> Kojima said that once. <laughs> oh shit! He is like the Picasso of video games. Yeah, they're gonna have yep. pictures of Kojima all over fucking museums and shit. Fucking visionary, bro. But yeah, actually, I'm a little excited for it. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, I believe all the bullshit around it. But <laughs> you know, it'll be it'll be fresh hyped. to play a. Yeah, something a like... A game after... Think about it, Gunny. It's like something that we don't really know what it is, but it's completely new. You know, after making all these Metal Gears and stuff, yeah. and he's, you know, and just the interviews he's talked about where it's like the game I've always wanted yeah, to play. He said he's always wanted to make it. was never allowed yeah. art to make, and I was never allowed to make it. He said he's... He, didn't he say he had, like, a vision for Death Stranding, like, seven years ago or some shit in his dreams or yes. something? Yes, and he, he pitched that... <laughs> He pitched yeah. something similar to, to or Konami, some right? some early version, and it has a lot of big names in it, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember hearing like, when it first came out, they were like, "Oh, they have all these big yeah, actors." Big in actors it, in so. it, yeah. Like it's not just Norman Reedus; they have a few other people in there that are pretty big actors. And and he says there's even some that haven't been revealed that are in the game that he somehow got in the fucking game. I, I still think that uh, wasn't even Keanu Reeves is going to be in there somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking like, didn't John Wick go over there? Yeah, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> he was hanging out with Keanu Reeves. Took pictures with him at the studio or Kojima Productions or whatever the studio he has. Like, yeah, Keanu Reeves was just hanging out with him, fucking buddies or something. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I would be surprised if he's been over there next week. Yeah, rounds because you know he was seen at Steam like last year, and then he was somewhere else recently. There took pictures with him. Um, Kojima was at a. He went to uh, CD Projekt Red recently. That's what it was. He was at CD Projekt Red, and he was at, we were visiting Steam or you know Valve a little while back. Yeah, kind of interesting. Why he's going around and seeing these other different? He's connecting. Yeah, I think, uh... the strands. <gasps> Cyberpunk is the strand game. <gasps> yes, that's that. We're going to see Easter eggs in that. <laughs> They're all together. <laughs> Yeah, Norman Reedus, Matt Nicholson, Lindsay Wagner, Troy Baker, Margaret Quiley, Nicholas Winding, Raffin, Emily O'Brien, and Tommy Earl Jenkins are some of the actors in this. Earl Jenkins. Yeah. I'm excited. Fuck yeah, Gunny, let's go. Game of the year, Death Stranding. We're going to have to argue with Mayo because he won't be able to play it. Gonna have to argue mm-hmm. with him that the Strand game is the game of the year. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to watch you guys stream it. Yeah, 
That's the nice thing about streaming now is I can make a little bit of a decision on a game too by watching other people play it if I need you know, to. Mail, you're gonna need a you're gonna need to take notes of where I take my bathroom breaks. So when you <laughs> pick up a PS4, <laughs> you, could, you can go to those exact spots. Gun- no, Gunny, you gotta send me the coordinates and the exact map location of where you're peeing, so then I can go. And then we're gonna have to be taking just screenshots of our pee locations, and we're gonna have to Why go. Why can't you another? Discord channel of just P spots. You know, we need to have a P spot Discord channel. Channel. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone put your screenshots in here. We're going to coordinate our P. <laughs> our P's need to be coordinated to grow the biggest mushrooms and have the biggest likes. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's just real. Me excited all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty dollars right now on PlayStation Store. Created. <laughs> anyways, anyways, I think that's it. But you can find me on Xbox as Jesus Walks a Lot on PlayStation Network as GSUS Walks a Lot as uh, Jesus Walks a Lot on Steam on Epic on Origin on all that good shit on UPlay. On the Rockstar launcher, am I Jesus walks a lot? I don't think they have an option to add friends what the yet. Fuck, what kind of bullshit ass launcher is this? It's a player launcher. The That's f- what it is. What in the it's a hobo launcher. What the fuck is going on? How? Okay, so when I go to launch my Rockstar game and I go to like Red Dead Online, what is it going to show? Well, you have to go. Well, yeah, you'll have to go to. What is it called? What's the, oh, the Rockstar social club? Right? Social. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the social club. So, like, am I Jesus Walks Lot on the social club? You will be. Automatic. <laughs> I think I have a social club account. I can't remember what my name you was. Have on have there. Have a social yeah, I have one from GTA 5, like, 10 years ago. I have one from uh, Max Payne. Social. Oh, that's how I logged into my Rockstar account, was through my social. Yeah, hub. same and here. I, I remember that now. Yeah, because bro- the launcher did tell me to log in. Log in with your oh, you know what? So let me check. I know that I have. I think I changed it when I got Red Dead Redemption too. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fire it up here real quick, guys. Because I am Jesus Walks I have Lot. A silly name on there. I am Jesus Walks Lot on there. Maybe it's my nickname that that I found peculiar when I loaded it up. Because I don't I don't think it was Gunny Chief. Trying to find it. What's your name? Or me, Mayo, what's your name? That's what I'm trying to look at. I don't remember what it is on here. <laughs> to... Oh, no. It's uh, it's actually uh, installing the social club right now. Oh, so this is cool. Like in the... You can add us on to the no, Rockstar no, listen, launcher. Listen, in the social club, you can just go to, like, if you link your PlayStation Network, your Steam account, your Facebook, it just pulls up your friends automatically. Yeah, yeah. So on uh, the Rockstar Launcher, guys, you can add me on as Willie Barnes. That's W I L L Y. What in the B-A-R-N-E-S. fuck? What the fuck, Willie, Willie Barnes? I'm Willie Barnes. Wait, W I L L what? W I L L Y B A R N E S. No space. No space. Uh, I think I got that from a book, from an Audible book. It was a 
It was a whodunit. You know, when you find it. Uh, so I don't see the part with friends. Let's see. Hold on, I'm just going to link my Xbox account and add you through there or some shit. We'll do that. Let's see. Xbox. I'm going to my PlayStation. Oh, we can now install our uh, San Andreas or... Yeah, okay. Because that was the free game. Oh, yeah. there's Red Dead. Repurchase. Okay, here we go, Gunny. I got you through... Um, I'm going to add you through uh, the PlayStation Store. Okay, yeah, that'll work. So you manage account. There we go. Uh, no, I cannot add oh. you. What the fuck? You're not. Now on I need a verification list. code. Are you serious? God damn it, Gunny. What? Damn, now you're making me work here as we round up. Finish the show. Let me see if you're on. Let me see if you're on Facebook. This is great podcasting, guys. I'm telling you, we're over here just adding <laughs> each other to our launchers. Um, so uh, while we're doing that, and I'm submitting this verification code, guys, go over to Xbox One, <laughs> add me on there, gamertag, Gunny Chief. On Steam, Gunny Chief. On the PlayStation, gamertag is HGP Space Gunny. And on Twitter, Gunny Chief. Through... The rock star. Okay, I think I see your invite. There it is. You, you know how friends. I did that, Gunny? I linked my Xbox, I linked my PlayStation, and I linked my Facebook account. And finally, on the Xbox one, I saw Gunny Chief and I added you. All right, it says next to it, H-E-P-Z. Is that, is, that your, is that your clan? Oh, it must be, yeah. It must be from, yeah, from GTA 5 or something. Yeah. All right, I got uh, Gib8777, Jesus, yeah. and Joey Blockster. Man, Joey's been on there. I've known him forever, even back when uh, the Xbox 360 days. Yeah. I, I missed you, Joey. Where the fuck you been, man? Hit us up. Us yeah, how's it been, Joey? I see. I got him on Facebook. He's 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 got a he's always posting some PC stuff on his personal account. I don't see the mail on here. What the fuck, mail. I'm working on it. We're not friends on. On Xbox or PlayStation, are we? Probably not. No, we're friends on Xbox. Are we? Where do we? Where do we find you, Mayo? Let's wrap this up, son. You can you can Let's find me as you know the Mayo one on everywhere every platform and on Discord as the Mayo. All right. Well, that means that people find me everywhere. Just add me. Let's play games. Let's play Red Dead. Let's play Call of Duty next weekend. And let's play some P in Death Stranding. Woo! Yay! Let's or, play some Apex. Let's play some Borderlands 3. What let's is, do it. What does Gidget say, Gunny? Peace out, Brussels sprouts. We'll catch you on the next week's. Or next week's Call of Duty edition of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. We're out. Goodbye. Good night. See ya. If you stick around for those last 10 minutes, you're a fucking trooper. You deserve an award. Cold toll. There it is. Hooray for you. Bye. Good night.